The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. It's kind of a weird thing that we're here. It's awesome. Yeah. It's weird here. Yeah, because LA, it's like famous people are everywhere. They're everywhere. They know how to act. People know how to act. Here, it's just starting a little bit. This is like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. Elon, but Elon never goes anywhere. Yeah. So he's always working on five different companies. Right. Who else? Who else is in Austin? Uh, Zach Levy, but he's uh, he lives out a little bit uh, further out in the country. Nice. Yeah, uh, just McConaughey. Dawson moved here. James Vanderbeek. Ooh. Oh, there you go. that's right. He's here. <laughs> and then the other... Uh, there's a few guys. Well, it's also, I Sandra think, Bullock. podcast fame. Sandra Bullock, but she's never here either. She's always working. Yeah. So I think podcast fame and internet fame, it's like people, you're much more approachable, too. Yeah. You know, because it's like you're in their ears. Well, they, they 100% know you. 100% know you. Yeah. They know all the most embarrassing stories you yeah. told seven years ago when you were like, podcasting isn't going to catch on. <laughs> and you talked about, you know, things you put in your ass in, <laughs> in middle school. They're like, oh. Bro, the... 12 years ago yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we started off with a fucking laptop yeah. using a webcam. <laughs> high as fuck. Just and recording we... directly to the, the webcam, like the laptop audio yes well we had like some sort of a usb microphone yeah yeah but we also did like everything completely obliterated we were uh right. doing volcano hits. oh dude the volcano <sighs> that's you didn't know a what you were thing. saying it while you were saying it like yeah. while you were saying it you're like what am i saying of course well no one's gonna listen who gives yeah. a fuck i'm well, just they... having fun and then they did back then it was like you know a good episode would have like two thousand people right <laughs> For real. Now a tweet that gets 2,000, I'm like, bombed. I know, what you happened? Know? Yeah, what yeah, wrong? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's fucking fascinating to see the difference in tweets now. Mm-hmm. Because people aren't scared to post what they really me- think about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like NBC News will post something, and then underneath it, you'll just see a cascade of people shitting all over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And harshly. Right, right, right. It's, it's wild. You're making death threats? No, <laughs> they're not they're that. Like, they're not <laughs> they're like, fuck you, Tucker. <laughs> but they can be funny again and not worry about getting banned yeah. or shadow banned or any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I barely, I honestly barely use Twitter anymore. It's just like- Me too. Purely for- all social media, honestly, I just do the fucking because it's comedy and you have to get people out right. to stuff. Promotion, but yeah. I really don't think people should use that. I mean, I'm not breaking any ground here, but it's right. like I barely, you know. You and I are on the same page. Yeah, it's not, dude. I put my phone away for like this summer. I went, I went back to Baltimore. Got, I, I lost like 20 pounds. With my brother, my brother's a trainer, uh, and I just didn't use my phone. I was fucking eating right. I was working out every day. Fuck it, I felt great. I was like, this is awesome. I'm gonna go into the next leg of the tour. I'm in New York for like four days, and I'm like, I'm just going to check Instagram to try and get pussy. And I haven't been off it for more than 20 minutes for four months. You know what I mean? It's like, and I was like, I know, you know what you have to do. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you can't stop. Well, and then the, the, and then the fucking algorithm gets you, bro. Mm-hmm. The TikTok algorithm. I don't fuck with TikTok, but apparently that's the worst. I was just going to say that I was listening to uh, Chris Williamson. Do you know him? No. He's another guy who's out here in Austin. Great really interesting intelligent guy he runs a great podcast but he had scott galloway on and they were talking about how tiktok is essentially engineered to like keep us engaged and also accentuate all of our disagreements and arguments Mm. and make america look like a a real shithole i didn't even think about the disagreements and arguments because my feed is like They've completely got me. It's yeah. like fucking just a nice sandwich. It's like, and I'm, I've been trying to get fucking jacked these days. So it's like just fat guys, like fat guys weight loss journeys. Like they yeah. know everything. And then it's like a muscle girl 
which I'm into now. You know what I mean? They've, cr- they've created a new fetish for me just off of fucking... It started with just like instructional stuff and now it's just like some girl who's just fucking you know crushing a watermelon with her thighs and Jesus. then deadlifting like you know 800 pounds and I'm you like, like those. I'm in <laughs> yeah, you like yeah, those yeah, I'm in I want those cause in my mind that's gotta be there's gotta be one of them that wants to fuck a fat guy to like <laughs> straighten him out cause it's exactly, exactly you fucking fat piece of shit like just fu- <laughs> just just pinching my tits you know what I mean and I'm like oh, I'm a fucking little fat fellow I'm, a fuck, I'm like I'm your fuck pig you know she's got me oinking while she's eating my ass There's, that's gotta exist you know what I mean 100% and 100. you're gonna find her after the show that's, that's why I'm here she's Joe. reaching <laughs> She's gonna she, right now. She's got her thumbs moving. Gals, hit yeah. me up. The DMs are open. Does girls are that jacked? Have to be like really horny too. You'd think so. The all I the bet fucking super physical. Yeah, all the because you're in the you're in peak physical yeah. shape. So it's like all your hormones and shit must be firing off. And I think nature would tell you that if you're a woman and you have to lift all this heavy stuff. Then like you, you're in trouble. There's <laughs> right. a real, the under men duress. aren't doing their job. <laughs> They're not defending the village. Oh, you're preparing for war. Yeah. So you probably all your testosterone yeah. ramps up. I didn't you're, know you're floating the pheromones out there to get a warrior. So you're probably the pussy's probably a top notch. Top notch. Because if if your body thinks you're in distress, oh yeah, you're ready they want to get a, a Mongol to make you his wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some super you. fucking <laughs> killer Viking character. Yeah, but it's thank probably God. tight like a drum too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, a hundred percent. Oh my God, they could probably lift me. They could probably do deadlifts, put my dick in, right. clench. And then just do squats. Have you ever <laughs> seen that? probably possible. Picture, it, there's like a, it, it's a meme, uh, the type of men who wear masks in their car. And it is uh, a woman holding a guy up while they make out. And the guy's got his Hell legs yeah. wrapped around the By woman. By the way, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sounds awesome. Do you want her to keep the wristbands on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chalked hands yeah. like she's deadlifted. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want my dick to get chafed from the calluses. I want my dick to feel like it's, you know, it's been at the spa all day. Like yes. it's been completely rubbed off. A new layer of skin comes off every time I get jacked off by those. Like a salt bath. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like you've been scrubbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. That's what I want. I didn't know that about myself, but uh, I'm, I'm in there. And then, listen, I'm still. You find out things. You find out through the algorithm. And you don't listen, know what you like until you see it. No, sir. I did hook up with one girl that was like strong, and I think she had that thing going on. She just kind of DM'd me, and I was like, fuck yeah, let's get in there. And it was nice. I was like going down on her, and I had like giant thighs just wrapped around my head to the point where I was starting to, no joke, I'm not exaggerating, just black out. Like I started seeing spots. Jesus. And I was like, if I don't make her come, I'm going to die. And there was like a fucking thrill to that. There was Whoa. like, it felt like Indiana Jones sliding under the fucking thing with the, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I have moments to make this woman bust before I lose consciousness. It was fucking wow. thrilling. Yeah. So I don't know. But I also, guarantee you, know, you there's a thing like that where a woman like doesn't even want a powerful man. She just wants a, a guy that she could turn into a project. Right. Because women always do that with guys anyway. Sure. The same type of women that adopt like sad dogs. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know, I'm, like, a fu- oh, I'm, gonna I'm a fucked up bulldog. <laughs> I'm going to help you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of people, they'll take on projects with people. Yeah. 
And Brian, I think Brian Callen used to always do that. Okay. He used to have these gals that he would date. I'd be like, Brian, fucking stop. Interesting. And he'd be like, it's okay, you know, I'm gonna help yeah, her yeah, out. Yeah. And yeah. it was always a disaster. They want meth heads, like right. wild shit. I'm ready to be someone's disaster. I'm ready. To, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to have a good three months until I slip yeah. off my diet, and they're like, "What? I found. I found a fucking oatmeal cream pies in the wrappers in the in the garbage." I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, babe. <laughs> Somebody must have broken in and had fucking a Dove bar because it wasn't me. I was doing, I was doing fucking uh, burpees. I was doing burpees. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing lat pull downs. I swear to God, that was when I was doing hot yoga, babe. <laughs> she kicked me out. She fucking. I've been there's a PS5 and she kicks it and uh, just snacks fall out of it. I've taken all the hard drive. I've taken all the games out and it's just fucking Twizzlers and fucking yeah. chocolates. She finds a secret fridge filled with Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> I'm like those are my uh, family heirlooms from Greece. That's don't a touch sad those. Thing. If you're in a relationship and you have to hide what you actually oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, like oh man. Well, I think part of it is because a lot of my relationships. Um, you know, I'm big on therapy. I've been thinking about this shit all the time. A lot of my relationships, what I'm into is someone who just treats me way too good. Because it's like, that's my mom kind of coddled me. I was a mama's boy. I was the firstborn. I was like a one of those like smart, precocious little kids who's like always saying something fun. Right. And so every time I've really, really liked a girl to like be in a serious relationship, she's just kind of like over the top kind of met. Like I wouldn't have to hide anything because they're like, oh, you can't even help it. You know, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't, you know. <laughs> and so I think part of me wants like, yeah, fucking throw me through the ring. Some hot mama. Yeah, dude. How much stepmom porn is there out there? There's a lot out there. It seems crazy. It's, I think it's like what of, happened. When did this emerge? Every now and then I'll check <laughs> I check in. Know. Yeah, and yeah. There's yeah. a whole different wave of yeah. genre going on. That is huge. Um, I don't know what it is. I'm not. See, that's the weird thing. You would think I would have like mommy shit. I don't have that. I well, find I think it disgusting. Stepmom shit is different. Stepmom, stepmom is like is different. dad is divorced, but dad's rich. True. And dad marries this really hot slut. Right. And he's but out dad's at, the at work all day. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got to fucking he's run the close corporation. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, this yeah, jock yeah. son yeah. in college. Oh, yeah. That's like all of them. Absolutely. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Hey, you know what I'm in? It's like a classic fucking Joseph Campbell genre. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's American. Journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it starts at dinner one day. Because no one feels bad for anyone involved. Like, right. no one feels bad that she's cheating on the son. The son is in college. Of course. So it, that's fine. The dad, the dad, dad been, is probably some rich piece of shit. Yeah, emotionally abusive, neglectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got probably what's to cheated him. on his mom, who was an amazing woman. Right. And now he's with this she floozy. She had chemotherapy. Maybe she he died. wasn't there. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. He didn't give a fuck. He was at the office. <laughs> No, he was at the office. And now he's got this new one. And, exactly. And she's a fucking weightlifter. Uh, oh, now we're yeah, talking. Now yeah. we're, let's fucking get it all together. wearing pumps, <laughs> giant thighs, fucking uh, jacks. Now we're getting into what Woo! I'm liking. She comes Short into my skirt. room. She's like, why haven't you done your homework? I'm like, you're not my real mom. She's like, what the fuck did you say to me? Shoves me up, put, picks me up against the well, wall. <laughs> and that's now we're talking. And then you lean towards and she just goes for it. <laughs> she starts making out with you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She holds you up with one arm while she's grabbing your dick with yeah. the other one. Oh, just choke Crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh, from my behind. God. Yeah, lifting you up, <laughs> choking you. But doesn't let me come the first time. <laughs> She's like, finish your homework. Maybe you'll bust next time. I'm oh, like, yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. <laughs> I become a model student. <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm in a little tie, suit and tie. Well, hello, father. <laughs> Dude, we might just created the new genre of porn. <laughs> it's got to it's advance. Female trainer, like muscular. Fe the thing is, like, how many, like, really jacked 
muscular females go into porn. True. They're Probably out, a very small very minority. Very small minority. Yeah. I've done the research. It's not that many. <laughs> I have jacked off to a couple of these yeah. videos. I don't think that's a genre yet. No, but we'll get there. You have to, like, get people to train for it, like Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, get yeah, these yeah. gals going, look, look, there's a whole new genre. Right. Like, if, if yeah. porn was organized the way, like, film and television was. Yeah, yeah. We, we need a... We need a... <laughs> look at this gal yeah. holding that guy over her head. Holy shit. That look at the awesome. size of her. We how do- is that... How big is that dude? He's a little guy. But, bro, she looks Look like she's him. got some fucking stock genetics. Oh, yeah. Like, that will make you that, a barbarian. That I mean, will that make guy's, you a warrior. That guy's foot could fit in her pussy. Look at the size <laughs> of her fucking legs and her her ass muscles. The way she's hoisting that guy one arm over her head. Let's just assume he's a tiny guy. Tiny he's guy. He's got to weigh 100 pounds. Let's say 5'2", 100 pounds. Even if he's do- 100 pounds over your head with one arm like that is crazy. Yeah. And the fact that it's this woman who's very womanly. When is this from? 19th century muscle women. Yeah, I found it. I was looking at other pictures and just saw that. Bro, well, that is 100% like Viking genetics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100%. Oh, uh, you got that's two little guys. Two little guys with one arm over her head. And that's the thing. No one could. You weren't allowed to jack off to stuff. You know, plainly, this couldn't be a sex thing, but this was 100% a sex thing back then. Look at the size of her, and she's holding three guys on her arms. Holy what did she do? This shit. seems like, like the same a, lady. This is a genre. <laughs> yeah. She's no lost offense, to history. No offense to this long since past woman. Yeah. But she has a very masculine face. She does. That easily could be a guy that sells you IT service. <laughs> right? Yeah, That's the guy that? who comes in with a clipboard and 100%. says, like, do you guys What's want going on with the high firewall? speed internet? What yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? How many what, How many gigabytes do you guys think you use? Oh, you don't day? need that upload speed. You guys are fine yeah. where you're at. Go back to that They don't picture. like when I say this, but you guys are of fine. Of that person. Is that the same person? Come on, man. That's a, that I'm easily there. could be a guy who works at Google. Yeah, absolutely. Throw a vest on her. Yeah, like a, a stout guy, too. Mm-hmm. Look how stout she looks. Yeah, because she's got the corset. Who knows what yeah. she'd actually be like. Damn. Look at the fucking guns on that oh, lady. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, my God. You like that. <laughs> oh, the now, back. Do you, how much I'm in the back, too. Know, how much do they know about like lifting weights and getting bigger back then isn't that crazy it you is really crazy. stop and think about it yeah like people didn't really figure that out until like when like seven couple years, hundred ago. years ago <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well if like no one looked like ronnie coleman until ronnie no coleman. totally no there's even That's like like a, a couple we're talking about like decades of difference between like fully. frank zane and like what they do today dude What's like Lin, i think was it lynn swan i don't Katie remember who Sanwina, was that's her name there was an so there's a running was back. In 1884. Look at the size of that. Oh, yeah, Katie Sandino. There was a running back, back you know, on the Bears. I, I'm What's blanking that? on his name. There's yeah. videos of her. Oh, oh. I mean, it's not. It's pictures. Oh, oh just ooh, that's a tough angle. Yeah, that's a rough. I'm one. off. I'm actually off the Katie train. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was later in life. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. she kept accelerating. To, oh, she was enormous. She was. Yeah. Look at the size of her. She was 16 and high. His name was Hyman. Was 19. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, they got married. Hell yeah. Short king and a big lady. Now we're talking. centimeters. How tall is that? Uh, now we're... I don't uh, know. I should know that. Let's guess. Um, I'm going to say 5'11". Let's see. 597 feet. Count as six foot. Six foot? That's right about six foot, yeah. Oh, she's six foot. All right, there we go. It's a big lady. Big lady. It's a big stout lady. So the running back, I'm blanking on his name, but literally... They the trainers. He was like, "Hey, should I lift weights like the defensive, you know, like the the linemen?" And they were like, "No, that'll slow you down." 
Like they literally had no one. This is in the seventies. The NFL, like that was with boxing too. It's crazy, dude. In the boxing era, like of like Marvin Hagler and Sugar Ray Leonard, it was like commonly thought that if you lifted weights, it would slow you down. Yeah. And yeah. it would it would uh, ruin your your punching power. Like they would only do calisthenics. Like Marvin Insane. Hagler did just sit ups and push ups and stuff like that. Just you'd have to be a freak of nature to make it, which is even more impressive. Not necessarily. You don't think be- so? No, because there's a lot of exercise. There's a lot of thought to like just getting very efficient at the technique when it comes to fighting. There's some people believe in strength and conditioning is the primary. They think that that's more important than anything. Right. Like there's a school of thought, like the Marv Marinovich uh, school of thought, which was you already know how to fight, so get in insane shape. Right, right, and right. And so he, he had guys doing these crazy plyometrics and all this different jumping boxes and right, stuff. Right, right. And they, they got, you know who BJ Penn is? BJ Penn? BJ Penn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yes, One yes, of the greatest yes. fighters of all time. Yes. And BJ's in his prime. BJ was training with Marinovich's. So he was just doing these unbelievably brutal cardio workouts every day and almost no martial arts. Interesting. And then he would go and have a gas tank that was off the charts. Right. When you got a guy who's already as talented as BJ with zero fear of getting tired, right, right. he was the GOAT. Yeah. There was a, like, if there's a fight that I'd ever want to see, it'd be Khabib Nurmagomedov in his prime versus oh. BJ Penn yeah. in those years in the Marinovich yeah, years. Yeah, BJ yeah. Penn was a motherfucker, man. That was, that was the- He was a motherfucker. Th- Woo! I did have an era, actually, the like- my little brothers are much more into UFC shit, but the Penn era, I was in there a little bit. Like mm. I would, we would get, we would have like we'd go to Buffalo Wild Wings at White Marsh Mall, me and my brothers, and we would watch UFC shit. But I, that's the last, you know, that's my last, you know, f- frame of reference. Like I don't, I don't catch up with it. I don't, I'm not with it as much anymore. But BJ it was Penn was so unusual that he won the 155 pound title, he won the 170 pound title, and he fought heavyweight. That's he fought Lyoto Machida as a heavyweight. <laughs> that is fucking insane, bro. Off the plyometrics, gangster. Yeah, you think he's he just could take gangster. Katie? <laughs> he fought. He fought when he fought Lyoto. He wasn't even doing that stuff. Yeah. He wasn't doing. That was pre-prime BJ. Yeah, that was when he would just fucking train. Yeah. And he just ate. He's like, fuck it, I'll fight anybody. <laughs> and so Lyoto Machida was like a UFC light heavyweight champion at one point in time. Yeah. This was before the UFC, but Lyoto was still a bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BJ fought him at heavyweight. I it's do love bonkers. that. I love when a guy at the end of like towards the end just kind of gets a little fat, doesn't give a fuck. That's the coolest. <sighs> that makes me sad. I love it, dude. That makes me I sad. Love, I, Tony I Gwynn, fat as shit, still uh, fucking never striking out. It was awesome. That's different. Yeah. Baseball is different. Than I guess fight. you're right. Than combat sports. Yeah, yeah. combat sports. When guys don't want to do it anymore, they just they got to stop. Yeah. Because there's a like a one foot in, one foot out thing that happens, and you just get your shit. And rocked. then some young guy comes up, and or young gal comes up, and he or she fucks you up, yeah. and that's just how it goes. These kids that are coming up. They they are fucking unburdened by life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they have yeah, only yeah, been yeah, alive yeah. for twenty two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have fucking unbelievable bodies that recover quickly. Right. And if they train well, and also they grow up learning it on television yeah. and watching it on YouTube. They're seeing martial arts from the time they're little kids. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. all these techniques. So like they're practicing when they're fucking around with their friends. And there's nothing cooler than 
dethroning a legend either. Nothing cool. So they're coming at you with everything. Yeah, and everybody you, wants yeah. to be Mike Tyson. Yeah. You know, Mike Tyson was 20 years old. He yeah. wins the heavyweight championship. Yeah. And yeah. everybody's like, whoa, fully. what the fuck? No one wants to be Mike Tyson getting knocked out. No one wants <laughs> you know? to be Tyson yeah. in the eight, when he re- retired. But I think it was 90. Was it, was it February 11th, 1990? Because it was a year after I was born. It, or it was the, when he... The, the When he lost to Buster Douglas? Yes, the Buster yeah. Douglas fight. But even after the Buster Douglas fight, he was still Mike Tyson. People yeah. were still terrified of him. He was st- he was just like a little a little resting on his laurels, you know. Well, fucking he, the maid. That's yeah. the best story of He all was time. out of control. I mean, yeah. he'll tell you what he was doing. I mean, he was out of fucking control. Yeah. You know, he he fought on drugs, he fought <laughs> sick. He was sick. Like he had uh when he knocked out Michael Spinks, he had some sort of venereal disease. <laughs> no bullshit. Dude, Mike Tyson in that uh, era, Dick Leakin, it's just, just fucking throwing haymakers. <laughs> you gotta think like part of the reason why he was so good was because he was so wild. But yeah. also, if he wasn't, if he just maximized his insane potential and was like yeah. a Marvin Hagler type guy, right? Who just did nothing but train and trained in solitude and all, yet only had his eyes on the prize, only had his eyes on beating the best in the world. I just don't think that well, some guys are person. wired. You know, yeah, exactly. It's like, and you lose that essence. I think fully, it's like, maybe he's one or the other. I know what you mean. It's nice to think about it as like a video game and it's like just run him through a. Right. He's your creative character and it's like, but the same guy who had that kind of power, he needed to, he needed to fucking ask the housekeeper to suck him off you know what i mean like when they kept that's my favorite story about when they were like you can't go out mike you got it and he just fucked the maids and it was just like like that's who he fucking was and it's like yeah that's the guy who's gonna he's gonna fight with gonorrhea yes and he's still gonna be he's still gonna knock you out yeah in one round yeah knocks out michael spinks who's the all-time great light heavyweight fully who would just beat larry holmes yeah, Tyson and his pro- that's what everybody wants to be. You want to be that young, upsurging phenom. Like yeah. BJ was when BJ was in his For youth, sure. too. It was the same kind of thing. When he was coming through the ranks, he was this young upstart. But nothing feels... I mean, that's what you want because that zenith is so high, like that moment when you're fucking taking it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know, man. Wouldn't you rather just have the... Lo- what, what, what would you rather... The, the glory, the like, you know, and then the, the fall? Or would you want to just get the glory and maintain is probably the best thing right that's what you want to be yeah but if you had to choose one or the other i'm in, i'm really into the i'm reading the uh the iliad i'm really into the trojan war shit right now and it's like achilles had that thing where they were like you have two options you can be a short life but you're the most fucking fucking big dick warrior of all time everyone will be scared of you you'll go down in the history books forever or a long life no one's ever heard of you you're happy you have kids and he obviously chooses that he chooses like fuck yeah, dude. Let's go fuck some shit up, and then and then he's the fucking man. He's so yeah. cool. But then in the Odyssey, uh, Odysseus has to go to like Hades, and he 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 finds Achilles, and he's like, I fucked up, dude. This fucking sucks. I hate being dead. I wish I was fucking a grandfather. I wish I was back in the village. And it's just like, you want that thing, but you never. I don't know, man. It's sometimes you just think like I'm thinking about that now with comedy, where it's like. Fuck, dude, this is cool. I'm getting the fucking, you know, my special went well. I'm getting to sell some tickets, but I'm on the road constantly. It's what I dreamed of when mm. I was 19. And I'm like, damn, I'm just kind of. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I'm getting fat as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking, it's hard to stay healthy. I'm tired all the time, which, again, I'm not complaining. This is my dream, but it's like, there's got to be a balance between like fucking selling out everything to get the thing. Cause then something's, shit comes after that. Right. And there's so many stories of people that, 
get what they want. And I mean, Tyson is a is a pretty good example where it's like it wasn't he was still Mike Tyson, but it is he was never he never reached those heights, and it completely fucked his personal life up. Obviously, obviously. And so that's the thing where it's like you got to think like there's got to be a balance. The thing it. about combat sports, though, that is really fascinating to me is I think it ignites in us that same weird instinct to conquer. But it does so in like an agreed upon manner instead of right. doing so through war. Right. It's like a great way to avoid war. For sure. Because like how many of these guys who would be dominant MMA fighters, if they were living five, six hundred years ago, they would be dominant warriors. Right, right, like right. Like almost all of them. Yeah, Like yeah. society has figured out a way through things like football, which was initially created for that. Yeah. Like football was literally created as a sport to, to, to sort of simulate. Steam. Wasn't it? Didn't we go over that before? Like the football war. was created, was invented to sort of simulate war. I mean, couldn't you say Can we that find about, that? Let's find that with the article because I don't want to fuck uh, that story because <laughs> it's an interesting story yeah. about the origins of football. But there's a thing when you watch uh, like a guy win a world title fight. Yeah, there's a thing where you watch two of the best in the world fight. Where everyone gets to watch, right, right? And these guys who are the the wildest and craziest of uh, of our population yeah, yeah. get to do this thing, which is akin to combat. Fully, it's just it's like physical combat with no weapons, but your own body. Yeah, use that as a weapon, and then see who knows how to do that better, and you do it in front of the world. Yeah, I mean that's that is the ancient shit of like single combat, right? Where yeah. it's like each culture. Or if you wanted to avoid a war, we pick our best guy and we fuck each other up. And there is a feeling of that, definitely. With especially when it's like when it's clashes of cultures, right? When it is like Khabib and it is fucking you know Connor, whatever. It's like these guys from completely different places, and it almost feels like like that's what's cool about the World Cup. Obviously, it's not it's not combat sports, but there is something sick where you're just like these countries. This yeah. means so much. To so them. much. To and them. these people like. Uh, they got eliminated, but Japan and Korea, if they had won, they would have played each other in the fucking World Cup. And it's like, mm. Korea would have fucked Japan. Like, they have so, they're so mad. I mean, that's their oppression. You know what I mean? Like, Japan fucked Korea up. You right. You know what I mean? And it's like, those ancient rivalries, like, England and France fought each other for thousands of years. You know right. what I mean? It's like, there is, it's just so, there is something fucking awesome about and whenever whenever like a, a third world country plays America, you don't think they want to fuck America up? Of course. Be like, fuck you. You got yeah. all the money in the world. We don't give a fuck. We know you put our dictator in power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my, we know yeah. you orchestrated. Come cool. on, dude. My <laughs> uncle was his was the democratically elected uh, guy's fucking minister of the press. He got he got assassinated too. You gotta go, motherfucker. Yeah, this is for the CIA. Take this goals yeah. for the CIA. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like war proxy. It's cool. What was that article? What did would you? Highlighted something? No, it was, it's uh, it's a tradition of it. I don't know that it was a f like an official mm. mandate says, or anything. A deeper like connection was claimed during both world wars. Football as a training ground for soldiers and officers. The game as a mimic war, requiring cool thinking, self sacrifice, and physical courage. Yeah. So at least in some ways, it's kind of, obviously from that. It's like a proxy. Yeah, it's yeah. like a thing that you can do. You could do that instead of war, or maybe it can help you practice for, for war. sure. But that's uh, especially back then when they really. World Wars were, could pop off at any time. At I mean, any time. Maybe you can't, you know. That's the thing with combat sports, too. It's um, it's all of it is, it's the same thing. It's like, it's it's just a way, there's a thing that people have inside of them. They want to conquer. Yeah. And the men, women want to do it, too. They want to do it socially. For sure. You know, and it's, um, in, and some women physically, the ones that you want to fuck. <laughs> yeah, conquer me. <laughs> 
it's a weird thing that we have in us, and it makes you wonder if people hadn't figured out sports and hadn't figured out games. Yeah, yeah. How much would we be fucking each other up? Right. It seems like that's what people are designed to do. And all these other things that we do that all the other animals don't do are probably the thing that's allowed us to become what we are. Right. It's right, probably right. the things that have allowed us to figure out civilization. You blow that off we figured a out steam. ways, yeah, yeah, to get along like let's play with a ball. Right. Let's right, right. uh I'm going to hit this ball instead of your fucking head. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not going to sneak in. Think about it a weapon, a bat is a fucking club. Oh, it's dude. a total weapon. Yeah. Like instead of your fucking Head, which I want to hit. Let's use coconuts. I'm gonna pretend it's the <laughs> I'm, pretend, I'm pretend you're fucking nuts with this coconut. Yeah, and they said back to them uh, th there was this. Uh, now, I think we researched this too, but god damn, that marijuana is ruining my memory. <laughs> we, Respect, um, by the way. We this were is such a great racket about what was that fucking meme I saw? Was that an article <laughs> in the Mayan, uh, that Mayan football game? They used to have a football oh, yeah, game yeah. and. Which there is like was, football and a little like lacrosse. It was like kind of a yeah. You had to like knock it through like a hole. Yeah. And there was also talk that sometimes they used a human head. Yeah, that's. But shit I don't was... know if that was folklore or right. true. And then there was another thing that I read that I, I never could remember if this is accurate. That the winning team would be sacrificed. Whoa. That's fucking it sick. Says, uh, Go to the gods, a winner. That'd be a long ass game where people keep <laughs> missing Whoops. the ball. What is it, Jamie? This uh, article about it says, for instance, did the game's winners and losers get sacrificed at the end of the game? The answer to both questions is no. Uh, no. So it's all bullshit. Players are likely but not it, sacrificed. But what if they were? Mm. You know, that'd be was cool. Meant, wasn't meant to go through the hoop. Dude, it wasn't? No. What is the hoop for? But that game was really violent. Oh fuck! Uh, what is that? Uh, there's like a hoop, right? It's really it likely happened from time <laughs> this to time. Is sick, dude. That's not what it was for. Oh, okay. It so it was like extra points. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like Harry Potter. It's, it's like Quidditch. Horrible. <laughs> it's all about catching the little gold thing. Oh, yeah, it would have been horrible if your players, if your best players, were sacrificed. So they would have to find new players all the time. You know? oh, well, maybe so they funny. just did that. Yeah. Because they have too many dudes that want to go to war. Yeah, that's And there true. wasn't any wars going on. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. listen, we've got to kill off some of these fuckheads. I know what to do. I also, yeah, I also think every ancient tradition is just some insecure guy was in power. So maybe it was like, there's a stud, just this right. fucking big dick stud who's been winking at the chief's wife. And he's like... Guess what, dude? You get to go see God because you're so good at sports. We're gonna fucking kill you, <laughs> and it's like yeah. so that your wife doesn't get fucked. Well, how many dudes do they make fight to the death with swords for that? Yeah, you know, for sure. You know, hundred percent. Fucking the mountain guy. Yeah, you know, and yeah. your wife is hanging around, and you're the king just because you say so. Right, like, right, that right, guy right, just right, fucking right, right. mush your head. I know. You so had you make to them kill fight him. to the death. Yeah, makes sense. I guarantee that's probably how they did a lot Everything, of those things dude. back then. Every tradition, every like, why do you think every like, uh, every like religion has a little hat that covers the bald spot? Because some <laughs> fucking guy, four thousand. I think Yamaka's one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. The guy was insecure about his bald spot. He's like, God said we actually have to cover this. All of us, <laughs> yeah, everyone, even you with the beautiful hair, Joseph, People with the best fucking hair ever. <laughs> Like like Jamie from Yellowstone, yeah, just dude. thick manes yeah. of hair. Sorry, bud. Tough shit. Put it in the wear cap. The hat. <laughs> God wants you to wear a fucking hat. A hundred percent. How about the Pope gets to wear one like a fish's head? Yeah, What's that dude. one? The what the fuck is that? That one? one's sick. I don't know what it's called. Imagine, but... like when you should kind of get suspicious. 
when yeah. your guy can't dress like regular people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're in a cult, if you're in right. a religion, when the dude shows up dressed like a wizard, <laughs> yeah, you should yeah. go, hey, hey is do, this on the level? <laughs> do we get do we get one of those golden staffs? <laughs> Look at this cat. Look at this cat. Look at I this mean, cat. He's got a sick. golden staff, a yeah. golden helmet. So we don't get those, huh? Just him. <laughs> Bro, look at that hat. This is the new Pope. The new Pope is more chill. See, He's his shit is chill. silver. Notice how his shit is He's silver? He's humble, yeah, Look yeah. at it. It looks like, like a peasant made it, like an artist's rendering. Yeah. No, this... The other one was like, look at the old guy, Ratzinger. Bartholomew? That, that fucking Ratzinger guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That the guy, guy who had to step down. He's got Because he was probably fucking his, like, attendant or something. What does it have, like, gold stars? Well, he was... Didn't he, like, retire? No, no, no. He, had... no. he was responsible for moving pedophiles. Uh-huh. And moving, without reporting them, moving them to <laughs> How does new that make him different places. from any other fucking... Well, because oh. one of them he did where this guy, he moved this guy, and he went on to molest a hundred deaf kids. A hundred deaf kids? A hundred deaf Jesus kids. Jesus They moved him to some place, like a school that takes care of deaf kids. Damn. They would just move people, man. The fact that that's a real thing... That's insane. And that we all know about and it... And then deaf... You couldn't like they, you moved them to the deaf kids. They they did, wouldn't be able to say anything about it. He's sneaking up on them, yeah, dude. Oh, that's brutal. how many fucking stories? Two hundred. Two hundred deaf kids. Get his numbers right. Oh my god. Get his numbers right, dude. Two hundred kids were the Will Chamberlain of molestation. Wow. Several American bishops repeatedly warned them that failure to act in this matter could embarrass, oh, could embarrass the, the church. Chur oh, God forbid the church gets the embarrassed. Church. <laughs> Jesus Christ, according to church files, newly uh, unearthed as part of the lawsuit. Embarrass us. Embarrass hey, us, Hey, Mikey, you're fucking too many Come kids. on, dude. This is embarrassing. Come on. This is like when I uh, slip on my shoelaces. Yes. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Oh, uh, you sucked off 800 little boys. Well, I got some egg on my face. It's I like... spilled coffee in my lap on my way to work. It's embarrassing. <laughs> That's so fucked. What but, the fuck, I know. man? I can't believe any, like, I don't mean to be to sound like hack, College, you know, college, freshman year of college atheist shit here, but it's like, they do that. How are you going to be in a church? How do you go to a fucking church every week when it's like the Pope was just shifting guys around and giving him, not only shifting around, putting him to the most molestable kids. Oh. He put him into the deaf kids. He didn't put it to like the fucking, the, the school for like jacked children where they could defend themselves. So what do you think that is? You think it was just always a part of the church? Like, and Ye people just started talking about it later in life. Fully. 100%. So how does one church get so connected to that? Well, I just think they... Because Priest guilty of abusing deaf children in Argentine schools. So this is in 2019. Recently, yeah. 19, the previous one was like 10, 12 years ago. This oh, is Jesus Christ. I mean, I think if you look at the history of the fucking Catholic Church, they were like, you know, popes were like poisoning each other yeah. and fucking all the time and it's like even the thing where priests can't have kids it's like you look at that and it's like were they just trying to not cover benefits like that's my that's my sincere guess is that the the, the pope at the time was trying to save money because it's like <laughs> truly that's really what i think and like because like the greek orthodox church um not saying I, we don't have fucking no one fucks i mean i'm sure a couple guys fuck kids but it's like you get to have a wife in the greek orthodox church but the, the church covers your, like, family's living expenses and shit. And I really think, like, the Catholic Church was just like, nah, nah, nah. I think the origin of it was the priests were, like, rock stars. 
Because if you think about if priests oh, yeah. could fuck whoever they wanted to, he's blinged they, out. They look like Migos. <laughs> they got the necklaces. They look like yeah. rock stars. They're yeah. the ones who get to talk in front of everybody, and they have a special relationship yeah. with God. Oh, and God told me you uh, have to suck me off. Actually, yes. I saw it in a vision. <laughs> and you got to realize, like up until like what was when was Martin Luther? Whenever that was, yeah, the Protestant there's Revolution. a great Dan um, Dan Carlin oh, hardcore history yeah. on that on Martin him. Luther and so he was the first guy to make the Bible interpret it phonetically so that people could read it. Yeah, because everybody was just like it was in Latin and no yeah, one read Latin exactly. Yeah, so this is in 1507. So think about that. And then in 15 up until 1507, you just had to listen to the priest. Yeah, you had to trust that what he was. So that guy's a rock star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's decked out like a yeah. wizard. He's yeah, standing yeah, in front of everyone yeah, with yeah, a golden yeah, yeah, cane, yeah, yeah. and I bet he's fucking everybody. And he probably gets to bathe. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, he probably is, like, when we think about who's hot in the ancient world, it's like, they probably just got to take a bath. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, fucking, uh, like, you know, all... Uh, Helen of Troy or whatever, right? I guarantee you she just was a lady that, like, bathed. Yeah, she smelled good. She just didn't smell like dog shit. <laughs> like, that's really it. Because <laughs> it's like, think about how what a peasant looked like, how fucked up their skin was. Like, yeah. every hot girl I know today has a 12-step skincare routine. Right. Imagine, like, not only that, you don't even have water to wash your face. You're out right. in the fucking fields. So imagine these priests, they get a little water. They get to bathe every once in a while. They get the go. You're right. That's and no sunscreen. I didn't even think. No Your sunscreen. face is oh. fucked by the time you're 27. Forget about it. For no, another 400 years after that, though, the mass was in Latin, so you had to know Latin to understand what was even happening. Wow. For 400 like, years after that? Until, until what the, year? About somewhere in the 70s or 85, depending on where Oh, where my God. Yeah. That makes sense. But you could still read the that Bible. Totally that totally makes point, sense. Right? You could read the Bible, but that guy's still, still. talking this voodoo language, <laughs> yeah, 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 dressed yeah, like yeah, a yeah, wizard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then if you go to the Vatican, dude, that's the real eye-opener. Oh, yeah. I went to the Vatican on an edible. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And when I was... <laughs> I was walking around the Vatican. I it, st- it kicked in while I was there. Yeah. So I took it, and then I'm walking around. And as I'm, I'm walking around, I'm going, "This is all a pedophile cult's booty. Absolutely. Like all their pirate booty. Hundred percent. Like yeah. if you if you really think about how many people have been involved in these pre scandals, like what is the number? Oh my God. Throughout like history, God knows. God knows. Yeah. Imagine that with any other thing. Imagine yeah. that with carpenters. Every time yeah, you yeah, got yeah. your house built, your yeah. kids got fucked. Look, the fucking deck is pretty good though, huh? You gotta you keep like the grilling out here. <laughs> away from your kids. <laughs> Don't ever let the carpenters babysit your kids. Imagine. Yeah, it would yeah. be that would be fucking yeah. insane. We'd yeah, be like, yeah. we're gonna abolish carpenters. Sorry, we're Everyone's gonna learn shelves. how to build their own house. Yeah. <laughs> but it's when things are, are like a part of society for a long enough time and we yeah. grow up with them, we just accept them as being like a normal thing not yeah. that anyone's normalizing abuse but everybody it's they not, were though i mean the if catholic you church say was doing if that. you say catholic priest people think abuse 100 percent. it's a yeah instant connection yeah doesn't mean that they're all doing it i'm sure right. most of them are absolutely most not most of doing them are but a couple most of put them are up, great people a couple of them are putting up some real numbers some real molestation numbers. look at this the vatican revealed tuesday that it, over the past decade has defrocked 848 priests who raped or molested children and sanctioned another 2,572 with lesser penalties, lesser providing penalty. the first ever breakdown of how it handled more than 3,400 cases of a 
abuse yeah. reported to the Holy See since 2004. See, imagine that with any other business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other industry. I know. Self-help. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like every time you went to a trader, they, yeah. they fucked your kid. Yeah. This is insane. I know, dude. It's, it's ins- And it's it's a real thing. It's I like know. people are going to get mad at us for even bringing it up. I know. But it's like, well, well, how can you get mad at something that's so insane? That's my favorite. The, when, Bill, when they asked Bill Burr about that, that clip is the funniest thing where they're like, uh, don't you think you went a little too far with the Catholic Church jokes? And he was like, don't you think the Catholic Church went a little too far? <laughs> it's like, that's it right yeah, there. It's that's it right ridiculous. there. It's perfect. Well, that's, uh, that's a perfect Bill Burr line. Want some coffee? Yeah. I'm good, brother. Good. Thank you. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's a, uh, but it's but kinda... that's why I do fuck with the Orthodox because they got it set up. It's like it's a you get a setup. wife. The way you only you can't get married if you want to go high up in the church. So it's like they got so well, that's maybe another scam. Yeah, maybe a couple. that's a, so gay guys can keep running everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like look, that's, they're mean, probably the ones that figure it out. It is. It is. Uh, it is like a very. Um, especially back in the day, if you were a gay guy, and when, I'm not equating, obviously I'm not equating being gay with like molesting children. I'm just saying, if you're a gay guy, the the other parts of the, the church are pretty sick. You're blinged out, right? right. You're in a nice society style. where you can't, you can't be gay, you know, openly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck it, if I can't get married, if I can't be who I am, I'll just take sex out of the equation fully, right? So you got to think like, yeah, dude. Get just fucking get some cool gold gold encrusted ruby encrusted loafers. Get me the fucking hat. And let me run shit. You know what I mean. I've always uh, equated being involved in the the Catholic Church when I was a kid to like sadness and depression. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because you know, I went it to it for, Did you go to Catholic school at all? I went to uh, Orthodox. So oh, I went okay. to Sunday right. school. Yeah, Greek Orthodox. Greek right. Orthodox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, by the but way. But that wasn't as guilt-ridden as Catholic school, was it? Dude, Greek people don't give a fuck. It's That's awesome. Nice. We like, That's nice. like, my dad would be like, you got to go to church. And I'd be like, why? He's like, because I had to. That's it. <laughs> there's no, there's no like, deep spiritual meaning. There's no God told me to. It's just like, I had to do it, motherfucker. You're going. And then you go to, to, to Sunday school, and it's just like, yeah, you know, Jesus was pretty. It's just like, you know, your friend's Normal older stuff. sister. And you get to, we got to miss church to be in Sunday school. So it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'll go in a little classroom and fuck around with my friends and hear about Jesus instead of like <laughs> sitting in church like an asshole. Yeah. It was great. Well, that, see, that's probably the attitude that you get from people that are allowed to get married and have kids. And yeah. so you could be like a normal person and also be a priest. Yeah. And you're a real, you're a real part of the community. Like you yeah. grow up with the priest's kid and it's like, you know, yeah. he, he they experience real shit. That's another thing. It's so weird to go to somebody for like... Guidance on your marriage, and it's like he hasn't gotten his dick sucked in forty-eight years. There was a kid I knew when uh, I was in high school, and uh, he was a really sweet guy, really sweet guy. But he's pretty obviously gay. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I, I mean, when I was a kid, I lived in San Francisco. He so was because he was really around good a lot of. He was. You could tell. Well, <laughs> he tasted like that. Yeah. Every time we kissed. Every was, time he's like, "Joe, you're like, this is really good. You must be gay." <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he was gay, but sure, sure, sure. I would not be shocked if yes, he was. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, he was always, I was always weirded out. I'm like, is this guy like reading so much religion because he mm. wants to get rid of these feelings? Yeah, yeah. I think that happens for sure. Yeah. I definitely think that happens. He got, he became a priest. 
I don't know what happened to that, but we were all like, like everybody who yeah. knew him was like, Rrr. a couple people were like, that's great. You know, he's going to be cure him. He's going to be Father Bill now. Yeah and, yeah. and I was, you know, a lot of my sister and I were like, yeah, poor yeah, yeah. guy. I know. Especially because like, like I said, like went from age seven to 11, I lived in San Francisco. Like gay people were just, it was just normal. Yeah, it was, of course. It's, it was so common. Yeah. So I grew up that way. Totally. And then, but moving to Florida in particular, and then again, moving to Boston. Yeah. I realized like, God, oh, a lot of people get like real bummed out if their kid's gay. Yeah. And Back it in the seemed day, like sure. this dude was just gay. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe he was just really into religion. But yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. For a fucking seventeen-year-old to be that, really, really, really into religion that, and like yeah. carrying a Bible everywhere and reading it everywhere, Fully. maybe, maybe, maybe that's like changing him and giving him power. And still, but even even still, I think anyone at that age, it's like you don't want to lock yourself into something you can't get out of, right? And it's like maybe he, maybe he was very into religion, but maybe you know that was just a coping mechanism. And when he really sat and thought about who he was or whatever, it's like he didn't want to be it. But then you're a fucking priest and there's all this pressure. And then since you've been studying, there's all this religious guilt and shit. Mm. You probably stay into it. And I feel, you know, obviously you feel bad if somebody, you know, we don't, we're just speculating here. But if he did get trapped in that kind of shit, that's tough. It's tough. I mean, the same reason fucking kids shouldn't, like, why student debt is such a like bullshit situation because it's like yeah you have some 17 year old kid who's like i want to be a marine biologist and then he goes and he's like oh i'm actually i can't do math i'm a fucking (laughs) dumb as shit and now i owe forty thousand dollars a lot more than that yeah 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 it's also it's the only debt you can't get out of it's so fucked up it's so fucked up to to, to saddle kids with that like literal children 17 year olds 18 year olds with that is so nuts because you can get out of everything. Oh, dude, yeah. Do you every- think Sam Bankman-Fried is going to have to pay $8 billion <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. or whatever the fuck is missing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not going to have to pay that. Did you see this that Sager did, this piece about uh, Ivy League? I think it was... No, let's Columbia. play it because he's awesome. Well, he was repeating Malcolm Gladwell's thing. It's a perpetual motion thing. Well, why does it... We'll, we'll get a sense of it. ...of learning in the U.S. have long departed their mission statements. They are effectively recession-proof industries set up to bilk the federal government and students while funding a pernicious ideology that is spreading across our higher elite like cancer. At the root of it is a rigged financial system. These industries beclown themselves because they can. They can because students pay. But more so, they don't even really need the students to pay anymore. It has become increasingly clear in the size of university endowments, which Malcolm Gladwell recently revealed as a scam of epic proportions, focusing his laser on Princeton University. Princeton is the world's first perpetual motion machine, Gladwell writes. At the heart of his argument is this, quote, after a stellar year in 2021, Princeton University has an endowment of 37.7 billion. Over the past 20 years, the average annual return for the endowment has been 11.2%, which puts Princeton's return next year at roughly 3.77 billion. He continues, now what is Princeton's annual operating budget? That would be 1.86 billion. The arithmetic is not hard. 3.7 billion in investment minus 1.86 in operating still leaves you with 1.91 billion, leading him to conclude what? Quote, Princeton could let every student in for free. The university administrators could tell the US government and all of its agencies, it's cool. We got this. They could take out the cash registers in their cafeteria. They could hand out free parking to all visitors. They could give away Princeton sweatshirts on Nassau Street. They could fire their entire accounts receivable staff and their entire funding staff tomorrow. 
In fact, his team even put together this handy little chart. Princeton has been not just doing this recently, but for nearly two decades. On a year-by-year basis, their endowment return, just the return, nearly exactly equals or surpasses the entire operating budget of the whole school, meaning no student would ever need to be charged tuition again. Or you could imagine a world where students pay much, much less. Also, as you can guess, this is not just the case with Princeton University. It's the case with almost every Ivy League institution in this entire country whose endowments in some cases surpass, and I'm not kidding, the GDP of small African nations. With this mountain of wealth, don't, why, why are they not doing what they were supposed to do? They were supposed to spend it on students. Instead, they simply reinvest the returns, build an ever-growing pile of cash, giving fees to money managers, all while continuing to raise tuition precipitously, even when you're all giving them is freaking Zoom school. <laughs> tuition at Princeton right now is $80,000 a year. Let it sink in. That is 10 grand more than the average U.S. household income annually. Which brings us to the tax code. Now, look. Yeah, that's good enough. I, I but mean, Jesus Christ, what a scam. Ivy Leagues in general, it's like they're they're like, and that's, I mean, I think public, I think education should be free. Um, I think it should be, you should be able to go to college for free. I think we should forgive student debt, all that kind of shit. Um but it is Ivy Leagues in general. It's like so fucked because they have the money. The- well, I think it would be wise if we gave it available to citizens. Like, what 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 would be the harm in that? They wouldn't work hard to get it because it doesn't cost anything. Well, Maybe ho- yeah. some people. But, no, that's ridiculous. But people need to figure out how it's not about that. Like you could you, just because it's coming to you for free. Like this is a unique opportunity. For sure, you could actually learn something. You can get ahead in this life. Yeah, and I think that's true. I think yeah. College should be free, I think, like, or you shouldn't have to go to college. You should be able to go to, like, you know, uh, trade schools, all that kind of shit. Community well, I think you can learn free. online, too. I mean, you, for, there's a lot of universities. They don't offer degrees, but they offer, like, a lot of their courses online. But that's also another problem with, like, Ivy Leagues and shit. It's, like, rich people just kind of, like, all their kids go. They can all afford to. I know so many dumbasses from Ivy Leagues, but it's, like, this fake prestige that it's just, like, no, my family just had enough money to go and i've had friends i grew up in baltimore and i've had friends who went to uh went to like harvard and shit and they were like it fucking sucked like if you're a poor kid going to harvard it's like you feel out of place you know everyone it's all you know people and it's just like a a a brutal experience and now you know he's he does fine he's he's smart as shit he's a doctor he was a teacher for a while he's just like a good person but yeah i mean i just think ivy leagues in general are fucking the, the endowments are crazy and it is like a I think we are just fucking a generation of kids, especially when you make them feel like they have to go to school. Well, not only that, you expose them to primarily to one ideology, and that ideology is the most aggressive, which is like woke politics. I don't so know. So kids get that. Talk th- to kids that are in college; they get I, it crammed down their throat. I mean, I was when I was in college. Uh, How I mean, long was ago was ten, that? You got me fifteen years ago. Different world, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Different world from five years ago. Different world. We used to see some of it, and people would be like, "Why are you complaining about this? You're not in college." I'd be like, "Because that's going to spill out." That kind of crazy thinking, you just abandon that when you get your degree. Oh, I was talking crazy. Yeah. I got off the cults. No, you're going to keep that and transfer it to whatever tech job you get. Tech job, I don't think, t- the problem with tech places for me is like how, like every tech thing, every tech idea is just like, hey, why don't we just not pay anyone? 
Like every every single like Uber's like, hey, you know how taxi cabs exist? What if like the driver can't go to the doctor? <laughs> it's like like every tech idea is just like a thing that exists, but we fucking it's not a living wage anymore. And some cocksucker with who can code gets rich, and the taxi driver and the guy who goes and gets the grocery they don't get any fucking money. There's that's my issue. With, that's my issue with tech. Well, that's one kind of tech, yeah. yeah. But there's all. I'm reading this book now. That's a fucking terrifying book. Um, I'm re. I'm not reading it. I'm listening to it. I should say. That's all right, should man. Be honest on hey, audio. Come on. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But uh, it's uh, called the Kill Chain. Whoops. And uh, it's all about uh, technology and how far behind America is in terms of military technology hmm. and our implementation of the current technology that we have available, like the highest levels like NVIDIA chips and, and what yeah. that's actually been used in the actual military equipment and machines. It's so beyond uh, behind the times. The shit that's available well, and, that's the top dude, of the food that's, chain. That's what's so fucking annoying is like, where the fuck are... Is it like, that's what I can't stand about the way America's set up is like, all the money is the fucking, you know, the army gets the money. But so how is, the fuck are we behind? This is talking about how that those funds, those defense funds, is a lot of what funded Silicon Valley. Mm. That it all started there like working on military intelligence and, huh. and projects. And, and they dumped tons and tons of money into this stuff. And then, you know, if you look at like what's available now in terms of like the top fighter jets and the top you know, uh, all the different equipment that they use that uses computers and compare they're comparing like, like computing power with what's available. Yeah. And China has been copying everything we do. And then the thing with like Huawei, the reason why they banned Huawei in this country, I believe they had discovered that there's a third party access through routers. Mm. And they'd always suspected something like that, and which means that they could just steal your intellectual property. So you're over here, and this you got a billion dollar grant from the government right, to make right, some right. artificial intelligence chip, <laughs> and China's just shit. scooping out your data. <laughs> I'm ready, dude, and banging it out before you can. Get me a jacked Chinese woman. I'll leave. I'll, I'll live under her. Whatever you want. I'm fucking in there. I'm cooking all day for her. I'm ready to be the house husband. All right. <laughs> and talk about and talk about the magnificence of China. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. I'll be a spot. Listen, if you guys need a spy there's any hot chinese beijing bitches with big ass titties and big ass lats i'm in (laughs) are you willing to get like makeup so you look chinese yeah dude i'll do whatever they they want prosthetics (laughs) i'll wear a little kimono (laughs) i'll be like uh stevie from uh, eastbound and down you remember that scene where you you ever watch eastbound and down i don't know dude it's so i know you got dude it's truly the funniest show of all time they're all, Danny McBride's hilarious, Rough House is fucking Danny hilarious. Danny McBride is a motherfucker, dude. dude He's funny yeah. in everything he does. He's the fucking man. He's the man. But yeah, they have. there's a scene where truly this, I don't know, how, that show is the, the last, they, they slid under just in time, but they dress him up in a little kimono and it's like insanely racist, but it's fucking hysterical. <laughs> but yeah, I'll wear, I'll do whatever they want for, for me. Will you get your feet bound? Uh, I have fucking big feet. Honestly. I have big, wide Fred <laughs> Flintstone feet. Yeah, them. I don't know how big is their technology. Yeah, There's there we you, go, brother. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. They're That's in, me. Uh, just That's Chinese me. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I show. I show up dressed like that. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'll take it off. <laughs> She speaks perfect English. <laughs> Why aren't your feet bound? Oh, I'm sorry. I'll do whatever the I'll do whatever the the Chinese Empire uh, asks of me. Bro, this this book is terrifying because it just talks about how disjointed uh, the American military is and how these systems aren't communicating with each other well. And it's like, whew, 
Yeah. And about how even today, like some, when the pilots are sharing coordinates with like uh, different uh, different machines and different equipment, they have to like do, a lot of it do it like over communication. Mm, they they so can't can share it straight it through. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I don't want to fuck it up because it's yeah. uh, it's I'm obviously not technically aware of how they do everything, but the way this guy's explaining it is terrifying. Well, there is. If you think about anything, there's so much to be scared of. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just feels so, like... It's <laughs> paralyzing. I'm definitely in the, like, uh, who get... I, I'm in a little, like, like kind of, like, optim... Not optimistic. Like, I think shit's going bad, but I'm going to have a good time while it's happening. That's kind of my view. It's like, this is probably the last generation with air conditioning, so... I'm a crank it. You know you what I mean? That's I'm going to have like I'm just I'm ready to go. We're going back to caveman days. And I'm and I would die quick. Do you think they'll do it to us? We'll do it to each other or something'll hit us. Ooh, hit us would be nice. We galvanize us. Yeah. You know, maybe we can maybe something like, like a big ass day. asteroid slams into Greenland and turns everything into fucking nuclear winter for a couple of years. That would be almost nicer. Where it's like we're just going through our day. We're just fucking having a you know getting jacked. Where are you in the getting gym. food? Huh? Afterwards? <laughs> I'm dead. No, I'm dead. You know, oh. you misunderstand me. I mean, let's die. Let's go let's go down mm. like the fucking dinosaurs. You've probably got a bunker. You're good. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, no. I'm if, gone. If the asteroid comes, I want it to hit me in the face. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm climbing a mountain if to you, make sure. If you if you survive that, I mean, I'm sure you'd want to survive if you were alive. That's the human instinct. But if you go back to like, you know, that movie The Road, yeah, yeah. If yeah. shit gets to like that point, no. Why? Killing myself. I don't want to live like that. I like living like this. I'm spoiled. 100%. I'm spoiled. I live in a world where people are nice to each other. They wave when you let them into traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. If I don't get the wave, I'm pissed. Bro, I don't want to live like the Northmen. <laughs> yeah, dude. Did you see that, doc- that, uh, that movie? The, yeah. The Viking movie? It was sick. Hardcore. That was fucking awesome. That was a great fucking movie. I can't believe that movie didn't get as much love as it, sh- as it deserves. Yeah, that guy's great. Because um, you know what they didn't do? They didn't modernize it at all. Yeah. There was no. zero, there was no like modern heroes, no modern, Fully. yeah, it was. Well, he's, he does a great job. He also, that director did The Witch, and, he's oh. done, and he did The Lighthouse, and he's oh. he loves like making sure everything is like mm. period. I love The Witch yes. too. That was a fucking sick movie. The Witch was sick. And um, The Lighthouse is pretty bizarre too. Yeah. No, it's, he's a fucking sick director. His name is escaping me, but, but yeah, I, I love What's that shit. Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers. He fucking rules. That yeah. Yeah, the, he rules. That 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 he did a fucking fantastic job with the Northmen. It was like perfect amount of like fantasy and reality and the the brutal reality of like the way they fought. There was yeah. nothing unrealistic about it. In the it. beginning when they're just fucking fucking up like oh, women and children. Jesus you're like, Christ. yeah, this is what the Vikings were like. That's what they did. Yeah. And that's what a lot of fucking people did throughout human history. Dude, the I, Mongols did I, it. It's, it's crazy because I've been I'm on a big history kick, uh, and I'm reading about like I was just I was just you know I was like I'm on the Trojan War tip a little bit on some Greeks. I'm, I'm reconnecting with my roots a little bit, but I also got some badass roots, brother. They, yeah, ancient Greece. The Greeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, son. Yeah. You come from one of the most important yeah. histories in all of uh, the human race. No, it's the best. Yeah. They did some wild shit in your country. Truly, no, it's it's fucking awesome. But you think about and the i'm also fascinated by medieval times and you just think about like all the history that we learn is about like oh this king fuck this king up and this but it's like and they always just kind of gloss over like and you know the army raided the countryside and it's like imagine being the fucking assholes on the countryside outside of the city you're outside athens you're outside of troy whatever you just get fucked like every 
10 years when some asshole, some rich asshole, some guy with water, running water, he gets to fuck, decides he wants to fuck up your town. He just comes through, steals your shit, takes your fucking wife, kills your son. And you just have to like, now you fucking get turnips for him <laughs> or, or he kills you too. It's just like a, like a, I think about how fucked up it would have been to just be a peasant that's caught in between this shit. Yeah. And it's like, you're just a piece of property that gets like, yeah. who, who you have to pay taxes to changes every 20 years and every 20 years they come in and just fuck you know yeah. just fuck rape everyone take all your gold well that was what people liked about game of thrones too like game of thrones they were they were behaving like we would expect them to behave if they lived in this dimension yeah oh fully it was yeah. brutal and all that horrible kind of there was no like heroes there was no unrealistic modern marvel movie heroes yeah Everyone was flawed and full of chaos. It was just all and that's, horrible. That's what I love about Greek mythology. It's just like you look at their gods mm. and you know what a fucked up society it was. <laughs> Zeus is the fucking, he's God, right? Yeah. And God, he's just, it just tells you what Greek people are like because God is a guy who cheats on his wife constantly. <laughs> like that's his whole big thing. Zeus, Zeus and Hera are like a fucking sitcom where it's like, oh, honey, like that kind of, he's just like, oh, you don't, don't get mad at me. And he just sneaks out and like takes the form of a swan and fucks a woman and then like comes back and she's like did you were you getting pushed and he's like no you know it's just like it's that was our god like the, the main god. god he couldn't stop getting side pussy it's like that's what our society that's what our ancient society was built on he would like become a bull and just see a cow that looked hot he wouldn't even just fuck people he would fuck hot animals it was just like it was in, and that's like the cornerstone of greek mythology wow. like all the heroes are like all the heroes are like Half the heroes are people that Her or, uh, Zeus just fucked. Hercules. Where do you think those stories came from? Where do you think the stories of, where, how, you know, obviously they were told for yeah. so long before anybody wrote them down. For sure. Where do you think they came from? I think, I mean, just like everything else, it's like you, it's people trying to make sense of a crazy and chaotic world. You know what I mean? And it's just like people are just like, that's. I think they just lived in a society where that's that's what their rulers were like. So yeah. that's what Zeus was going to be like. That's what makes people join cults. That's what makes people woke. That's what makes people everything. You want to make sense. You want to put order to Fully, things. Fully. You're just... And I will say, it's I like Greek mythology because it's really like... It's just interesting. Yeah. It's oh, like it's so how, fascinating. And how many different fucking gods and shit did they have? Like, how I many like, gods were there? The main ones, there was 12 main gods of Mount Olympus, but it was like there's demigods and like half, you know, and like it's lesser gods and there's like hundreds. And it's like, <laughs> it's this thing of like, that's what I really like is that Greek mythology, it's like, you know, monotheism, it's pretty straightforward. It's kind of boring. You know what I mean? It's like there's one god. Sometimes, you know, there, there's three of, you know what I mean, the Holy Spirit, the Jesus, all that kind of shit. Oh, but it's like polytheism is fucking sick because it's like there's just a God of fucking getting fucked up. <laughs> like, there's, there's just a God that's like Dionysus. He was the God of having a good ass time. That wow. guy fucking rules, dude. That was my guy. Wow. Um, there's a, Yeah, there's like a hunter God. Athena is this interesting, like, she's the goddess of wisdom. And Who she's is the a, hunter God? Um, Fuck, what the fuck? I'm... Um, I'm blanking on her. It's a woman, though. Um, uh, but there's like a guy, you know, Ari's obviously, or Ari's the god of war. They had like, a lot of badass female gods. A, yeah, Athena, Artemis, that's right. Artemis, in yeah, Greek religion, is the goddess of wild animals, the hunt and vegetation, and of, all, and of chastity. Yeah. And childbirth. She was identified by the Romans with Diana. Artemis was the daughter of Zeus and Leto, 
and the twin sister of Apollo. Yeah, that's the other thing. Zeus fucked like every goddess and just made other goddesses and like <sighs> Athena, his just came out of his head. So that's the interesting thing. It's like she was all his the wisdom of God was just like came out of his head and now it's just all into one lady. It's so fascinating. Have you ever heard of uh, Brian Murarescu Mm-mm. in the book called The Immortality Key? No. It's an amazing book. And this guy dedicated like more than a decade of his life to studying ancient Greece and the use of psychedelics in wine. Oh hell yeah! And they studied. They've, they've, they've opened up a field of study at Harvard because of <laughs> this. Yeah. Because of this guy's work. Like, he's a legitimate scholar that and rules. dedicated his time to this. Yeah. And he's like a straight edge guy. He's yeah. not He doesn't do drugs. Yeah. And he he's just not some guys like, dude. What if they were getting they fucked fu- up, man? I bet, man. That's the, <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's yeah. the fucking source of it all, bro. No, this guy's like a legit Professor guy. Rogan. <laughs> I mean, fucking what I heard. Dude. Eddie Bravo told me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is like, one time I was I talking. Think, yeah. Yeah. But these guys found uh, these ancient uh, v- wine vessels that contained yeah. psychedelic compounds. Huh. So they, they found residue of ergot and a bunch of other stuff. So when they drank wine, they didn't just drink wine. They yeah, were tripping yeah, balls. Yeah. They drank wine with like LSD in it, that's basically. That, well, that's the, I think that's probably... So the guy I was talking about, Dionysus, the god of just getting fucked up, mm. they would have these like huge festivals and they would just to hit, like they would have huge parties and literally orgies off wine and I'm sure they were 100% because they, they're coming up with all these satyrs yes. and they're coming up with wood nymphs and like you know what you know mermaids and all this kind yes. of shit and it's like was it a mermaid or was some guy drinking mushroom wine and he fucked a seal <laughs> you know I mean? he's like he's like no no it was she was bro, hot she was so fucking it was a hot. goddess bro <laughs> he just put yeah. Yeah, dug a hole in some sand and beat off into it and he was like yeah. Yeah. she wasn't much of a kisser yeah <laughs> fucking yeah. the way yeah the head wasn't that great <laughs> but the pussy <laughs> they're like sick dude that's awesome what animal has a human being not tried to fuck there is not mm, i bet maybe a porcupine crocodiles crocodile where percent is a guy who fucked underneath a crocodile just to show you he could do it okay, maybe that's true one guy just lassoed a crocodile <laughs> it doesn't seem very appealing down got hard <laughs> yeah. tied it off with a rope his dick like he's doing heroin just yes. to keep it hard just to keep it hard <laughs> made a homemade cock ring out of fucking animal skins cinched it down yeah, yeah, and yeah. fucked that crocodile and became the chief of his village yeah you want to show people you're the boss like <laughs> yeah. some uh, tribes they have to kill a lion Whoa. to show that they they've become a man it's Damn. like part of a, a, a you know like a coming of age ritual they yeah. gotta kill a lion with yeah. a fucking spear yeah dude That's- those yeah. guys would fuck a crocodile Probably. just to show you an ostrich. Yeah, you gotta where? catch an oh. ostrich and then you gotta fuck it. A fucking ostrich pussy. I feel like well, they got even a pussy. They got a cloaca. A cloaca. I was gonna say. I feel yeah. like it's all it's too it's mess. Too fuck. spiny. It's shit and <laughs> eggs. It's everything in there. I'm good, dude. You gotta do it. You gotta show need, everybody who the boss yeah. is. One time in college, we had a friend who we tried to convince him uh, to fuck a horse. He was the <laughs> horniest guy I've ever seen in my life. He was like, he was insane, dude. I won't, I won't put him on blast. I won't give any more details, but if you went to UMBC and you, you went with me, you know who we're talking about here. And he would just literally like, he had like an old lady who was his neighbor and she just came over to like ask, borrow a cup of sugar. And he was just, hor- he was like 17. And he was talking about how he would beat off thinking about fucking this old lady. He was a fucking lunatic. <laughs> And we were like, we were like, yo, dude, would you? We were like, oh would you fuck God. an animal? And he was like, nah, nah, nah. And then he was like, what kind of animal? <laughs> we like, and then we were just, ju- we, we were clearly just fucking around. And then we were like, we're like, what about? And then one of our friends lived on a farm, and he was like, we have a horse in my farm. And the guy was like, I'm not fucking a horse. And then a minute later, he's like, 
what does a horse pussy look like? So then we're, we're, we're just we're in the fucking dorms Googling horse pussy on Google Image. Oh, my God. And honestly, God. we found a pretty nice pick. And he was like, hmm, okay. And then he was like, I don't think so. We're like, what if we give you 100 bucks? He's like, nah, nah. And we're like, what about $400? And he was like... All right, I'll do it. And then, <laughs> and then the guy whose horse it was was like, "Wait, you're gonna you want to fuck the horse?" He was like, "No, it wasn't even the guy who was gonna fuck the horse that backed out. It was the guy who owned the horse." Yeah, <laughs> so, you don't want that to happen to your horse. So this the is two thousand. Trust you again. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was on her way out. Apparently, it was an old horse. Did you ever see Zoo? The documentary Zoo. No. Zoo is about this uh, community of people that met online, uh-huh. and they found that there's a few states where it's legal to fuck animals, <laughs> and one of them was Washington State. <laughs> And they all got together and they met at this place where there's hundreds of hours of footage of them getting fucked by horses. Yes. And one guy died. Oh, is that Mr. Hands? Mr. Hands. <laughs> of course, yeah, the legend. Yeah, so that guy died. You've seen the video, right? R.I.P. Mr. Hands, of course. It's one course. of the greatest videos in the history of the internet. <laughs> me and Brian Redman you know were going back and forth, and he was sending me horrible things. Yeah. And then he sends me this one that says, I win. Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. Mr. Hands. I was like, this is the craziest that fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, actually, I think that's how the horse conversation started because this is, I saw that video in college with this group of guys oh. it was probably like well I wouldn't get fucked by a horse obviously but would you fuck a horse's pussy and I think that's maybe how we got there Mr. Oh God it's a crazy documentary because it's sort of a docudrama right like yeah. they kind of recreate stuff and, I see just for entertainment it's, a, it's enough when they do interviews and stuff and it's enough for you to get a sense of like what was going haywire with these humans that they decided that this was their thing yeah 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 people yeah. can find a thing Absolutely. I'm into collecting stamps. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. they find a thing. If you happen to be, yeah, it, <laughs> it happens to be a fucking sloth pussy. <laughs> Some people just want to get fucked by horses. That's Somebody just thing. wants to suck a koala's dick. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. that's crazy. But yeah. there's people like that out there. Yeah. For whatever reason, they they, they want to fuck animals. Yeah. I mean, it is a, that's, that is the the closest thing we have to like a Greek slur is like, you know, goat fucker or uh, sheep right, fucker right. or something like that. Well, there had to be a lot of that going on with those herders. Oh, you're out you're there out, with no women come for on. fucking months taking yeah. care of these sheep. Come on. Yeah. yeah. You're going to give it a whirl. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you're going to give it a whirl. They're, They're fluffy. <laughs> They're cute. The right, seems the right height, too. <laughs> the right Everything's height. lining up like <laughs> God meant this for me. Yeah, Zeus did it. Yeah. Zeus could fuck sheep. Why not me? Why not me, bro? Yeah. It's in the Bible. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Look at those fatties. <laughs> yeah, listen. That doesn't I look guarantee, that bad. I guarantee. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts. Guys have fucked sheep. Right? That's 100%. Oh, dude. They're so, fucking sheep right now. Right now. So what about a monkey? That's a harder. Too Remember Chappelle's bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's a great bit about that. You know how hard it is to fuck a monkey? Yeah. Yeah, he gets he it. just picture that thing yeah. go on you, biting your dick. Like, oh, my God. A, mon- a monkey would fuck you up. Oh, that's that's the thing. Too, too unpredictable. Yeah, too unpredictable. Yeah. What about a coyote? Anybody ever fuck a coyote? <sighs> Maybe one guy. One hard-ass fucking Texas Ranger Maybe back in the day on a bet. It would need to be two generations of domestication. No, you lasso him. You lasso him again? You lasso. and the lasso. <laughs> the crocodile and the they fucking coyote. They made a lasso for a reason. <laughs> yeah, the fuck okay. coyotes. A lot of fucking animals. You got to hold on to them. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, That's I never thought of it. Why they invented the lasso? <laughs> Probably. R- ride on one animal and yeah. catch the other one with it. 100%. Right? And you then whether the or not one. you're doing it to fuck it, I think that's more like a bet That's thing. up to you. That's like a bet or to prove a point. Of I don't course. think that's like why they invented the lasso. Sure. But I do think it was probably used. It was used, for sure. In the fucking of all animals in all history, what percentage of them involved lassos? 
Not you more know, than I ten. Would, I would say more. Th- I don't know because. <laughs> Because you got to think, when the lasso was invented, <laughs> you could buy some pussy at the saloon. Well, let's find out when the lasso was invented. Oh, this is good. We got to get to the bottom of this. The, let's take a guess. And then we just saw I'm those delicious sheep pussies. Yes. No lasso needed for those. Yeah, I think they'll probably, lot... pu- probably push back. You just get them oh. up against a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the idea? They would just back them to a cliff. Hey, yeah. hey, why are you, you there? Te- you teach your sheep to throw it back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Give them treats. <laughs> There's probably you want a, a carrot or without not? Without question, dude. You're gonna work for this fucking sugar cube. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> sugar cube. Oh, it's perfect. What's up? You got a guess? Lasso. I'm gonna say 1500s. Lasso. Okay. What do you think? That's probably like way early than that because they rode horses. Well, that's before the problem. That. Yeah, yeah, so let me yeah. Say what are we thinking here? 1100s. I'm gonna say 1100s. Okay. Yeah. What that, do you say? that makes sense. The step. The you know the Turkic people right you know it was around. probably before that yeah, let's, I'll say I'll say so twelve hundred this is a two ans- two answers to this twelve hundred eighty B C there's like uh, images of a pharaoh holding a lasso okay. holding onto a bull but the Huns used the Huns baby uh, lassos to ensnare opponents in hand to hand battle oh that makes sense yeah in around three seventy A D wow they used it for people first Jesus they raped them. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they probably did. They probably did everything. But but yeah, what, I guess but those people some must kind of have lasso. been on horses. Yeah. So if they were on horses, how'd they get the horse? Well, the person True. using it was on a horse probably and like stopped them from running away. Right. Him, right. But I'm down. saying, how did they get the horse in the first place? Oh, uh, I think uh, that's probably lassos. Because horses you know were wild. Thinking about it now, a lasso's probably been invented for like you know forever, ancient times. Yeah. But yeah, they probably yeah. had like five or six of them, and yeah. they all like people held on until they could slow Although, the horse down because they didn't have a horse to ride the lasso. Right, 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 right. So going back to our original question, though, the Is lasso really for original put, question. The, the I think first it was like, how many animals <laughs> have people <laughs> fucked? <laughs> That no, was no. the original the, question. The lasso. <laughs> I think a lasso hasn't been used. I think most of it, I think most animal fucking is a, is a matter of convenience. I think I most think animal you... fucking is also after murder. Like, oh, we're already killed it. <laughs> <laughs> now it's definitely yeah, not yeah. going to push back. You can't back. eat the asshole. Yeah, it's so, definitely not going to yeah. kick me. <laughs> you think someone cleaned it all out, took the steaks off, and just yeah. left the ass? Because <laughs> used it like a little proto-pocket If you're trying pushy? to fuck a deer and it kicked you, <laughs> you could get... You could get ruined Great for the rest point. of your life. Great point. You, you got to be careful back then. There's no doctors. There's no doctors. Yeah, yeah. Like if yeah. you were trying to fuck an animal, you were taking a big risk. Which respect? Thinking of it now, respect to the guys in antiquity that were fucking animals. Yeah, that's a fucking. Because you got hurt. If you if you just got scratched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get some horrible yeah. staph infection. Bacteria. Forget yes, about it, man. Yeah. People, so many fucking people die. Dustin Poirier is in the hospital right now from a staph infection. Jesus Christ. Him and uh, Connor are going back and forth about it on. The- <laughs> On Instagram. That's fucking hilarious. Connor got mad because I said that his piss looked like it could melt a USADA cup. And he said it looks like my piss could melt a USADA cup, too. (laughs) And he's correct. You're not, yeah, you're not fighting. Connor, I'm not hating. You look great. Yeah. And by the way, he does have a legitimate reason for doing whatever the fuck he's doing, even if he's doing nothing. He broke his leg. It's a different thing. Like, just to try to, he, I had talked to this guy, uh, Derek from More Plates, More Dates. We were just discussing, like, what's involved in trying to heal a broken bone like that. And he's like, it is really hard. And it's very hard for people to come back because that bone is always has the potential to be weaker. You've got screws in it now on a plate. Like, it doesn't, he said, the only way it makes it better, apparently, is if they put a rod through the entire bone, then it'll be actually be stronger, huh. but that could compromise your movement. Totally. And, and also, it takes fucking forever to heal. Yeah. So I get it, Connor. 
I get. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, there were. That's oh, Dustin's foot. Oh, what the fuck? Staph infection. God damn. Isn't that crazy? Dude. And that? Uh, it, apparently, uh, he said it's actually looking worse. Um, even though they have him on all these antibiotics, Jesus it's not Christ. responding to it. I'd rather look at the horse's pussy again. <laughs> that, Staph brutal. infection scare the shit out of me. Yeah, take, there's no take way Take to... care of your skin, kids. Damn. Get yourself some defense soap. If you're a grappler in particular, if you do MMA or anything like that, please get yourself some defense soap. It's Damn. a uh, natural um, antibiotic soap. And it's probiotic. It's like it's good for the healthy bacteria in your skin, but it kills things like staph and, and stuff that's going to get you sick. And they have a whole bunch of products, but they have soaps, and it's great soap. It's got like tea tree oil and eucalyptus oil. It's all natural. It doesn't fuck up your natural skin flora. But hmm. when I learned about that stuff, I had got I got staff twice. Really, it's, holy staff scary, man. I guess because like all the grappling and yeah, shit. Yeah, you get. I thank God to my friend Tate. He's the one who pointed it out. I was wearing shorts, and he saw my calf. And we were at the oh, airport, fuck. and he goes, "What's going on in your calf?" I go, "It looked like little zits all over the place." Eh, I go, "Nothing." Fuck. What is it? And he goes, "Dude, I think he that's staff." Early? Right away. Good damn. Ari got staff. Fuck. And Just Ari thought he had sex. A, yes. <laughs> he got it on his penis. He got it in a parking lot. <laughs> No, he had it on his knee. Ari was doing jujitsu for a while. Wow. Hilarious. He got, he got it on his knee, and we were playing pool, and he was limping around. I go, oh. why are you limping? Playing pool. And he pool. goes, uh, oh, I got a fucking spider bite. I go, what? Mm. I go, let me see it. And he pulls his uh, pants up. I go, dude. I go, Jesus that's. Christ. I unscrewed my cue. I go, we got to go to the hospital right Holy now. Holy fuck. And he goes, are you serious? I go, right now, we got to go to the hospital. I go, that's a staph infection, Jesus and it's Christ. bad. God damn. It's bad. And so he immediately had to get on antibiotics. It was Jesus Christ. If he didn't know and he like let it go, it would have got way worse. And then it gets, you can get sepsis. <sighs> yeah. Which is like your blood can get poisoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dangerous shit, man. God damn. So that... imagine those fucking people fucking animals. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, one little ancient fucking shit. <laughs> Sheep hoof bacteria? Right, if they bit you, oh, you're done. You're done. Whatever funk they got in their mouth is in your bloodstream now. Yeah. yeah. Bro. Salute. Salute to my ancient Greek ancestors. And maybe modern Greek. (laughs) Anything you get bit by. I get the worst thing to get bit by is the Komodo dragon, right? Oh, yeah. Because they have, like, that nasty fucking alien saliva yeah, that's yeah, yeah. got toxins in it. Paralyzes you and poisons botulism. you. It's yeah. got They have funk in their mouth, and they have a venom. Ugh. It's like they, they're just toxic. Just and then and then they'll just eat you slowly. They'll, they'll, they'll swallow just... you whole. <laughs> you ever see them swallow a deer whole? God damn. Dude, that get sucks. Komodo dragon. Oh, better yet. Komodo dragon swallows baboon whole. Oh, hell yeah. This one's fucked This is up. awesome. I love- This I love... thing is chucking back. This, <laughs> this thing has got its legs all fucked up, and it's chucking them back whole. Let's watch it. I it's love- so- They're so scary, man. This is great. You go on YMH, and I watch gay porn. <laughs> and now I go here and I get, and I watch a baboon get swallowed whole. <laughs> Bro, swallowed whole. The thing is, like this thing, he's, they, there's a bunch of them when they're swallowing deer too, and the deer or the antelope, whatever the fuck it is, is like three quarters the size of their body. Yeah, dude, it's just fucking die. insane. <laughs> It's fucking nah, wild, this dude. Fucking monster. It's a legitimate modern day monster. No, look it, at this motherfucker. Oh look. no! So he's got <laughs> he's this still monkey. Fucking moving. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, so he's no. got this monkey by the neck. We don't need the music. He's oh. got this poor monkey by the neck. This fucker is moving his jaw. You're fucked, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's just slowly oh. crushing this monkey's neck and head. Oh, somebody's left his golf shoes. Look at the size <laughs> of this thing, man. Dude, that sucks. Look at the size of this thing. No, and look oh, at the, the other, other one's, one's trying like, to steal Come on, bro. it. Give me a piece, bro. <laughs> and they're just tailing it, tearing it oh, apart. Oh, no. 
Okay, this is not the same one. Oh, the tailor's moving. Oh, he's, still he's still alive, man. He's that just literally fucker. getting pulled apart. He's still Jesus alive. Jesus Christ, that sucks. I hate they that. They are so scary, <laughs> oh, no! dude. Okay, that that looks it's, like it's a baboon. Oh shit! Look That's at this. a baboon. That poor baboon is little oh, red Jesus nuts. Oh Jesus Christ! They're so scary. These fucking uh, things. They really are. You know what fucks me up though about these videos? Like how convenient that you managed to be two feet away while this baboon got a hold. Did you push that yeah. fucking baboon <laughs> yeah. towards that thing? They definitely did, right? It's they absolute. definitely did. Or they just have a camera set saliva, up. Saliva, man. Oh my god. The dude. saliva that comes out of their mouth. Look just at all a that big ass bowl. Oh, they're so gross, man. That is fucking disgusting. Yeah. That, oh my god, his fucking shoulders all fucked. Yeah. See this guy filming it up close. They're put. Oh fuck, dude. Look at the Ew. slime. Truly disgusting. The slime leaking out of his mouth. Yeah, bro. Oh, look no! at that thing. He's getting in his kayak. <laughs> oh, dude, you're so fucked. You are so fucked. That thing's climbing in the kayak with you. They're only in that little island, right? Yeah. Okay. I think there's a couple of I'm islands. Never is there going. more than one island or just that one? There's a couple islands in that area that have that. I'm How many not. different islands have the Komodo dragon on them? I thought they were just in one. Yeah, I think primarily in one. But yeah, they definitely look like, they feel like a monster. But they're the biggest, That's a, there's a thing called island dwarfism, where like elephants, when they come on a place, they get small. Oh, here it is. Uh... Few oh, Indonesian man. islands of the Lesser Sunda group, inclu including Rinchja, Padar, and Flores, and of course the island of Komodo, the largest, 22 miles long. They have not been seen on the island of Padar since the 1970s. That yeah. island of Flores is where those hobbit people live. Oh, really? The little well, ones? Yeah, ones? those little tiny oh, people used to live. Are they the live. ones that, that killed like a, a mer mer uh, missionary or whatever the fuck? No, I don't, no, I don't no, know. No. Do they? No, is that no, a story? Sentinel Island. Uh, oh, you're thinking of North Sentinel Island. Yeah, no, that's yeah, in the yeah. Indian Ocean. Oh, okay. That the um that's the people that lived alongside of human beings like a hundred thousand years ago. Holy shit. And they're these little tiny people that were like three feet tall. Damn. Hell and yeah. they had tools and weapons and shit. They were just little hobbits. Holy fuck. So that's that island dwarfism thing. So oh. in, in islands, for whatever reason, I guess because there's limited resources. Less resources like yeah. elephants get smaller, mammals get smaller, deer get smaller, but lizards get bigger. Whoa, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> that's has to keep that population sucks, in check. Dude. So that's why the island of Komodo oh, wow. has these fucking things. So Just, the biggest lizards on earth oh on an God. island. God damn. Fuck that. Get dude. the lizards out of there. Go in there. You get to feel fucking tall. Stranded yeah. divers had to fight off Komodo dragons to survive. Oh my God. The divers Imagine who went that. missing off Indonesia were forced to beat off deadly Komodo dragons with the lead weights of their diving belts as they were repeatedly attacked. One of the survivors disclosed last night. <gasps> Can you imagine all you got is the weights on your diving belt dude, and you have to whack a Komodo dragon with it? What does it say here? They spent 10 hours stuck in shark-infested oh water. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Have been swept away and spun around for 10 hours in shark-infested waters. They reached the beach on a remote island at nightfall, only to find it was inhabited by Komodo dragons, Jesus the world's Christ. largest and most <laughs> deadly lizards. Well, at least we'll get a nice night's rest this on this island. This is a great movie. Did all of them live? There was a uh, woman with them? A Swedish woman who was with the group told how she fought off a terrifying reptile three times with her weight belt Jesus used by divers to to maintain their buoyancy underwater, the 10-foot carnivorous predator came within inches of biting her bare feet. It chewed on the lead in the belt before finally retreating as the divers threw rock at it, rocks at its head. <gasps> god damn, dude. Oh my god. It tried to have a go at my feet. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Holy Jesus fuck, Jesus Christ, dude. dude. 
Yeah, I'm fucked if those I things are so it. scary. That's a there's so many animals on this planet that just don't give a fuck about people and that are ready to eat you. Yeah, I'm the I'm a fucking shitty motherfucker. I I'm scared. Even go, like I like going on a hike, but I don't want to be alone with any kind of fucking scary ass animal. Have you seen that the video of that crocodile that has a human body in its mouth <laughs> and it's swimming underneath this bridge? <laughs> no, Sh- it literally, br- literally brings it up to these people and shows I'm it to like, them. <laughs> fuck you, motherfuckers! Like literally, <laughs> you're next. <laughs> it's like I think he's trying to show it to us. God like the crocodile damn, swims up to where these people are with a person in its mouth. Oh fuck! Because like this could be you, bitch. <sighs> It is wild. Like, these guys are in a boat, and the crocodile, for no reason at all, swims towards them with a human in its mouth. Huge flex on the crocodile. Huge flex. (laughs) Huge flex. Like, I'd like to do this to you. I know you're in the boat. You guys are up. You got humanity's up a a million to one on animals, but here's one. Hey, I scored a touchdown. Anybody feeling blue? Want to go for a dip? (laughs) Want to end it all right now? Look at this. Your team is losing, but you have a sick dunk. So look, these guys are by this bridge. This is one of t- two videos that I'm aware of. But in this one, the crocodile is swimming with this human body. Oh, my God. Swimming up to the people with this Damn. human body. Look, he's that showing it to them. sucks. He's looking up at them. <laughs> And as the bridge goes, he goes. Jesus so he's Christ. going down the bridge like he's on a fucking on a runway. Stroll. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's displaying his trophy to God all these damn. people. He's letting them know that he killed a person. It's like you motherfuckers could be next. That's Bro, a big fucking Bro, look at that guy. Too. Look at that guy. That poor guy face down. Damn. That was someone's son. That was he, someone's baby boy. They didn't eat him. What the fuck? They'll eat him eventually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. look what he's doing. Look at the size of that thing. Damn. Goddamn swimming dinosaur. Poor guy. And we're so weird because if crocodiles we must could have kill all nuts. of us, if we kill crocodiles and they go, hey, we just kill all the people, then we don't have to worry about people anymore. They'd be like, yeah, let's kill the people. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But with us, we're like, you got to keep them alive. <laughs> They're a part of the ecosystem. <laughs> if I lived there, I would be like the punisher for crocodiles. I would dedicate my every fucking day to killing crocodiles. I would just go out there with a fucking spotlight and a shotgun. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And just be murking them. Yeah. Everywhere I went, fuck you, fuck you. And fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And then some little bird that they eat just overruns the island, but fuck it, dude. You got the you got the crocs. Who cares? (laughs) Fuck you. I'll kill the I'll kill the little birds. Yeah, take some photos of them, stuff a few dead ones, and let's end this experiment. This fucking blows. (laughs) Why do we keep things around that'll kill us? Dude. Uh, Yeah, I mean the Komodos, truly, they can go. Yeah, they can suck they can my go. dick. I don't fuck with those Get guys Get the fuck out of here, you slime mouth yeah, monsters. Yeah, Swallowing baboons whole. Yeah. Croc- you didn't even see, show, show them a video of it sl- swallowing uh, a deer whole. Because this is what you got to see. You got to see how they can just chuck back. No, I truly don't, f- I truly don't fuck with those <laughs> things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so big. You watch how big this thing is that it swallows. It doesn't even make sense. Dude, yeah, it's fucked up. No. No, this poor yes. fucking guy. <gasps> Oh no! Is no. this does this swallow it? No, this is they they're eating this deer alive. That's fucking this is atrocious. This is awful. <laughs> this is awful. Look at its but cute little fucking eyes. Google oh, Komodo. Ah, oh fuck. Jesus, Jamie, what are you oh. trying to do to me? <laughs> Google Komodo dragon swallows deer whole. Oh my fucking god, dude. Well, people who like that with bears. I mean, bears are not much different. There's there's. They're less likely to kill you, but when they do, it's just like that. Yeah. Horrific. So here it is. Oh, no. It's a small one, but... Okay, so it's got this deer. I mean, it's still okay. a hold. See, oh that my thing's God, already dude. dead. It's like a snake with a mouse. Yeah, look how it does it, though. It's even quicker than a snake, though, because 
it Jesus just clamps Christ. it down, throws it back. How Look disgusting the fucking stomach of that motherfucker. Look at the be. size of that thing. I mean, it ate something that was probably a third of the size of its body. Yeah. And it's t it's walking around right now with the hooves sticking out the front of his mouth because he can't quite swallow it all down. <laughs> Zero gag reflex. Right, it could eat up to 80% yeah. of its body size or weight. Jesus Damn, Christ, 80% of its body size. Look at it. It doesn't even look fat. Nah, dude, that's a lean guy. It just ate a whole deer. Fuck it. And he's and look, walking away. But he's got a deer in his gut, and now he's looking to eat more. <laughs> dude, what a creep. Look at dude, that, that fucking creep. I fucking creep. hate that thing. It's so scary that that lives alongside of us in 2022. Yeah. That we're just out here. Like, Give it a little of, island. We only think of what we see. Yeah. We really do. We Which see birds I like. and squirrels and shit. I like. I don't need to know more. <laughs> I like being dumb as shit and having a good time. Let me see my little squirrels. Let me see you something. You say cute. you do, but you know too much. <laughs> I know. You know too much I'm for forgetting. that to be accurate. I'm getting dumber every day. I've spent the last 12 years of my life. I was, I, I was kind of smart. And then I've been doing stand-up for 14 years. It's all it's all dick jokes. It's all fucking... That's all I know now. Yeah, but that's smart. It's hard yeah. to do. Smart people can't do it. A lot of smart people that can't figure out how to do comedy. Sure, Think it's a that. skill. Definitely it's a skill, but it's a very special skill. For and a very specific a, type a very of fucked up personality. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like most janitors are more useful to the world than me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not can, true. Not true. Like, You're a funny motherfucker. You provide people with a good feeling. That's super valuable. The good feeling is something for sure. It's but. fucking everything, man. Going to a nightclub, just, I mean, that, to, I'm, I've done a lot of shit, a lot of fun stuff, but going to a nightclub and just making 250 people have a good time is one of the best things on earth. It is the best. I mean, that's that's been the, the fucking... I mean, this tour has been really nice. I mean, I got really lucky. I put my special out, and like a lot more people started coming out, which That's was awesome. awesome. Uh, you do the YouTube route. YouTube route live at the lodge go. room. Go watch it, everybody live at the lodge room. Um, it went fuck. It did really great. I mean, I saw Sam did it, Shane did it. They were yeah. Doing Ari's now four point Ari. seven million. Yeah, he's yeah, closing yeah. It on five. Yeah. Um, he says when he hits six, Kanye's gonna apologize. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed uh, that I, we were joking around back and forth in text, and I didn't even get the reference. Yeah, I was saying, dude, I think your special is going to hit eight million. He goes, No, I think it'll stop at six. Yeah, and I didn't even think you he's saying the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, No, yeah. you're selling yourself short. Yeah. But, idiot, I'm such a fucking moron. <laughs> I was like, was I was thinking like a supportive friend on, and dude. not like a yeah, comedian. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but I was, I'm so pumped for him. No, it's awesome. It's really good, man. Yeah, Arshvir Jew available now on YouTube. And so it's been really great, and the tour has been really fun. Like as as much as the road can be hard, you're right. The actual on stage is the best. It's the best. It's the best feeling. In the it's world. the best, and you know, arenas are great, theaters are great, everything's great. It's all great, and comedy clubs are just as great. Comedy club. I mean, if I only did a 200 seat room for the rest of my life, it's the fucking best job on earth. Yeah, it really is the best thing to do. I'm really excited because I'm doing. I'm I'm trying theaters next year. Uh, and it's going well. We're selling the Fat Rascal tour. Go fucking buy your tickets. I'm I'm all over the place. Um, but I have a I have Vermont Comedy Club coming up this week. This next weekend. And I heard that's a great spot. Great spot, dude. Like, and it's like I'm I'm happy because we booked it before my shit blew up. So nice. it's like I would have probably played a bigger room. But I'm like, part of me is like, dude, it'll be fun. I, I love a little that. room. I opened for Bobby there. I have great yeah. memories there. I hooked up with a girl outside there. I tried. It was fucking. I have. I I ate dumplings there. It was a great little fucking weekend. I can't wait to go back. Um, yeah, that's it, comedy clubs like that are great. Well, especially is, when there's no other comedy clubs around. Like, yeah. So they like really comedy fans. really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, it's it'll be it'll be super fun. Burlington's a fun little town too. I love Burlington. So it's cold as fuck. <clears throat> that's what keeps people from moving there. Yeah. 
Because sure. in the wintertime, it gets rough. Oh, I can imagine. It gets Vermont gets rough. I'm hoping it's not too... I hope there's no fucking snowstorm. It's just like kind of cute and Yeah, and but cold. the thing is like people look out for each other when it gets rough. Yeah. It's a different kind of people. Like if you if your car gets stranded in Maine, people look out for you. I get that. They'll come help you, get you over the side of the road, give you a ride somewhere. Right. Like they help people. When yeah, you, Whenever yeah, yeah. a car's broken down on the highway in the snow in the Northeast, you'll see other cars pull over. For sure. Some guy in a four-wheel drive will pull over. You guys okay? Yeah. They don't do shit like that in L.A. <laughs> no, fuck no. They're like, oh, hopefully that guy's up for the same audition and he's not yes, going to make it. Exactly. <laughs> like that, they'll cut exactly. your brake lines. If it's exactly. Between you and him for a Geico commercial, yeah. <laughs> they would fucking... They'll wait for you to get a tow truck and they'll steal your catalytic converter. <laughs> it's, it's just too, too many people. They, yeah. When you have a few people and then they have to conquer the winter together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Together, yeah. you got to help the old lady shove herself out of the driveway. Of course. Yeah. It's cute. No, I do. I fuck with I fuck with Burlington big time. I love it up there. Um, I've only I haven't been there in fucking years, but I used to do gigs there all the time. Yeah, back in the early days of comedy, for sure. When you're when you're like going a few yeah. hours from your city. Yeah, we used to do those. I used to do Bangor, Maine, a lot. That was okay. a lot of fun. That's where yeah. Stephen King lived. Hell you could yeah. go by his house. Fuck We're yeah. standing outside of Stephen King's house. <laughs> He's like, I get it. This is my house. But it's like, it's so obviously his house. Yeah, yeah. There's like uh, bats and shit <laughs> in the uh, the me- the wrought iron metal around the house. I mean, Good He's not him. hiding it at all. Leaning into it. And he's Good in the middle. Him. It's like right there. It's yeah. like you could throw a rock and hit his house from the street. Fuck yeah. And I'm dude. like, this is, he's a crazy, this And is everyone like, just gets it. Yeah. Stephen King lives here. Well, it was also like, it's a point of pride. Like you got a guy who's like one of the, if not the greatest for horror sure. writer of all time. For sure. Hey, look at that's his, that's oh, his house. yeah. That does look haunted for yeah. sure. Bro, he wrote some wild shit in that house. There are some spirits in that little fucking steeple looking thing. Yeah, he wrote some wild shit in that house. Yeah, I've never. I didn't do too many gigs. I would do. I would do like some northeast stuff because I used to open for Bobby for years. Bobby Kelly, mm-hmm. that's my guy. Um, I love Bobby. No, he's the fucking. Bobby man. and I started out together. Really? Holy yeah, shit. man. I used to work with Bobby when he's on with Al and the Monkeys. <laughs> they, used, the they would weird open little for me. Improv troupe. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know yes. That. That's they awesome. opened for me. That's at fucking wild. Dick Darty's Comedy Hut. <laughs> And it was uh, it was Al would go Al Del Benny went up and yeah. then Bobby would go up and then Dane would go up yeah, and they yeah. would they would do sketches and then they would all do like five minutes of stand up and yeah, then I would yeah. headline. Interesting. We did a few gigs like That's that. That's awesome. Yeah, I love Bobby. I've always loved. Bobby. Oh, he's the man. But yeah, he took me to he took me to uh, Vermont. You know, Boston a bunch of times. Um, Took me to that fucking weird Chinese restaurant that used to do shit, the Kowloon. Oh yeah, yeah the shows Kowloon's there. great. Yeah. I did a lot. I was there when it opened. Hell yeah, I did. Dude. I did a lot of gigs at the Kowloon. And then there's Giggles. You ever do Giggles and Sagas? Never, never did. That's Giggles. a great club. Never did Giggles. That's a great club. That's yeah. my friend Mike Clark's club. That's Lenny Clark's brother. Okay, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. I worked with Lenny Clark the second time I ever got paid. I opened up for Lenny Clark. It was like the greatest thing dude, ever. Uh, he had been on HBO yeah, and yeah, the Rodney the Dangerfield local legends, special. Dude, yeah. Oh my God, he was the guy. Those first paid gigs are awesome. I remember oh the first God. time I ever made money. I was so I grew up in Baltimore. I started doing comedy. I did this fucking bringer, right? I'm 19 and I bring all my friends and I fucking, you know, do pretty good because all your friends are there. And some guy sees me and he's like, I think you really got something, kid. You know, some fucking. And I'm like, oh, really, sir? You know, it's just some fucking guy that runs a shitty, a shitty gig in Southwest Virginia, right? Yeah. Five hours away from Baltimore, pays $50. I, I spent more money on gas than to do the fucking gig, but I'm me. I bring my boys. I'm so pumped, yeah. and I'm like, he thinks I'm. I'm calling the girl I'm dating. I'm like, I think I'm gonna fucking be famous. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think this is. I think it's finally happening. And I saw that guy years later, 
And it was, you know, I kind of, I fucking ate my sh- dick. I didn't do well. I was fucking horrible. Um, and and I saw the guy years later, and he's like, he's like, yeah, dude. He was like, he was like, fuck. I thought you were gonna bring more people. I mean, you brought so many people to the contest. And I was oh. like, uh, I was like, I was crestfallen. I was like, what? You didn't see potential in me? <laughs> that's not why oh, you booked the like, horseshit. That's not why you did. Why you? Bo- I mean, I was doing jokes like, I mean, I need to lose some weight. I can't even wipe my own ass. You know. <laughs> Like just, just nineteen year old yeah. fucking brutal stuff, uh, brutal stuff. But those gigs where you, you get a gig out of town and you're not really qualified Dude. to do it, and you're not even at a comedy club, yeah, you're at some yeah. weird bar. Those weird teach bar, you. they're smoking cigarettes indoors. Back, you know, at yes. that point. Um, but those teach you about comedy, man. Well, not only do they teach me about comedy, they tell me about life. Because I didn't even tell you the end of the story is I come back. And I drove with my friends, right? Like, I brought two friends with me. It was, like, a fun time. You know, we're like, whoa, Stav's got a gig. You know, my, my two best friends. We stop on the way back. We go to an IHOP, right? It's, like, you know, 1 a.m. I order a, from a, in a Virginia IHOP at 1 a.m., I order ribs. <laughs> I order fucking ribs, <laughs> and they come out, and my friends are like, you, you don't want fucking eggs and pancakes? And I'm like, nah, I kind of feel like ribs. They, they, this shit comes out. It's gray. It's just like a yeah, slab boiled of, ribs. Just dude, microwaved probably. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm you know whatever. Who gives a fuck? Uh, and I eat it. And within, I'm driving, and I'm like, oh, hey, does somebody else want to drive? And, then, and it's like, and they're like, okay. And then I'm sitting in the, and then like five minutes later, I'm like, can you guys pull over? Uh, I just start throwing up everywhere. I, I ride, I'm in fucking the fetal position for two hours back home. I, they dropped me off at my house in Baltimore. I am just shitting and throwing up at the exact same time. Oh. And that's my first ever paid gig. I was like, I did it, baby. I nice. did come to getting ribs from IHOP at fucking, fucking at 1 a.m. Nice. It was a brutal, it nice. was, you know, a that's tough hilarious. learning experience. That's hilarious. I fucking remember very clearly those gigs. Those are some of the most important gigs ever when you just go to some weird bar and you have to get everybody's attention. Yep, you you yep. learn how to like deliver your jokes quicker. Fully. Yeah, you learn how to keep people's attention span, and there were so many of them. You could actually make a living being nobody. Yeah. Like back then, you could, you know, you'd make like 50 a set, 100 a set, and you could do five, six, seven sets a week. You'd have money. No, I remember I quit my job because that was starting to happen to me in Baltimore. And what had happened was I just lined up every gig possible in mm. the first three months, and I was like, well, I can make a living. And then I was like, oh, no, I just did every gig for the year. Uh, so now I'm like back at the – I worked at a Sherwin-Williams my last year in Baltimore, but that was fun too. Working at a paint store, fucking – but it is true. Everywhere you that's go – That's important too. Those yeah, shitty yeah, jobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shitty jobs are very important as a human being. You need to know that you don't want to do something. A hundred percent. I got – my last real gig, I was a paralegal. Um, and I didn't exact. I didn't really know what the law firm – it was just like right before I needed to – moved to New York, and my friend was doing it. And this was, like, right in the middle of the housing crisis. And I get there, and it's a fucking foreclosure law firm. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking be a part of this. I don't want to take people's homes because of the housing crisis. So I just decided, I was like, fuck it, I'm just not going to do any work. Like, I get hired in July. They train me for August. September rolls around. I'm like... She's not really gonna do shit. I'm gonna fucking work on comedy. I'm on Facebook (sighs) Messenger. I'm gonna write jokes, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking I'll get, like, a month, two months out of this. They don't fire me for fucking eight months. Jesus. And I'm just in there like my boss would walk by and I would hit the fucking mouse and my login screen would show up. Like I wasn't even logged into the computer to fake work. And I was like, I can't. I'm just taking two hour lunches. I'm pushing it at this point. <laughs> and I'm just like, how the fuck is this still happening? And and they fucking call me into the office. Finally, one day they call me in 
and they're like, okay, um, uh, so we want to talk. My boss would be like, hey, do you want to like do some work? You know, because like, cause, like, everyone loved me because I'm not doing work. I'm hanging around I'm like, Linda, what's up? <laughs> like, how's the baby? Like, I'm the king of the office, dude. Right. I'm just having a good ass time. <laughs> and everyone loved me. She didn't, and I was doing good for the, I think I was, I was moving women's issues forward because I was the shittiest employee and I was the only man. I was like the fucking, I was the only fucking, you know, college educated man. I was clearly the fucking biggest piece of shit employee, you know. Uh, I was I was building the glass ceiling above my head, I feel like. And so um, they call me in. They're finally like, hey, so we, um, we were running some numbers. Apparently they just didn't want to pay unemployment insurance. And so they were just tracking me for months. And they had like, you were, you know, they were just like reading me everything that I had done wrong. And they're like, so you've, uh, and this was like a factory thing where you, every time you did anything, you had to click off a step is what they called it. So you would, uh, you schedule a hearing, click off a step. You would email a lawyer, click off a step, right? Like, they, cause they wanted to track you. And they're like, so we were looking at your steps the last couple months and People in your department, they usually average about 3,000 steps a month. Uh, we were looking at you. You did about 300. <laughs> and I was like, I was like. They track your steps. They do. They track everything you do. Dude. And it was fucking crazy. And they were like, so how do you explain that? I was like, ah, uh, you know, I got nothing. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what to what tell you. What are they using to track your steps? You would just, every, there's some software where every time you did anything, you would have to check it off to prove that you're a good employee. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so you would track your steps in terms of your motions. Yeah, no, on not a not on some Amazon. I thought you were saying like walking. No, 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 not Amazon. I was like shit. what? We weren't there yet. No, no, it was just like how are you work? How, uh, how hard are you working? I'm confused. No, no, no. I no, blame no. the marijuana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have followed that. No, they were just they were just fucking tracking me, and I just wasn't doing. Sh- they were just like, you should be doing ten times the amount of work. We well, you know what doing. people were doing when they were doing remote work. They installed an app that moved the cursor around. Good for them. Fuck wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. wild. Like, what is that app signing up for? Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. That you're sending your fucking passwords to China. A hundred percent. Right now. Yeah. Uh, your Facebook is now belongs to Moldova. I'm ready for the glorious revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say one other thing. I forgot. I wanted to start the thing, but we started talking about animal pussy. Uh, I have a. <laughs> My it's Christmas time. I brought some cookies. Oh. My mom made some made some fucking cookies. You want Jamie? I don't know. You guys want to fucking you want to try a cookie? You want to try from from my my girl Lil V, my mom? Yeah, but let's not. I mean, I'll I'll try it if you want me to. Oh, that's right. I don't like to eat on the air. That's fine. That's it's fair. gross for you're, everybody you're else. You're a much better podcaster than me. <laughs> I've like, done it before. <laughs> people get annoyed. Crunch, crunch, crunch. But yeah, I definitely yeah. want to try your mom's yeah, cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want, you can try some of uh, Erica's bee pollen. Fuck or, yeah, dude. Yeah, she left us some bee pollen with honey in it. I love from it. her. When she was here yesterday, with actually her, she actually got that from a beehive. That rules. My godfather in Greece, he's got a little beehive. He lives Seems so excited. He lives real fucking villager style. It's oh, awesome, shit. dude. Because it's like Greece, the the fucking like the economy went to shit. So it's just like he literally lives kind of villager shit, where it's like him and my godmother moved to the island his family's from, like historically. He's got a little. He he gets honey. His friend has fucking moonshine. His other friend has rabbits. And they literally like barter and shit, dude. Wow. It was fucking awesome. I went to Greece. I visited them like four years ago. And it was like, I'm having, I'm getting fucked up off his friend's moonshine. We're eating fucking rabbit stew that his fucking friend hunted. It was just like, they're broke as shit, but they're having a good ass time in Greece. That's nice if you could live like that. Yeah. You can you know, if you, as long as you have too many people and the resources don't get overrun, you can live like that. If you grow your own vegetables and, you know, you cook your own food, and you can hunt, and you can maybe have some animals. Yeah. That's a nice way to live, man. It's a low—well, it's a lot of responsibility, 
but it seems very satisfying for people, like the people that I know that are actually like farmers or yeah, have yeah, a small yeah. farm. Yeah. They said it's almost like a spiritual experience. Like yeah. it, it puts you in tune with life and death and how you live and what you eat. Yeah. You're, you're directly responsible for all the food that's in your body, right. which is, I think, a normal human requirement. Like there's a thing... If you just get the food from somewhere else, I bet part of you is like, where's this coming from? Shut <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 <laughs> You have to like, yeah, yeah. squash that part Fully. of your brain. It's your confused. body's like, what the, f- this fucking microwave burrito. Dude, this I, is not going to be in our body. There's these human reward systems that are inside of us. And I always equate it to like catching a fish. When you catch a fish, there's a fucking feeling when you catch a fish. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. There's Hell an excitement yeah. Yeah. when you catch a fish that I think is primal. And I think it goes back to that meant you feed your family. Right. Because back in the day when they first invented fishing, right. thousands. Thousands of years ago, that's what it meant. They yeah. first figured that out. Like, so when oh. you get a fish, you're like, oh. We survive. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. much so that people love to catch fish and put them back. Yeah, totally. Just, just for the rush. It's left over. They it's just left over. fuck with a fish, and they, they have special hooks, like yeah. when they go fly fishing, yeah, that yeah, are yeah. barbless. So you catch so you these, don't fuck them up. You catch these trout, and you just release them. Damn. Yeah, well, I don't think he's thinking of it spiritually. He's just a fucking, he's drunk as shit all the time. He's, he's just but like, it is spiritual. Yeah, 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 I know yeah. he's not thinking about it that way, but, but he, I think there's something life, about yeah. it. It's a great life. Well, he's the fuck, he's also like the criminally, most criminally horny man I've ever met in my life. Criminally horny? It's, well, I'm sorry, never said that. I'm not criminal. He's, yeah, he's not a priest. Just like <laughs> aggressively. He's just a very horny man. You're right. He's don't not you a, think that was probably most humans? If you, if you look He's... at, like, testosterone rates in this country, oh, that's what I was going to say earlier. You know James Cameron said that uh, testosterone is a toxin that men need to remove from their bodies? James Cameron? James Cameron said this. Fuck, dude. But, but Rob Wolf posted this on his, uh, his Instagram today in response to that. Like, testosterone is the dominant hormone in women. Mm. Oh, women shit. have more estrogen than men. But men have more testosterone than women. But women have more testosterone than they do estrogen. Interesting. Estrogen, yeah. estrogen is just what they have more of than us. Right, right, I did right. not know this. Yeah. And Rob Wolf put that on I, his page I had today. no idea. Neither did James Cameron. Right. James <laughs> yeah, Cameron. Yeah, yeah. But, but crazy, the motherfucker like, can make a movie. He fuck makes the shit out of a movie. <laughs> yeah. But in his movie, there's a lot of fucking aggressive male energy. Yeah, there's a lot of aggressive female, female energy, energy, too. Aliens. Aliens, yeah. Aliens, dollar sign. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that was the one where the aliens were easy to kill. Like in the first one... <laughs> The first one, you couldn't fucking come Uh-oh. close to killing them. They were so hard to find. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. one, he was so clever. And the second yeah. one, they're like, ah, yeah. boom, you shotgun what him if in the that, face. What if that was their, like, fucking, that was their commando? What if Dude. they got the fucking, the first one was just like the fucking most big dick badass fucking one of them. And then it's just a bunch of bumbling right. dumbasses. Right. I would love to see aliens from, it's like a comedy from their perspective where they're like, ooh. Right. <laughs> just the first getting... one was a Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah, and these yeah, guys are just like, tech nerds. Blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of fucking, uh, yeah, a bunch of guys that, that do the back end for, like, fucking seamless. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. In their little fucking vests. <laughs> Just getting me- fucking murked oh, yeah. by that, by that awesome. hot Latina chick. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Who's that girl right. that was in that movie? She was the one. She, you like her, she, right? I absolutely yeah. like her. I don't that's, think she was Latina. I think I've looked this up. She's not? I don't believe so. Plays a good Latina. You she can't really do that does. anymore. What is, wait a minute. Are you sure? I, the I lady so. in uh, Aliens? Who is it? Who's in Aliens? I believe I looked this up in uh, yeah. when I was when I was horny for her, and I believe <laughs> <laughs> and I believe I want to say she might even be Jewish. What I might I believe so. We'll, we'll see. Jamie will pull this up in Let's any pull, moment. Any suspense moment. is killing. Yeah. Me. <laughs> That's a, good podcasting. Her, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, dude, I believe she's fucking Jewish. She's got big old titties. That was a great fucking movie, bro. That was a great fucking. Yeah, there she is. Yeah, dude. That was a great fucking movie. And I believe she has a a brand of bras for big titted women. <laughs> Does she? Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. Jeanette Goldstein. Goldstein. <laughs> no, that is the Jewish, most Jewish name ever. <laughs> Jeanette Goldstein. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah, Private Vasquez. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. By the way, I support her right to do that. Look up Jeanette Goldstein bras for us. Some people are going to get mad at her now because she, <laughs> she played uh, a Latina in a movie. She was in brown face. Uh, yeah. She's got a strong tan. The alphabet starts at D. <laughs> She's oh got a big titty. God. <laughs> She's got a giant bra. That's another thing about the algorithm for a while. When I was looking at TikToks, for a while it was showing me like brand, like, influencers for big-titted women who are looking for, like, sports bras that'll fit them. Because I was looking up so many women with big breasts. They were like, well, maybe he's a lady with big tits that needs a bra that works. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, I was oh like, no. Oh, my God. No. Oh, I forgot to fucking, speaking of sex, sexual things, I, for, I keep, we're just fucking chatting. I have my, I wanted to also plug my 2023 erotic calendar. Uh, oh. Yeah, I have. I, I can. Can I show you this right now? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, that's another part of my. Uh, it's my modeling career. It's I part of your hustle. Every fucking year, I do it. I'm a just amazed that people are still making calendars. Dude, they love them. They're, it's a nice. It, piece do you of have merch. any calendars, Jamie? Do you own a calendar? No. We got I had a calendar you, for a while that I used to keep <laughs> in my office wall. Look at you, <laughs> Stabby baby calendar for a sexy new year. <laughs> yeah, Let me see. Flip through these motherfuckers. Let's see the hog. This is my pride and joy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Jack off, you worry. That's right. Nice. How about that squirt timber right there? Clit, clit, brewery, <laughs> munch, Gabriel. Oh, nice. You like this what you funny. see, Joey? Is it good? Is it good? You look great. Thank you. Look Shout fantastic. out to my boy Stefan. Stefan Fleming. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked over. I like the. So those are available, folks. You can get them now. The calendar sells. People buy calendar calendars sells, for dude. fun, right? Like for you fun. have any cubi cubicle and shit. Yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. get. You'd probably get fired if you had this in your. Why? Cubicle. There's no real. You don't show it. I do. You're smart. Yeah, I do. One I don't page. show cock. No, there's no cock in there, right? At the very end, there's so a photoshopped. Pull, pull a piece of tape. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> We'll put a little piece of tape over that part. <laughs> there, uh, a friend of mine has a, a bar um, out uh, outside of town here, and uh, he had this bathroom. And in the bathroom, in the men's room, they put up all these photos from Playboy magazine. Hell yeah, old old yeah, photos, yeah, yeah. like magazine covers. I like, love that. So it's Playboy covers from like the '60s and the '70s, and some cartoons and shit. And people complained. What? Yeah, people complained that the, men complained at the naked breasts. Got I guess because they. Had to, well, they had kids. Maybe oh. bring your little boy in bar? there to take a leak. No, it's like a bar slash restaurant. Oh, okay. Um, it's like a it's a very nice place. But anyway, you go into this place and the, you go in the bathroom and the fucking one of their bathrooms was themed in oh. Playboy's, and so they had to go over all the Fuck breasts yeah. and put like put little stickers, little stickers over all the titties. What a come up if you're like an eleven year old the week before they covered the titties and you're oh. like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, and they'll allow a little bit of side boob, a little side boob, little nice. si like you could. 
it seems like as long as you don't see the the nipple is yeah, a crazy yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah, one yeah. thing defines like oh Jesus. Of like, course, if you just cover the nipple with stars, yeah, everyone's cool. Everyone's great. Two take an X. Breasts are the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah, in that regard, yeah, that it's just something about showing a nipple. Showing like, the nip. Remember when Janet Jackson did it at the Super Bowl? People yeah. were like, what the fuck? I know is it was happening? fucking wild. Who really gives a fuck, dude? Let the titties out. It's literally where children get food from. I'm with you. We should be able to see titties. It's like it's at the dinner table. What are we yeah. doing at the dinner table? We're seeing this. We're trying to watch the Super Bowl. It's wholesome. And yeah. Do, they they also set her up. Jenna Jackson got fucked. She do was the only one who like suffered the consequences. Justin Bieber didn't. Justin Timberlake. Was, oh, was just good. Bieber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it was one of the Justins. One of them handsome fellows. It's talented. Yeah, the last generation's Justin Bieber. So he, he, they for sure planned that, right? I, you would think so. I don't Otherwise, know. Otherwise, it's kind of I illegal. remember looking it up and being like, time to jack off to this. <laughs> Just, <laughs> well, if they didn't plan it, it's highly illegal. For sure. Like, if she didn't know about it, for sure, did it, for sure, that's for highly sure. illegal. 100%. Yeah. And it, yeah, so- You would think. So they had to plan And it backfired, and then he was like, oh, oh <laughs> this I is crazy. There was going to be a star underneath there. It's fucked. I can't believe he got the fuck. Didn't they, didn't they date for a while? Did they? That's unfair. I hope they did after that. No, I don't think it was after that. Before that, I think so. Maybe that's better. Prepare. Like, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think. I don't think she's yeah. too pleased afterwards. She became like a Muslim, I believe. Did she? Yeah, I believe she like wears the full hijab oh, and damn. the whole deal now. Nice. And I think she even moved to another country. Damn, my MJ for a while did go. Uh, didn't he go? Didn't he? Wasn't he like hanging out with Farrakhan for a while? I don't know. Like at the end, that's pretty. That's a sick move, Michael Jackson to do. <laughs> just go back to the fucking uh, yeah. Well, that's I, a fuck. That's when awesome. you're under siege, you know, yeah. like the end of his life, exactly. he was under siege. Yeah, that was a. Uh, you need your boys. Th that's how talented he is, though. That people still play his music. I know. You know, there is like a like people will give you the stink eye if R. Kelly comes on. One hundred percent. We were talking about this the other night. Um, this friend of mine has a bar, and he had a, a this dope ass playlist. And in that playlist was some R. Kelly. Was remixed to Ignition. And some of it he forgot, and he had to go back and remove it. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, people got upset at him that it was playing. You need a – there's a threshold of bangers that you have to cross. Right. To be able to, like, let your sexual crimes be, right. you know. But it's also R. Kelly's songs were so about fucking. sexual. That's the thing. It's like this was written about a, someone in doing algebra homework. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like MJ wasn't doing not his were just good fucking songs. ABC. <laughs> yeah. It's the easiest one, yeah. two, three. Yeah. The, the clues were all there. <laughs> Literally. Well, he was a child then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. When he sang that, he that's was a little a, boy. Yeah, I mean, this is well trod territory, but that's a guy whose life is the most fucked up of all time. Well, it is well trod territory, but are you wear the Castro. Um, theory. The, the theory that he got his nuts chopped off? Yeah. The, I well, did not hear this. From his own doctor. Whoa. His doctor says he was chemically castrated. The same doctor that killed him by, by anesthetizing him every yeah, night, yeah, yeah. that same doctor said that he was chemically castrated when he was young. Damn. And that's how he maintained his voice. That's wild. Dude, what's wild is that that was a thing. That they used to do that to young boys to get them to sing opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking And bro. being a eunuch and shit. That's another more history shit. It's oh, like yeah. a guy, if your shit wasn't going so good, you're lower class, it's like chop your dick off and, and I can trust you around my wife. Yeah. And then you, you can hang around the house. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, damn, I don't know bro, if I would have made that trade. Bro. <laughs> That's that super creepy guy in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Varys. Right? 
yeah. fucking conniving Bobby. little dickless wonder yeah, yeah, out there yeah, trying yeah. to run the world. <laughs> the you don't want that guy wonder. around. They're probably more like him than they were like obedient. Yeah, They're for sure. Angry as fuck. You took for their sure. dick away. I wonder. Hmm. All they get is free fruit. Yeah, free. Fr- I wonder if you could still bust from your ass. <laughs> <laughs> They cut your dick the off. Fact that you even, you even wonder. You got to figure it out. I guess if you like massage the stump yeah, while you're fingering your butt. Because they don't take massage the prostate, your prostate out, right? The prostate's yeah, still what there. Com- how does the jizz come out? This it is, probably comes out yeah. the most disappointing looking oh, like. It's a dribble. It's it's like twi- you know? soft serve ice cream. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah when the machine's down. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just fucking it's probably so sad. Syrupy. <laughs> the saddest nut you'll ever bust. Ah, interesting. I wonder if castrados could bust through their ass. I wonder. I wonder if they capped their penis, but they just removed their testicles. That's more likely mm, is what they did. I don't probably. think with Unix, I don't know how they handled it. I think they might right. have just the whole thing. The whole thing's got to go. That's tough. And you just they should have given from the little hole. Oh, that sucks. Give them a little dick. Oh, Jesus Christ! The whole thing is so terrifying that that was a common practice, or at least common enough that we know of. I it. think it was pretty common. I don't know because in all the like you know history podcasts and books and shit, they. There's a lot of there's a lot of fucking eunuchs running around, and that's one of the things that was throughout history people did to people in war: cut their oh, dick yeah. off, stuff it in their mouth. That's a tough one. It's <laughs> like come when on, you got man. your own dick in your mouth as you're watching the axe come down. That's got to be a special kind of horror. That's, that's a... what it pays to have a little penis. <laughs> I'll put it under my tongue like a tic tac. Yeah. Oh, God damn, man! You could spit your dick back out at him. What do you got to lose at that point? So if we talk about like declining sperm counts and uh-huh. how they're happening right now. Like there's all these studies done on men's sperm counts since like the 1950s. Are rapid decline. Uh-huh. If you go back in history, doesn't it make sense that they would go up and up and up? Like I think yeah, when more... it was really hard to stay alive. I think people were probably ultra hyper horny because mm, you only had a small window. As long as you had food, where yeah. you had enough food, so you could you could you, you weren't like starving. You're probably super horny because they're probably they're probably wilder people. But at the same time, you're probably so fucking overworked. You're that so too. you know. It's like I think it's probably the way like height goes in society, where it's mm. like everyone was little. The more nourished you are, mm-hmm. I think there's probably a, we hit a, a point where it's like we have the most comforts, we have the most nourished, and we're kind of like you know. Not as overworked, right? And I think that's probably just you know fully have no fucking clue. Like no, that makes sense. But it makes sense that you're saying with resources. But if there was like a resource rich area, like say if there was an area where people were hunter gatherers and they grew some food and they all did like your uncle does in Greece and they all lived off the land, but. You they know, all took pictures of women's breasts with their Motorola flip phone too. Is they're well nourished, <laughs> but they're well nourished. But they're people that are living a thousand, two thousand years ago. Yeah, like they probably were horny as fuck. Pro- there's probably like a a I would say a Savagery. slim majority that is the horniest guys of all time. All time, but I think Savages. most of them are just so beaten down by how fucking atrocious their lifestyle is Maybe. that it's like you know. Yeah, that's true too. But the young but guys the who aren't time, beaten down yet, yes. they got to be the most horrific. And at the same time, when you're so beaten down, what do you have if not busting a nut? That's killing all you people. Got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> killing yeah, people yeah. and eating roast lamb. But the guys that didn't get to kill, the guys that are yes. fucking getting killed and fucking oh. and fucking, you know, which get, is most guys. Most guys are just fucking cha- chafing, chaffing wheat or whatever the fuck for the fucking emperor or the fucking whoever the fuck yeah. is, you know. And if you live in a, like a super brutal, horrible place, good luck inventing anything. Oh, dude. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, they had no. Th- we talk about time off. Yeah. It's like they had they had their time off was the fucking 
Sunday because right. they got to go to church and see the full circle, go to the fucking priests, you know, blinged out, just fucking hang. And that was very interesting. I read a book about the, the like medieval times where it's like church was just honestly, people were just hanging out. Like it was kind of like social a bar. Dwelling. It was like social. Yeah, like, yeah. The priest was reading shit, but no one could really understand. They didn't know Latin. Right. They were just fucking hanging out. It's kind of interesting because it was like, it makes sense. What year did they make it so the the Catholic priest had to take a vow of chastity? I don't know. What, let's no find idea. that out. I, I guarantee that it was in response to them banging everybody. <laughs> I guarantee you. I still think it's because they wouldn't have to pay the equivalent of child support. I don't think they... <laughs> I, I that's that, too complicated a scheme. I, I think more likely is they had to put a stop to these guys banging everybody. But see, would that put a stop to it? Or would, couldn't they still keep getting? I think they probably did it in those fucking confession booths. That was probably their idea. <laughs> that's how it started. Know, the the first glory hole <laughs> in between. Open that fucking door. Give you a little the old schlazul. How many? How many of those were glory holes? A hundred of them. <laughs> That's pretty cool. All right. I'm back in on the Catholic Church. If you can find me artifacts of glory holes, I'm in. I used to do a joke about it. Like, imagine the idea where you take a guy who's not allowed to masturbate or have sex ever. Then you make him listen to fuck stories whispered through a hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. Because that's mostly what people confess. There's a yeah. couple of murders, but it's a lot sure. of fuck my brother. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of crazy yeah. stuff. Absolutely. You're dealing with people that, you know, yeah. 2,000 years ago, they're fucking animals, man. Absolutely. Animals. Absolutely. Wild people. 100%. It's all like fucking Game of Thrones shit. They're yeah. all just doing. I fucked the servant. The yeah, servant sucked fucking me off. Everybody. They yeah, ki- they killed the guy with an axe. Yeah, they stole an apple. Yeah, you know Absolutely. that kind of shit. Absolutely, bro. Imagine watching someone get hacked to death. Like when you're a child, like that's a normal thing to see. You're seven years old. You see a guy lose a sword fight. Yeah, that's his tough. head falls down, blood squirting out of his ho- his neck like a fire yeah. hydrant. And th- and that guy who was in your mind ancient, he's like twenty years old. Oh my god! Like they died yeah. so fucking soon. So too. fucking soon. Although I do wonder. Other shit I'm reading is like some of the shit, especially in like cities and stuff like that, it wasn't as brutal and like, like we do have like a barbaric, certainly that happened a lot, but there was also like, I think a little bit of how dirty and shit it was is a little overblown too, but I'm interested in that. I'm, no, I, I think I there find... was a high level of sophistication in comparison to a lot of other cultures back then, mm-hmm. but in terms of us today, I bet we would be shocked by how like savage they behave. Yeah. Probably. I think so. I think they're yeah. probably both intelligent and savage. I mean, Marcus Aurelius Meditations is like still to this day one of the most interesting books on philosophy and the way a guy lives his life ever. That motherfucker wrote that as the Roman emperor 2,000 years ago. Damn. What did he see? That is wild. What kind of shit did that guy see? Yeah, what a fucking nerd. <laughs> you get to be the emperor. You're fucking doing homework. No, well, th- I'm in the harem, brother. <laughs> he's talking about forgiveness. He's talking about like forgiveness is one of the things that he talks about a lot. Interesting. Yeah, and about huh. managing your mind and stoicism. It's very interesting, interesting man. Huh. Yeah, I, I listened to uh, an audio version of it in the song, and I felt like such a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> like this, this guy's writing this from this incredible position of strength right. thousands of years ago, yeah. and his advice to people was to, to learn how to be more charitable and to, to be nicer and kinder to each other I guess to that's, forgive people. That is, that is, that's a radical stance for a, a leader of a fucking empire. He was take. trying to legitimately be a better person, seemed like, and lead by example. But then he had this son that was a monster. Yeah, that's how it happens. Isn't that wild? That's always how it happens. His son is a fucking evil monster. 
Yeah, I haven't gotten into too much Roman shit yet. I'm still, I'm still on the Greek shit. I Dude, all of it is go is piss, cool? my brother. Yeah, go piss. Yeah, I've been this, I'm it. having a great time. Yeah, me too. I don't want it to end. Yeah, dude. All right, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Comedians that don't get good at podcasts is because they're not really listening to you. They're waiting for their turn. Yeah, they're waiting for their turn, and that that doesn't, you know, that doesn't work. That I fucking know. when when comedians do podcasts where they don't actually listen to what the other person's saying. Oh yeah, just, uh, it's, it's, it's a normal for us though. You just always want to. You're always on. You're trying to yeah. say something. Yeah. So sometimes, like, you can only hold like one thought in your head, and you can't hold the thought <laughs> right, in the head right, right. that that person right. has because you got something to say. Because you got something in the back of your head. Yeah. Like some guys are like Tony Hinchcliffe is the fucking best ever. Off. Have you done Kill Tony? Mm-mm. Oh my god, you got to do Kill Tony When's Kill next Tony? time. You're, do you know what what it is? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they, it's Mondays. He does cool. it Mondays. Okay. But when he off the cuff, that motherfucker is so sharp. He's so f- that like that's how his mind works. Hmm. So his mind is like if you're saying you could be in the middle of something really important, and he's got to go right, right, with right. a zinger. He's yeah, got yeah, some yeah. ridiculous pun. Yeah. No. To f- stick into there, yeah, but I'm, it's like this job is the greatest job of all time. Yeah, it's fucking, just get to talk shit. It's a great racket. So I I stopped doing my other podcast, and I was like, fuck, I don't really want to do podcasts. And then like. It was like six months, and I was on the road, and I was doing all this shit, and it's like, it is, you, and also, you get to talk shit, but you just get to connect with, like, fans, and you want to be somewhere, you want to be there, like, once or twice a week, I mean, you're there every day, but it's like, it's a cool way to connect to people, so that's why I'm excited to fucking get my other shit popping It's a cool way to talk to people, too. Yeah. I don't think people do that much talking to people like we do. No, it's true. I think that's, I think it's important for yourself, it's important for... Uh, how you understand how people like everybody has a different style of communication and everybody has a different life story and everybody has different things they do for a living everybody has a different approach and I think I'm just g- like gathering data yeah like all the time like I'm so much more aware of things now than I ever was when I first started doing this yeah I think that's true and I think also it's like it recharges you too yeah. right because it's like Especially post-pandemic shit where it was, like, going out and actually getting to fucking talk to somebody and, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, gather data. Also, it's, like, you're in a place in your life where it's, like, like it took me forever not to have every motivation in my life be getting pussy. So it's, like, <laughs> so it's like, so it's like if every conversation wasn't, like, leading to getting pussy one way or the other, yes. you know, other than, like, being with your, like, best friends and just kicking it. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to mature a little bit and be like, you know, I do like it. I just want to read about fucking... Did the Trojan War actually happen? I want to read about fucking, you know, I this is what I want to do. I want to talk to somebody about this thing. I don't care. I don't need, my, my, my needs have evolved. Well, the thing is it's stimulating, but it's not an urge. It's See, not- sex is stimulating, but it's an urge. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. sex is a biological urge, so you get horny. When guys right, get horny, right, right, right. Like we get horny, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And um, when you don't get intellectually horny, yeah. so, but, it's, but it is <laughs> yeah, stimulating. Yeah, 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 so yeah. you have to like trick yourself into engaging in it. Yeah. And then once you engage in it, you go, oh, this is fascinating. That's how I am with like documentaries right. and books, and like I have to get engaged with it. And then once I get engaged with it, I'm like, oh, I really do enjoy this. No, that's true. It's, it almost feels like a roller coaster where you have to just kind of push yourself to engage mm-hmm. and then once you do it's like fucking bombs yeah, because away. it's like logically you know there's a lot of things that you like to do but you don't engage in doing them for whatever reason right but then the urges are food you have yeah, an yeah, urge yeah. to eat you get yeah, hungry yeah, 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 you yeah. get horny you get right. tired you want to go to sleep oh that's a good point. you got to take a piss i never like, there's all these urges I but do you don't f- have an yeah. urge for intellectual curiosity or yeah, an, yeah, even yeah. an urge to be creative it's right. not it's just like you know it's good to sit down and write because that's where the jokes come of from. Course, of but course. But you don't have like a 
urge like you have an urge to eat right it had when it strike and that's why it feels so great when sometimes it does strike you yeah and you're like whoa this does feel like yes. natural biological but almost but never you're never right. gonna beat the fuck urge no never doesn't have a chance <laughs> no, doesn't the have fuck a- urge <laughs> sells cars yeah, and watches yeah, yeah, yeah. and houses oh and- dude fully it's like yeah. i just i want like I want to be in a relationship for a couple of different reasons. Like, I think, you know, I'm 33. It's about time. I took, you know, I took it really seriously. I haven't been in that many. But it's also like from a, as you grow up, you're like, I don't want to like, I want to find someone I like. I want to invest in this relationship in a deeper way. But I also like, I want to feel secure in that part of my life so that I can expand in every other shit that I love. That doing. bodybuilder's cracking her knuckles. <laughs> Listen to this right now. I forgot about Stabby, her. Stabby, baby. I'm your woman. <laughs> it's by, yeah. She's, she's it's, ready to go, son. Dude, and she's out there. The, she's out there. She's out I there. I 100% can guarantee she's out there. <laughs> it's there. It's her. It's fucking uh, I, weirdly like ancient, like not ancient, but like modern Greek women have like like teachers teaching Greek have gotten into my algorithm. It's like the algorithm mm. knows you before you know yourself. Mm. And it's like- What about a little woman who can kick your ass? That's cool too. Yeah. I'm so in. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I just want the connection, but there's plenty of things. There's plenty of things that excite me. You know, obviously the the classic big old titties. Classic. I have, I have classically been. It's a never cur- going to go away. The curly hair, big titties guy has been has been a, a classic. It's uh, a classic. You know? There's a reason why girls get them done to make sure, them bigger. Sure. That's, That's how dumb we are, though. Yeah. We can't have anything fake. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They could literally. All, no one cares if you have fake boobs. Oh, dude, I would love. Dude, I, I. I have thought about this where it's like if what would be the equivalent to plastic surgery? I would get a, I would get penis implants if they were real, if they were the way titties look. A hundred well, but I'd get it tomorrow. The thing is a guy couldn't do that cuz a woman wouldn't like it. Like guys don't seem to care. we're dumber. Mm. We don't seem to care if their boobs are fake. I don't think but they But if mind. we have fake hair, they'll throw up. <laughs> right, right, right. True. Fake hair is a tough one. That's but why I'm looking like this. But fake hair is nothing compared to a fake dick. Sure. You can't have a fake dick. But if you could, what I'm saying is if, if the technology could. was there, I'm first in line. The thing would be pills. Pills to make your to grow yeah. your cock? Yeah, I used to have a bit about if the the day they invent a oh, big yeah. dick pill. I know that because it's yeah. like you wouldn't have to there would be, be thirty have seconds to be before no the first guy die of an overdose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's just gonna take one. They're like, how many give me a stroke? I'm gonna take one less than give me a stroke. And I had a whole bit about how dicks would become so big that guys would have to push them around in shopping carts and yeah. women would evolve to have like these giant flying right. squirrel pussy right. people and the guys would chase them up to the top of cliffs and they would leap to safety. Oh, it was the dumbest yeah. bit ever. I love it. But it was That's like, when you wrote high as hell. Yeah. But it's obviously so like if guys had a pill that made their dick big, we'd have preposterous dicks. We would yeah. be too stupid. It would be like those poor ladies that have those triple H tits. Right. They're so big. They don't understand. Like that's right. too big, honey. Sorry. Like yeah. what you do? I know. Don't do that. That's like, a little. But that's that, guys a would little do that much. Like, there's a fucking thing that I sent to Tom Segura. Mm-hmm. Do you know these dudes that stick oil in their muscles? Oh, those have guys you seen are that weird before? As fuck the Popeye looking. Oh my god. There's one. Is that one Russian guy? There's a bunch of them, but this one I, I believe is from Brazil. And uh, I sent it to Tommy. It's so, here. It is. I'm gonna send it to you, Jamie. It's so crazy. You, you look it's at it. You're so, like, yeah. what in the fuck am I looking at? Who is this for? Well, this guy. It's just. I mean, it's so nuts. But it, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like people get like body dysmorphia. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Guys would definitely do that with dicks. Hundred percent. Look at what this guy's done with this oil stuff in his body. It's so weird. It's just. Oh, I've seen that. That sucks. What happened? Where'd he go? Where'd that motherfucker go? He went away. 
What happened? Yeah. I don't, is it a trick? Oh, that's brutal, dude. What happened there? Post from Jim Fail Nation. Yeah, like it's 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 ref- it, I'm on the page. Look, and it's I can't go anywhere. Like it disappeared. That's so weird. Do you think it's been like restricted? There he is. I'll leave it for a second. Yeah, yeah it goes yeah. away. Yeah, that looks go horrible. Go to their go to their their videos. Go to the top of their their uh, post. See if you can find it in there. Maybe it's been removed, and maybe you can only get it like the very first yeah. seconds of it or something. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, dude, gone. I, that See if you can find sucks, it. But this though. guy, he if you saw it for that brief image, this yeah. guy has done something where all of his muscles look like balloon like right there. It's not even like do yeah, that. Wow, that's so crazy. Well take a screenshot. Take be a screenshot. Down. It's fast. Hold on. <laughs> we're, we're pushing <laughs> Jamie to his limit. <laughs> to his technical no, limit. Jamie's a wizard, bro. <laughs> Get that screenshot going. Right, bam. Screenshot. Screenshot. There yeah. he is. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, Bam, shit. we got it. I mean, those look like titties. Those look like... Well, it looks insane. Yeah. It's insane, and his biceps are insane, too. They don't even look like biceps. They look and the, like... the fucking... The traps are the worst part. I don't have any control over that. One second. The traps okay. are truly horrendous. All of it looks crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't make any sense that yeah. you would do that to yourself. Like, that's what I'm saying. guys would definitely do that for dicks. That's my point. But I like, would... That. I, that's what I'm saying. I need a functional penis. I would that do that in doesn't. a second. That guy yeah. doesn't. If he could <laughs> stuff that stuff in his dick, he probably has tried. It's probably put a little oh, bit in there's there. guys who have tried. Make, he's going to make it rib for your pleasure. No, nah, dude. They'll, they'll do whatever bumps. the fuck you want. Yeah, there's definitely bumps on that guy's dick. Yeah, he's One way or another. Yeah, he's going to spiral it around. <laughs> the pig dick? Well, yeah. It's, no, no, like with, with the, the bumps. Spiral oh, yeah, yeah, around yeah, yeah, like yeah, some yeah, sort yeah. of a pleasure yes, device. Yes, 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 yes. Well, if you could get a bigger dick. like yeah. that's Isn't it fascinating that we can put satellites into orbit? Here it is. Oh, another we got one. it. Oh, it was Safari only. Apple Where was trying nipples? to suppress it. They're underneath. Oh, no. Yeah, he stretched them. No, They're down. this sucks. Or maybe he, sh- he cut him off because he didn't oh, like the aesthetic. Oh, no. Oh, there's his oh. nipples. His nipples are way below the tit. They're not even where they're supposed he's to be. He's got the tummy tuck stomach, too. He but looks brutal. Look dude. what he's doing to his um his legs, too. He's doing to his legs. He's so much closer to a fuckable woman than a man. Oh. Well, <laughs> <That's> like- <laughs> he's also probably dazed from death. Yeah, he's done, for like, sure. If you're doing that to your body, your body's filled with this invasive agent that's 100%. just making you swell so up. unnatural i mean that's why i love the reality is i want to lose a little weight because i want to feel better but i don't mind i like how i look that's the other thing i feel bad for people that are like have that extreme body dysmorphia i think it looks i think it's out being fat's fun you know what I mean? Like it's, everyone likes a jolly fat guy. I like my you hair. You just want to be healthy. I just want to feel better. I want to be healthy. Yeah, that's it. The problem is those two don't really coincide for sure with each other that well. But you can make a comfortable medium. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. that's the thing. Like I weigh like 300 pounds now, right? And it's like I could lose 60 easy, still yeah. be pretty fat, but but be much healthier than this. A lot, and you move. Yeah, bigger here. Same guy. Oh, looks, he, he looks does horrible. look bigger. Oh my god, he's like. Oh my god, he pumped it up further. <laughs> He's got the Super Saiyan fucking that is editing. So insane. <laughs> that guy's gonna be dead, man. Oh, uh, dude. I mean, literally, his his tits kind of turned me on. He's gonna. They're be so dead. much closer to women's breasts than they are fucking jacked fucking pecs. What's crazy is he probably is really weak because of all that stuff, oh, for too. Sure, yeah, like yeah. it probably inhibits his ability to move things around. So like he's probably weak as fuck while being gigantic. Yeah. And who's attracted to that? Who's into that guy? Well, he's, he's clearly insane. Yeah, he's that's an insane. That's guy. an insane person. Yeah. What is oh that? no! Oh no! What are you doing to your arms, bro? Dude, poke that thing. 
The veins Fuck, are so that's weird. That's so crazy that he's done that to his that's arms. That's like what this whole page is. I found. Oh no! Oh, this whole page of these people this sucks. Look at that dude's boobies because he's got the guy on Mastica. Go scroll up a little. Oh, sorry. That's okay. That's Look at this guy. Ah! What the oh, fuck? Oh my god, that's so insane. What is the page called? Body Stronger Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that guy's got that, titties. Like, that dude grew breasts. Oh my god. Nipple pump, it says. Nipple pump? <laughs> is that what it is? He used a nipple pump? I don't know. That's what it says on top. Oh no. Dude. There's no way. That's probably kind of. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh dude. no, 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 no. That looks no. like a chicken's like a fucking drumstick. Oh my god, that's so crazy. Don't that's do tough. that. Don't that's do tough. That. Don't do that. Um, I'm listening. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, that's the closest okay, take one. Take it down to eight. <laughs> yeah. You got a little overzealous at the end, but you got crazy. You need someone who's a designer. Who's gonna go, no, 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 no. Trust me. We're good. Yeah. But I think it's one of those things. If you can make it, that's what's the problem with like plastic surgery, right? If you think you could change it and then you do change it, then you want to change it a little more better. Yeah. And you I don't like this of about course. me. I don't like that. You go down the yeah. rabbit hole, just like anything else. Yeah. Where it's I don't like, like it's this like, weird piece of skin. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't like the way my nose meets my eyebrows. Like, yeah. oh, whoa, 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 no. whoa. And, and then you get to be that cat lady. Yeah. Right? You ever remember that cat lady? She who looked like, what's she her looked name? Like a cat. Beauty and the Beast. Exactly. <laughs> look like fucking yeah. Hellboy and Beauty it's and the Beast. It's a perfect example of <laughs> yeah, someone yeah, yeah. who who went down that rabbit hole and, and went crazy. Yeah. No, I, I, it's definitely, you can definitely go, that's why I think it's, I think, you know, you just got to let yourself age. You just got to fucking, that's another thing. There is, a, there is like a humanity to someone who ages with grace and doesn't yeah. give a fuck. There definitely is. I mean, we admire that. Absolutely. We admire someone who doesn't turn themselves into a monster. At 100%. But it's just like, I but guess yeah. when you just start fixing this and then fix totally. that and I get a little filler. And Where does I, it end? These are puffy. Can we do something about this? Yeah. And make these, maybe my cheeks stick out more then I won't have these wrinkles. Yeah. And... But I also, I'm lucky because like just big fat guy that everybody likes. <laughs> one of the fucking best guys to be. You know what I mean? You don't have right. to look good. You know, like right. I never have to worry about that. I just have to like stay alive long enough to enjoy it. You just gotta you stay know? funny. Yeah, stay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be the bitter fat guy. That's a tough right. guy to be. Yeah, but, yeah. but the funny fat guy, it's a great gig. Great gig. One of the best in the fucking universe. <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm a good time. I'm a great hang. We'll just fucking, when I'm, when I'm on my, like when I'm on in party mode, there is, I mean, we're eating like animals. I know, I know the best places. I get fucked up all the time but now i'm like i'm like let me fucking survive the road let me stay sober so you're staying sober and you're trying to exercise yeah i'm and- working out my little brother actually he he started a gym odyssey strength in maryland he uh we did some video series like uh over the summer we did like a workout series together he's a great trainer he really is my brother nick um and he's got a little workout plan for me where it's like you know if i miss a day because i'm traveling or whatever it's not it's a full body workout he's got me on a thing and like I haven't maintained the weight loss, but I keep working out. I'm getting stronger. I've stayed sober. And it's like little baby steps because it's like you have to realize if this is what you want, if if like stand up and touring is what you want, this is just what my life's going to be like. So I have to figure out how to get healthy within it. Like right. I thought I could take like I want at one point I was fat, fat, like fantasizing about I'm going to take a year off and I'm just going to fucking do everything right. And that would be great. I would really enjoy that because I lost a lot of weight during the pandemic because all I had to do was like focus and I really liked it. Um, but then life fucking happens and it's like if you want to be on the road, it's mm-hmm. hard. There's obstacles and I don't have my fucking willpower is not great. Yeah, so you, it's but like, you can develop that. You really can. And that's what I'm trying I mean, to it do. It seems like you're doing it. So I'm trying step by step. Next next tour, I'm going to try doing some meal 
like meal uh, meal prep meal delivery stuff to nice. like the hotel and just like that's a great move. That's the next move. So step by step. But my brother, really good move. He's been great. Like it's really nice to have like a fucking health professional, like a guy who as can, a brother as that's my amazing. brother. And that's I feel I feel like resource. a dumbass for not you know we've had you know for not reaching out. Like he was like. He was like, why didn't you hit me up on the road? He was like, because when we, dude, when we went back, like when I went back the summer after, I was in great, I was great. I was in great shape for me after the pandemic. And then I toured for the whole year. Mm. And dude, it was like, when I went back, I was like, let's go, bro. Let's get jacked. He was like, you're not even touching weights. I was fucking opening bands up. I was doing mm. like fucking, Oh, you he's know. very smart then. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. good. No, he's great. Nick is fucking, Nico Halkis. Check him out. Check out Odyssey Strength. Yeah, a friend of mine decided to start working out, went to this trainer, got three hernias. That's it. That's what would happen, dude. I I'm couldn't. Like, what happened? And, yeah. and he's like, he had me doing way too much, way too hard. And he's an older guy. Right. And now he's kind of fucked. Yeah, dude, my brother had me doing like the kind of workouts really an old woman does when she yeah. breaks her hip. You know what I mean? Like it that's was like, very smart of him. That's, yeah. Well, he loves you. That's yeah, he's awesome. The man. No, he's the man. And uh, you follow Action Bronson? I fucking love Action. My Bronson. man, Action yeah. Bronson's a shit. Yeah, I worked out with Action Bronson when he was here. When he was in town to do my podcast, we went and worked out at Fuck the Omni yeah. Gym. That dude gets after it. Yeah. We, we did a kettlebell workout under John Wolf, and yeah. he fucking gets after it every day, that guy does. That's and he was so yeah. much bigger than you. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. so big and so unhealthy, and he had a kid, and he's like, I yeah. got to fix my life. No, I get that. And honestly, it's beautiful. I love that little story. And like, I do think, as much as I don't think I can take a whole year off, I am really looking. Like, even, even this winter, I'm taking four weeks off, and I'm just going just all health before the tour starts. Mm. And that'll be fun. Because, like, yeah, Action Bronson just fucking, he was just dedicated. dedicated and that's awesome that's awesome still to see. is he's a fucking everyday guy it's amazing that's sick yeah, yeah it's amazing no i want big arms little titties that's nice. my that's my goal dude there, what is he doing uh pro yeah, he's wrestling, wrestling now, now. Wrestling, yeah. yeah he's jacked now dude he's awesome he, he used did, to be a big guy now he's a big jack guy he did um uh sam Morell, me and sam we he had a show sam was the host of the show on msg <laughs> He's the man. Oh. He's just checking, body checking people, <laughs> knocking them to the ground. <laughs> Boom. Oh, look at this. This is so ridiculous. Nah, he's the man. He did a lot for the plus size community. <laughs> well, he showed you there's a way out. Yeah. And you can become healthy, so yeah, much healthier. Yeah. No, and him and Ethan Suplee. Ethan's yes, a fucking man. Ethan's I love the man, guy. too. He's a guy that I told him, I go, if I saw you today, I'd be like, that's the guy I avoided in jujitsu class. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck out of here, you big yeah, gorilla. Yeah. He's so big. He's so but big. But he started yeah. out like, Matt, he, he broke his stitches like he he got skin removed lost the weight and then regained it to Oof, the point where he's like break he had to get yeah. more damn done yeah he's but he's honest about it all and now he looks fucking amazing no he's the man he's just such a cool dude just a really interesting guy too yeah. interesting guy to talk to and look at his fucking career i mean I know. he's worked with every cool director like he's been around forever so in so many fucking cool yeah. from like you know childhood shit to like mm -hmm. Scorsese movies. He's the fucking man. Whenever a person can become super healthy in front of everybody like that, that's a giant. It's a it's a huge like uh, force of energy for people. There's so Definitely. much. Look how big he is now. Nah, dude, He's fucking yeah. jacked. He's jacked. As and shit. look how like overweight he was on the left, and look who he looks like now. Yeah, I mean. But I love that's like, like I, for people to that are like out there that don't have hope and they feel like they fucked their life up impossibly. For you sure, you see that guy and you go, oh, yeah, he did it in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah, did it in yeah. front of the whole world. Yeah, and it wasn't easy either. Like that no. shit's fucking tough. And he fucking slipped a few times. Yeah, and, and that's human. That's big. the other thing. Yeah, that's the other thing is that like, yeah, shit happens, dude. Shit and happens. especially when your your biggest thing is food. Like for me, I can do a lot of drugs. I can fucking stop doing. I'm pretty. I'm pretty lucky in that where I don't really get addicted. 
it's food. Mm. Food gets me, like, it is the drug. Like, I've stayed sober on this tour, and I've been healthier, but I still, my eating is what slips, and that's what, yeah. you know, it's like, so that's why I was like, dude, sobriety will help. It'll keep the guardrails so you don't go crazy. Like, if you get, when I get high, it's like, forget it. We're ordering fucking six entrees just right. to have a little taste of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, after shows especially, right? Oh, you feel dude, like you deserve it. There's nothing better. <laughs> Truly, like, heaven is the way I would like to do the road and you don't get unhealthy. Like, if you get right. more jacked according to how, if you eat more, <laughs> that's heaven. It's like, I'm after a show, I'm eating 18 wings and people are like, you should slow down. It's like, I need the six pack. I gotta get the 24. I'm trying to get jacked. Imagine <laughs> yeah. if that was what jo- dude, got you jacked. If I your body be, was like a furnace. I'd be Ronnie Coleman, bro. The more, <laughs> more food you throw in there, the hotter it gets. Imagine if it's all about how much food you ate. I would be the fucking most jacked man of all time. We would run out of food. Yeah. We, we would start eating each other. Yeah. If that was the case. <laughs> yeah. People Those would resort to cannibalism. We'd, we'd get rid of the crocodiles. We'd yeah. be getting crocodile barbecue for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's nothing better than like Oh after my God, show. food after shows, especially after you smoked a joint Dude. and you go to a place that has good food, like, uh, oh, it's the fucking While best. you're eating, it's the most amazing food And you're food with your ever. friends. Yes, and you're having fun. You're and having fun. the pressure of the show's off. You had a great time. That's the hardest part about, the worst part about comedy is that the day doesn't end. You have something to worry about up until midnight. Right. Like, you wake up, and you're less stressed than you would be at 7 p.m., but it's like, you don't get the, like, the the you, breakfast is the only kind of, like, non-stressful time when right. you're on the road, because it's like, the show is so far away. But, like, you don't, you're not done for the day until fucking midnight. And, and then, then if you're like, eating dinner, you got to be careful. Like, how many hours do I have before the show? Yeah. Like, okay, I got to, like, cut down the carbs Exa- and yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. pasta. Yeah, yeah, Nothing's yeah. going to slow me down. Totally, totally. Because it'll slow your brain down. Oh, that's dude. what you don't realize. 100%. You don't think about it. When you have food digesting in your body, it slows your fucking brain down. Yeah, dude, and I was just going on stage just, like, after fucking, like, <laughs> I like, I could take an edible at 3 p.m. and uh, have a whole pizza and I'll sleep it off. <laughs> it was just like... Like I was in Providence. I did this. I did the tour. I did this little thing on YouTube. It was like uh, when the when the pleasure stops because my last tour was the, the the Prince of Pleasure tour, and the last stop was Providence in Philly. And I just brought my buddy Matt Salakis along. He's done stuff with Sam. He directed his rooftop special, and it was just take. And my buddy Eldis, he was fucking. You know, he was with me. But he like he produces shit for me now. And they were just had a camera going, and it just captured like, bro, I'm fucking. I took edibles. I thought there were 10 milligrams. It was fucking, or I thought there were five. It, they were 50s. And I just have 100 milligrams going. I'm eating like shit. We have a fucking breakfast. And I'm just like, and the breakfast, which is supposed to be like a good meal for the day, I'm like, I'm ordering fucking, oh, we'll get a creme brulee French toast for the table. That move, the fat guy move for the table. And just yeah. like, I'm crushing seven eighths of it. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> well, it's mine. You know, that kind of shit. And I was just fucked. I was just like, there was a show, the Saturday show, I was like, I'm in a fugue state. I don't remember what the fuck's going on here because I'm, I'm off that. That next day after edibles is the best feeling. Like, I find where you're like not as high, but it's still like in your system. You're relaxed. You're just relaxed, but you're still like, you don't want to be doing work. You right. want to be fucking looking up the fucking, you know, crocodile videos. You know what I mean? You want to see baboons get their shit rocked. And I was just like full of pancakes. just like. And then we had a full, we're in Providence, so we go to Little Italy. Full fucking Italian chicken cutlet. I mean, I was fucked oh, up, dude. Oh, boy. And you know what? What's funny is it does slow your brain down, but it's like, it kind of goes back to the, what we were talking about earlier where I love when a fat athlete 
You know what I mean? Because it's like, <laughs> like a John Daly. Because yeah, it's John Daly. Because it's like, yeah, you're not. You have to be finesse. You have to have finesse. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you can't be a pure power player. So you have to actually be more aware of what you have because you're not firing on all cylinders, and you can right. get by on just pure like just I don't know muscle memory, whatever. And those were actually pretty fun. That's the irony is like, I'm actually pretty good at comedy when I'm that fucked up. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> like, and when I'm like, well, you're you know, having fun. Exactly. That is really what it is. That's I'm a lot a of it, man. Blast. I mean, when, if you're not having fun, it's very hard to be funny. Yeah. If you're not having fun, even if you're saying the same thing. No, that's a great point. Because I, I love, I mean, my favorite kind of comedy is just like when you're trying to have a fucking good time. When it's like, I'm just, I'm telling yes. you about me. I'm of telling course. you about personal stories. Like, I personally am not a very, I'm not trying to make a lot of points. I'm trying to tell you about I'm a time not. my dick wasn't getting hard. You know what I mean? Like, I'm telling you about embarrassing myself You're sexually. Fun. You're yeah. having fun. And that's what I do. You know, we were talking yeah. about a little bit about like podcasts. That is, that's what I realized. Like, yeah, podcasts when you're really doing it right is just about having. Like, I was gonna just stop podcasting, and then I was like, "Fuck it." It's no, pretty fun. it's the most fun. It's the next level of what what started with the Opie and Anthony show. What started with the Opie and Anthony show the was hang. they had comics on, they would hang, and we'd yeah. all just talk shit to each other, and it was so much fun. Yeah. And you always look forward to it. It was the only morning show that I would like legitimately right. always. Oh yeah, because that's to. in the era where every morning show. I mean, thank God I came up in pot. Like I've only done two morning shows as a headliner. Oh, you got because I got everybody. But some of them were a lot of fun, man. Yeah. There was a bunch that I used to really enjoy doing. Guys in Philly and Arizona and Seattle. There was a bunch that were really fun, but. You know, some of them were dry, and some of them, sure. the, the the DJ was kind of douchey, of and some of them, they were really cool. Because they're these little kings of their own little domain. Exactly. And they hate when someone actually is funnier than them. And it's it, also you know. like you're the most renegade of all art forms. You right. just went to bed an hour ago. Yeah, you yeah, smell yeah, like yeah, tequila. Yeah. And You've got glitter on your face <laughs> yeah, for some yeah, reason. Yeah, 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 and yeah, you're yeah. sitting there talking shit, right. and, and you're entertaining, and you're having yeah. fun. Yeah, you know, and some guys bring the people in, like Burt Kreischer. He'll get everybody drunk with him. Yeah, you know, and he'll like bring the party to those things. He's yeah. really good at. He was really always really. I don't think he does morning shows anymore. He probably doesn't have to. Yeah, but he might do them if he's if doing he wants for a to. Friend. Like, yeah, he's also like the kind of lunatic that likes doing. Yeah, shit like yeah, yeah. That. he would do it for a friend. Yeah. Guys that he you know knows from back in the day. But yeah. the point is like after he's been drunk all night. Like yeah. I remember I was in Tampa and I was opening for Bobby, and um. Uh, he brought me in to do, you know, morning radio with him. And uh, um, Bert was also, he, we were at Side Splitters and Bert was at the improv or whatever. And Bert was like getting fucked up and he was about to run a fucking marathon that day or something. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I, I, we, me and Bobby had driven through the night. So we only had like a few hours of sleep. And I was like, I feel like a bus hit me. I'm, you know, however much younger than this guy, and he's just getting fucked up at 6 a.m. He's going to go run a marathon. He's going to go do two shows and run a marathon. Well, as much as Bert drinks, he's always consistently worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that makes a big difference because, like, when we, we did this uh, Sober October Fitness Challenge a few years ago, he put in real fucking numbers every day. Yeah. Because we all had to wear a chest strap right, and right, like right, reads right, how much right. exercise yeah, yeah. you've done. He put in real numbers every day. So the, the dude, even though he would hammer the booze, he also works out. Yeah. And, like, that's his strategy. His strategy is to keep his body healthy so he that can drink. Sense. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> Respect, man. It's, I mean, obviously it's working. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you not love the guy? He's, no, he he's rules. one of the best people ever. Yeah, he's a great he's such a, he's a great hang. Yeah, he's such a character. Yeah. But no, you're right. It, it is like it is just like a a, a pot is fun. I, that's what I realized. And the last pot was super fun and this one that I'm doing now um I just started at Stavi's World. I had Sam Morell actually. He was my first guest, so it's like fun. It's like I'm doing. Why like did a, you stop? The last one. Yeah, 
I was a dude. I was a little burned out. I, it was at the end of that tour, like we were talking about, where I was just like, I'd gained a lot of weight. I was, I had overworked myself because coming out of the pandemic, I tried to make up for a whole year off by just never getting off the road. Right. And it's just like, it was little shit. It's like, you know, I was like, ah, I just want to focus on stand up and I just want to like, you know, and I think at a certain point, we had kind of creatively had gotten a little stale and we were all just like, I don't know. Let's uh, kind of like I was feeling like maybe there's another thing I want to pour all my energy into stand up, um, and and it was just like, I, dude, I kind of just stopped everything. I took a little break mm. and I I put the special out, and I thought I was just gonna have it. E- I was just gonna take it easy. I thought it was like, all right, I'm just gonna regroup. I'm take I'll take some time off, start building the next special slowly, and then I was just like, fucking YouTube. And TikTok and all this shit, as much as we shit on it, like, that shit jumped my career up where I was like, fuck, I can't really take a break now. Because, like, I'm selling tickets like I never have sold before. And I, it was just kind of the thing where I was planning on just taking For a lot long? of time off. How long did you take off? I was just going to focus on stand-up and try and get healthier, kind of like that mm. uh, that year that I was dreaming about. And it was like, like the summer that I spent with my brother, I thought it was going to be three months. It ended up being, like, four weeks. Well, here's one thing you can do. You could hold yourself accountable yeah. by talking about it publicly. That's true. On your podcast. That's true. And when you do something like that, it's one of the things that I find whenever we do these Sober October things. We tell everybody what we have to do every day. Yeah. And then we're, we're held true. accountable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then like you say, you have a goal and you work towards that goal and people get to see it. And then they yeah. can become invested in it and they yeah. root for you. That's true. And so I feel like for podcasts, for comics in this day and age... I feel like it's just as important as social media, if not more important, to have a podcast. It's like even if you only like talk about shit that you think about in the news, like something wacky goes down. Yeah, you know, Kanye West says he loves Hitler. Right, or, right, you know, right. right. Something Hilarious happens. to see somebody make Alex Jones uncomfortable. Yeah, some wild <laughs> yeah, shit yeah, goes yeah, down yeah, yeah, in the yeah. world that you didn't expect, and yeah. you could talk about it, yeah. and you know, just. Do it on a regular basis, and people enjoy it. And it doesn't have to be long, and it doesn't have to have guests. In fact, Bill Burr, one of my favorite podcasts ever, no guests. Tim yeah. Dillon, one of favorite ever. Very rarely does he have a guest on. Yeah, most of the time it's just him and his yeah, producer. And you you develop a style of talking shit that is very entertaining. For sure. And it helps your writing. It t- yeah. And I know it helps Tim's, and I, and Bill says it helps his, too, because you're you're constantly ranting about stuff. And every yeah. now and then you can take those rants, extract them, and especially Dylan, because Dylan is essentially doing a one-audience member insane. show. It's insane, yeah, yeah. So it's wild. And it's massively improved his stand-up. Yeah. But also improved the amount of people that are coming to see him because right. of the podcast. It's like all yeah. those things work in synergy and everybody wants to get on a show, right? Get on a show, it's great, you get a paycheck. You could do that yourself. Like, I think that's over. No, I, I really think like YouTube and podcasts are so much like I have friends who are on T V and it does not really change your life. Like well, way- you become a part of a system, right? Yeah. And you have to work on this thing that the system is creating. And your other stuff sure. is all on the side now. And it's not as lucrative as it used to be. You know, no. like it used to be, it made sense because it's like, yeah, you get that fucking. You get that fucking check. You're good. Well, it used to be if you became uh, the person who the sitcom was named after, like <laughs> yeah, Roseanne yeah, 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 or yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. the fucking yeah. top of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Then you're set for life. Yeah, I mean, I think what I what I like doing on this one. So it's I, it's Stavi's world. I it it came out of like I was doing an advice show over the pandemic because I wanted 
I didn't I didn't feel like I was near an audience. So I did it on Twitch, so it was live, and people would call in and I wouldn't screen I wouldn't screen the calls. I had a producer. And so I would just respond to whatever questions people were asking off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And it was like I got to kind of experience a live show. I got to kind of do crowd work and there's, you know, six hundred people watching on Twitch and it felt kinda nice. And then I realized I kinda liked it. Like I liked the like advice part of it. I liked kind of, you know, sharing my perspective with people. And then I would interview my friends. You know, comedians are all fucking, they have some kind of mental illness, some kind of hang up, something. So it was always fun to interview a friend for like a half hour, talk about their shit. Yeah. And then get into it with the, and then just roast, you know, voicemails or whatever. And it was, it's a fun, it's a fun little like lovingly shit on your friend. Yeah. Like you lovingly shit on your callers and like, you know, and then also gives, try and give some good advice. And so I'm excited for it. And it's cool, you know, it's like, it's, you know, it'll be a good, I got my best friend, like, who I grew up with to be the producer, he doesn't know, nice. he has no idea how to do anything, Perfect. So, so it's like, you know, he's fucking shit up, but he's learning really good, but it's fun, it's really fun, and the last show was super great, too, we had a we had a blast, and we, we made some hilarious stuff, but it's also like, you want to be doing the next thing, and you want to always kind of be evolving a little bit, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, you got a good attitude, dude, and it's smart, you, and I'm glad you're doing it again. Yeah, I think everybody should. I mean, if you want to, it doesn't mean that you don't have to. Well, I mean, there's a lot just, of great comics that don't have one. Yeah, you know, business wise, also, it's just like it's smart. It's just you got to do it. So, Stavi's World, go subscribe, everybody. And it's on everything. It's on everything. It's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. Whatever. Samaril was our first guest. Um, our second guest, the Are You Garbage guys. I don't know if you know them. They're very funny. Nice. They're really great. And then a lot of great people. You know, Soder, Joe List. Is that Ryan Long? Are You Garbage? No, 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 no. That's uh, his. Is uh, I forget what Ryan's. What's Ryan's? Are you garbage? Is uh, uh, Foley and Kevin Ryan. Nice Philly guys, very funny guys. But yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there now. It's a, a it's ones. a fun time for comedy because comics like there's a there's a, a, a gang of us out there where we communicate with each other. We do each other's podcasts. We do shows together. It's like it's a rare time. Yeah, it's fun. It's and an it's, interesting time. It also it almost feels like we're kind of everyone is kind of reinventing like a. The, a network you know what I mean it just yes. feels like we're kind of reinventing everything where <laughs> it's like yes. a pod, like you were saying you were just getting blasted on a fucking MacBook 12 years ago yeah. and like look at this shit we're in a compound there's fucking bidets in your bathroom <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to shit I just put my ass on it to f- just be clean for the pot like I was like we're it's fucking moved and like even YouTube I kind of feel like I just kind of started throwing my shit up there just to see what would happen to prep to prep for the special coming out, mm-hmm. and it's like now it's like there's a legit audience, and now I get to do fun stuff like make a a workout series with my brother, and like you know that's not strictly stand up, but it's funny. It's you do different. anything you want, man. If it's you have, pretty fun. If you're into fucking baseball cards, yeah, your thing on <laughs> yeah, ba- doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do whatever yeah, the fuck you yeah, want, yeah, and that's yeah. the thing about the world that we're living in now. There's so much more freedom of expression, even though people are trying to clamp down on it and everyone's talking about censorship. And there's a lot of that, too. But that just seems to be a part of the natural human experience. Like when people get into positions of power, they want to silence opposing voices. Those voices bother them. doesn't matter if it's Republicans or Democrats. People constantly do it. And they yeah. always want to blame the left is always censoring. And then the, the right is always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, but but it's a, it seems like it's a fucking normal human thing to do. I, and I, the internet is like one of the rare times ever right. where like a break in the dam. Yeah. And just whoosh. Well, that's what I, I do think that's true where it's like you can like you can fucking find your even if there's someone is trying to quote cancel you or whatever it's like like look at Shane or look at whatever it's like you can figure it out a lot of people like you know 
have a career despite those attempts or whatever and it's like i've said some fucked up shit as a joke i get you know maybe some people try and cancel me but it's like i'm trying to build my own audience and i'm trying to just like you know you're also doing comedy live right and if you're talking shit you take chances and sometimes you don't even realize what you're saying while you're saying it yeah you're trying to be funny yeah patrice patrice had a a great line about that it's like a joke that bombs and a joke that kills all comes from the same place right interesting the person's just trying to be funny yeah that's true that's true it's the intention of it the intention is never and to you hurt do, someone yeah and you do have to like you know you have to what did Chris Rock say that there was like a real racist there's been racist versions of all his jokes or something like that when he was figuring <laughs> them out well um, Chris that, that one bit that became one of his best bits ever that uh, I I love black people, but I hate N words. Sure, sure. That bit is a fantastic bit, and yeah, apparently, yeah. like he struggled with that bit for a long time before he got it to work. Right, right. Because right. sometimes when you have a complicated idea in your head, of course, you're like, how do I get this fucking thing to work? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you can almost bail on it, and then it becomes like your closing bit. Louis said something where he had like a the joke about molest. It's like molesting children, where <laughs> it's like we we people would like survive if they didn't. Or more yeah, children yeah, yeah. survive if like um, if we if we didn't we're so mean to child molesters which is like <laughs> it's like an interest it's even him even saying that I'm like God damn but it would have been interesting to see you know yeah uh, you know where the bit went I suppose um, but yeah I do think like I do think there's a freedom well, didn't to that do bit whatever you want. make it on a, uh, a special I'm not sure I think that bit might have made it on a special uh, I don't I, I just remember talking about it back back in the day yeah i um, think i think he might have actually figured out a way to, to make that work interesting <laughs> yeah but, well he could do that he, I but, do, but that's what he likes to do too that I, was, yeah i do think that like you should have that leeway but i also think like sometimes it's it is like i do think like you should be able to say whatever you want but it's also like using nuclear weapons where it's like yeah chris rock can do it but not every fucking open micer can do it. You of know course. what I mean? It's like that's but what it is about. But how do they learn how to do it? They learn how to do it by stumbling. You, but, but they learn how to do it by trying. But with easier and stuff, flat on right? Their face. It's right. like, but it's they like, don't know that while they're doing it. It's like you, you wouldn't spar fucking. You know, you wouldn't spar with BJ Penn to learn. You know right. what I mean? But like, you, but here's the thing: you might have to. If you're in is a jiu-jitsu that, class, yeah. the you point gotta, is if you're levels. a comic, but if you're a comic and yeah. you're on stage, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You yeah. don't have a coach. Right. You don't have a trainer. No one's showing you how to do it. And if yeah. you're a dumb kid and you're 21 years old and you have this complicated idea in your head, you think you're going to figure out how to make funny in front of these people, but you fall flat on your face, you should still try it. Sure. That's how you learn. You I learn would, by fucking up. Yeah. I would say keep keep it to like, but it, you do have this epidemic of like young kids who think they're ready oh, yeah. for the big shit. Oh my and God. it's like, you're not, bro. You didn't feel Write like that when you were about, young? You I talked about true. how you did. I guess that's true, but I, I guess I didn't uh, drop any N-bombs. I'll put it yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 I did, but I was talking about wiping my own ass and, you know, how little my... Still the same but ideas. But everybody's delusional about their ability. Uh, yes, for and, sure. And for young guys coming up, you have all this testosterone and uh, fucking uh, zero clue on how the world works yet, and you start making a living doing comedy, or you start doing open mics and getting laughs, yeah. and you think you're profound. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like absolutely. There's a lot of people that pretend to be profound, oh. pre- pretending to be profound on stage. One of the worst things. One of the, the most time. painful things. I do. I just in general don't like making a point. <laughs> I like telling a funny story. Fun. You know, it's more fun to not make a point. And yeah. a lot of people love that. You know, like we talked about it the other day about Bill Hicks. Like Bill Hicks uh, was like such a revolutionary comedian because like all he had was points. Like everything yeah, was yeah, like yeah. intense points. But it fucked a lot of people up because a lot of young dorks imitated him fully, and they tried 
didn't. Cl- I definitely probably did. Oh, I yeah, definitely yeah. had some pontificating Joe. Yeah, I definitely had some <laughs> nonsense that I, I fucking tried. And I was twenty because when I first saw him, I was twenty-one. I was oh, like yeah. super impressionable. I was yeah. an open micer. Yeah, there was a bunch of those guys that you'd see and, they, and you'd found yourself like sounding like them. Absolutely, like Atel. Like Patrice would call them babies. Yeah, He's like yeah, Atel's yeah. got so many babies. All oh, Patrice town. for for generations. Generations like every, had babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robin Harris had a lot of babies. There's a lot of people that yeah. imitated Robin Harris when he yeah. was at the top in L.A. back in yeah. the '90s. There's a bunch of those guys that are like super influential, very charismatic people, and everybody just Brody Stevens. Yeah, a people lot of, would talk like Brody. A lot of people were doing Canaine in Brooklyn when I was oh, when I was coming right, up. There's a right. lot of Canaines going on. A lot of lot of um, uh, there's a lot of people that did Stanhope. Stanhope. Oh, without question. A lot of people did Stanhope. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah. times where I was just like, I couldn't. There were some comedians that I didn't want to watch because I didn't want to like. Mm-hmm. Like Sean Patton's a great example of somebody, and he's got a special out. Everybody should go see it on Peacock. But like, I was just like, I loved Sean, and I was I wanted to get to how free he is on stage. Mm. But I was just like, at a certain point, I was like, I don't I don't think I can watch him because I'll just steal his swag. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you steal you his like fun, like his energy. And that's another thing with stand up is like. Energies is part of it. Like vibe is part of it. You yep, know. Yep. And so I don't know. I try and just do my own. You vibe know. is definitely part of it. There's a lot going on up there, man. I always th- say it's kind of like a mass hypnosis. It's like everybody. Like if a great comic's on stage, if you're on stage and you're killing, I'm yeah. I'm letting you think for me. Right. I'm true. just sitting here like this, and you're telling me these stories, and all I'm doing is like letting you think for me you're telling me i'm mean, i'm listening to what you're saying i'm getting the picture yeah. i'm just going along on this ride yeah and when someone can do that to a large group of people it's very similar to a kind of hypnosis it's a, a laughter hypnosis yeah no absolutely it's like it, it, and what's what's beautiful about it too is that like it's not it, every show is different that's what i love like yeah. a couple of things that you you were talking about earlier where it's like you are basically self-taught you can't really you could take a class but it's not really not only that, no one teaches it like you yeah like you know kurt mesker's not going to teach a class you know of course mark norman's not going to teach yeah. a class. <laughs> right 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 the, yeah, that's a great the point people that teach classes aren't usually people that did so good at it in the first place exactly and it's like you want to it's like they teach you to take the the mic out of the stand and put the mic away. But it's like you really just have to – there is no solution other than get on stage as much as possible. You can get some advice from your peers. That's sure. helped me a lot. Advice from my peers has helped me a lot. But no one can tell you how to do it because the way you do it is different than the way Ari does it. Yep. It's different than the way Shane does it. Like yep. you got to kind of do it with your vibe. And, and, I lo- and the other thing I really love is that fucking every show is different. And yep. every sh- you'll never be in yeah. that room – those people will never right. be in the same room ever again. Yeah. And that shit rocks. I love that. And if people have their phones in those yonder bags, man, they're in the moment. They're really they're really there. I really like – yeah, it, Comedy Works, great club. They do that. It's so that good to awesome. do, man. Every club should do it. It changes the vibe of the show. You're right. People are way more present. Oh, they're way yeah. more present. They're not distracted at all by their phones. And the comic's more free because you can fuck around on stage more. Right, right, it's, right. It's, the whole thing is better. Yeah. It's we, we're living in a strange time for comedy, but it's a really good time. There's so many good I comics think it's the coming best. up. Yeah, I it's love a, it. I think it's like a golden era for up and coming talent. There's and so I don't many... even I don't even think it's a big deal to like I know maybe there's a philosophical difference. I don't even think it's a big deal to be a little restrained in what like because I think you can become funny around like societal constraints a little bit. You know, you what certainly I mean? can. it's a challenge for it's sure. It's a challenge, and it's Jerry like, Seinfeld used to say that about being clean. Right. That it is a challenge to yeah. make a really funny joke clean. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of people, especially back then, they felt like swearing 
was somehow or another cheap. Uh, like cheap. Yeah. It was a cop out. Yeah. Which is interesting. And I, I, I subscribe to that philosophy because that's how I grew up. Like I, I started out in those clubs where I thought I was a loser because I like Dice Clay and Sam right, Kinison. Right, I like right, this guy. Right. I like Richard Pryor. I like Dude. these guys who swore all yeah, the time. Yeah, Richard Pryor was a man. I was of like, but there's a value to learning how to construct a joke without swears. Yeah. So that, like, when you fully express yourself where you normally would with swears, it's better. Because yeah. the joke stands by itself. Like we watched Kinnison do his first Letterman the other day. We did a Protect Our Parks, and oh, we were, when yeah. we were watching it, we were like, "Look how good this guy is!" And it's no swears because yeah, he's mean, doing Letterman. And it's his. I mean, that's an energy guy oh, where you're like, "Fuck, God. dude, this rules." He was from another planet. Yeah, like no, dude, that guy when when he first came around, he changed comedy. He was the first guy that I ever saw do comedy where I was like. Maybe I could do comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I thought comedy was like these guys that were like these sort of like rolled up sleeves, which is where I, I dressed like that when I first started. I thought you had to dress like that. <laughs> had a blazer on and shit, a funny t-shirt. I was such a dork. Oh, fuck yeah. Little but, uh, Twink Joe oh, in the yeah, blazer. Yeah, yeah. A little cheetah guy. <laughs> but I was trying to imitate what a comedian was. Of course. And I saw Kinison and it made me think like, okay, maybe, I'm, maybe there's other ways to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw Dennis Leary. And I saw Hicks, and I saw a lot of these guys. Like, okay, comedy is a different. It's a lot of things. Yeah, it's like yeah. You, you get a confused idea what comedy is, and then luckily I started out in Boston, and all of those guys like I talked about, Lenny Clark right. and there Don was... Gavin, they were all coke snorting, <laughs> big giant guys who got in barroom brawls. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is comedy too. Like, well, whoa. Well, Boston had a very. Sh- I mean, because I was definitely a little fucking comedy nerd, so it's like you know. It was one of the places that early had a very defined local scene with a lot of really good talent where it's like, and you see it, you see who comes out of there from that era. To this day, I've seen people kill harder in Boston at these local clubs, these local guys like Steve Sweeney, than I have any, no one's killed harder. It's yeah. like they've killed as hard as you can kill. Right, right. They maxed like, it out. It doesn't get hard. You get <laughs> yeah, just yeah. as good. And I've seen guys do just as good. Right. But they get ju- they killed so hard. And Kevin Meany, he's another guy from Boston. I saw him once at Cast a Rising Star with my friend from high school. We went and sat there. And I couldn't believe how funny it was. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I didn't understand. It's like, you know, like uh, he would do this, this thing about big pants people. Mm-hmm. That's not right. We're big <laughs> pants people. Yeah, and he yeah. was so comfortable yeah and so in the groove like it was so funny it was i was perplexing yeah, yeah i remember yeah. me and my friend diane we left there we were like how fu- how is he so funny how is yeah. someone so funny yeah it's like he, for an hour and 15 minutes he just destroyed yeah it's incredible and you know i'm trying to like and you try you, it's nice because you get to just chase that you're like i gotta get that funny and it's like you just gotta just get better every time you try. Just keep trying to get better, and then you're on a path. And then you'll look back. Like Don Myrera said it to me once. He goes, "The beautiful thing about comedy is you can just keep getting better if you keep working on it. Right. It's not like a baseball player where your knees go. Like you can right, you right, can right. keep doing it. You can keep getting better." He's like, yeah. "I'm so happy." And you know, Don was like in his late sixties when he was telling yeah. me. He's like, "I'm yeah. so happy I'm a comic." I mean, to tell you see that with the tell because it's yeah. like he's the fucking man. Better than ever. It's just like he's yeah. better than ever. He's a monster. And, and I do. Think I think sometimes it can be hard as you advance to continue to stay better because like because you have like he has the discipline to like he treats it like like dude I open for him and like he if something if he missed like a little thing you could tell he fucking hated it if yeah. he wasn't doing a hundred out of a hundred it was like a fucking problem and yeah. it's like 
but he he does. But that's the other thing. It's like he thinks he mess, messed something up. In his mind, he didn't. It was fucking great. He's the fucking man. And you just see him work on his shit day after day. Like the biggest thrill for me when I moved to New York was being on a show with fucking David Tell. When I'm at the stand and it's the Late Show and he's yeah. coming in, and you just you just see this guy. He's working on something. He's killing harder, and he's just like he has the discipline to like not let being David Tell like go to his head. Well, the opposite. It, it goes the opposite. Like he like fucking hates himself because of that. Yeah, like he's maybe. his own harshest critic. That's, that's probably what, but that's he's probably why he's so good. But you probably yeah, that's yeah. why he's so good because he's so harsh on himself and his delivery and his material. Gillis yeah. is like that too. True. Gillis is like, oh, it's fucking, I don't know. I want phone to do this George Washington bit. I mean, yeah, I go, yeah, shut yeah. the fuck up. It's one of the best bits ever. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? But it's like, he, that's why he's so good because yeah. he's fucking hard on himself. Yeah. Like, the, the guys that are like we were when we were younger, when you, you get delusional, you think right. you can headline, you have 15 minutes. Those, you know, that's that's not what you're supposed to be. For sure. You're supposed to be the opposite. Yeah. You're supposed to be like, oh, this, the more you learn, the more terrified you get. For sure. And that's how you become a fucking, you know, an all-time great when you have that kind of work ethic. But, you know, that's like Giannis at the Takumbo where he's like, he works hard as fuck and he's the MVP. But I don't know, man. I could just be a little, you know, I don't want to work that hard. <laughs> like, I just want to have a good time also. You don't have to work that hard. <laughs> the thing is, it's like doing what like you're Shaq. doing. Do what you do, but yeah. keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, that yeah. you have to work that hard. Yeah. Just do it to your level of enjoyment. Like right. there's a balancing act. If you become so obsessed that you spend all your time doing it and then you become this miserable person who's really successful, that's not a success True. because you're unhappy. True. So there's like a balance. Like yeah, how yeah, much yeah. effort do you want to put in versus how much do you want to get out of it? Right. And you right. got to figure out what that is to keep you normal. Yeah. I just want to. For me, up. I just do a bunch of other shit too. Yeah, that's true. That's how I keep from going nuts. That I makes do sense. other things that I enjoyed. That's why podcasts help me. Right. Because I'll do this too. Right. And then I do comedy too. Yeah. And then I do the UFC too. Fuck I yeah. do all so in having these different things, I keep my mind occupied in different ways. Yeah. So it doesn't get burnt out. Have you out. always been like hyperact like have you always been doing like five different things? Is that always how you were like? Usually I just do one thing mm. but too crazy. Right, right. So right. I realized when I, as I got older, like I need other things. Yeah, I can't have just yeah, one yeah. thing. I'm too crazy. So that's I've, okay. it's like directing my crazy in manageable doses. Right. Because right, like right. one thing, like video games, I used to get addicted to Quake, <laughs> and I would play eight hours a day. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. I wouldn't stop. I was addicted. It was a real problem. That's fucking hilarious. It was a real problem, and yeah. I get I get like that with martial arts. I get like that with a lot of things. So I, for me, I have to have other stuff. Okay, that makes sense. So if I have like I I could get addicted like that to comedy and that's great but the problem is like mentally when i get addicted to something i get like super obsessed right and it becomes the only thing i want to concentrate right, on right, and so i'm right. thinking about it when i'm doing other stuff and i'm talking to people i'm really thinking about comedy or i'm really thinking about martial arts whatever right, the fuck right, the right. thing is what at the, the time it's so like for me like the balancing act is having multiple interests interesting yeah that's just for me though. I no, mean, that makes everybody's sense. got their own like weird way yeah, of I definitely, managing. I definitely get locked into one thing at a time and I have a hard time switching yeah. gears. So like we're launching the podcast and I was just I hadn't done stand up in a couple weeks and now I'm about to do you know, we were just trying to get everything figured out and recording some pods because I also want to take January off, so you gotta bank some. And so I was just in that mode and now it's like it does take me a while, I feel like, to shift gears, to like mm. get into like stand up mode. Like that's why the tour next year so it starts in February, and then we're going to go until May. Almost the only thing I'm focusing on is stand-up because um, I want to record a special at the end mm. of that. And then it's like, okay, that's over. Now I can kind of like shift gears and maybe, you know, 
do a little, you know, write a script, do act. I mean, I want to act. I want to do that shit too. But it's like, I definitely, I'm definitely in that mode where I'm like, I'm just addicted to something right now. And That's awesome. You know. That's awesome too that you're stating it publicly that you work. So then people will be on your side. They'll be with you while you're doing this, yeah. which is fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to put that out there. And it also like it holds you accountable. Like makes yeah. it's very difficult to do things just decide, "Oh, I'm going to do this every day." Because like if you don't like have a fucking list of shit that you have to get done. Yeah. It's so easy to blow stuff off. And also it's like when your fucking brain is all fucked. I don't know if you feel like you have ADD or whatever, but it's like I definitely feel it. like I just I look every time I look up an article that's like, you know, do you have it's like every Part of it, it's like I have that. I have that. Let's have look that. it up. Look, look yeah. up. What is? <laughs> it's, it's, how do you know if you have ADD? My, what are the symptoms of ADD, Jamie? Because my boy Ben O'Brien, he's the he's the fucking man. I know a Ben O'Brien. I bet they're different guys. Probably a different guy. Pretty common. <laughs> it's like no, it's the same Ben O'Brien. Hunter in Montana. Yeah, not the. He's not the producer of uh, my <laughs> online content. <laughs> my creative producer. No, he's the man. Ben is so fucking funny. Um, but Ben's got like he um. He has no AD. Like, every artist, I feel like every, like, so many comedians have that shit, and Ben just doesn't. And he was telling me, like, you definitely have this. And I was like, no. Nah, well, let's find out what it is. I'm just, I'm just a little scared. What are the symptoms of ADD, young Jamie? Let's go for children and teenagers, I guess. Well, let's do it for that. <laughs> yeah. He's a teenager at heart. Um, yeah. Let's see what we got here. Um, having a short attention span and being easily distracted. Check. Yep. Making careless mistakes, for example, in schoolwork. Check. Appearing forgetful or losing things. Check. Being unable to stick to tasks that are tedious or time-consuming. Without question. Triple check. Yeah. Appearing to be unable to listen to or carry out instructions. Nah, I can do that pretty good. I'm not that uh, Constantly changing activity or task. Check. Having difficulty organizing tasks. Check. Organizing is the motherfucker. Hyperactive and impulsiveness. And then executive dysfunction, whatever that shit is. Being unable to sit still, especially in calm or quiet surroundings. I don't have that. Constantly fidgeting. I kind of have that when I'm sitting here doing podcasting, but that's just because I'm trying to be aware of my posture and shit. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I like these chairs. What they're these, good. Like, ergonomic shoes? Yeah, they're really good. They keep yeah. they, These are the only ones that I've ever found that are both comfortable and they keep me from having a, a sore back. Because yeah. like office chairs... You kind of sit in a fucked up way, and yeah, like the nice. middle of my back would be tight at the end of a show. Excessive talking, for sure I have that. <laughs> Clearly. <Yeah>. Excessive <laughs> physical movement, 100% I have that. I'm yeah. very excessive. So you're a child with ADD, bro. Being unable to wait their turn. No, I'm not that bad at that. <laughs> I've gotten better at that. But that's what we were talking about Acting earlier. Acting without thinking, 100%. Yeah. Interrupting conversations, that's me. <laughs> Little or no sense of danger. I'm not so good at that. <laughs> yeah. I kind of am good at it, but kind of also not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, pr I'm. I'd say I'm medium good. Yeah. So I have everything. You got except it all. like two or three things. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel like I can't. So like, I should be. Medicated. I need the list. Yeah, you probably. Which should I be on? Forgetful. Okay. Yeah. Carelessness or lack. Now this is absolutely me. Um, continuing starting new tab. What was the one? Forgetfulness. Well, which the one do you? Uh, was <laughs> there more of them? <laughs> Were you doing that as a bit? You're like, what was that one? Forgetfulness. Oh, is there more of them? <laughs> this is for adults. This is for adults. Oh, this one's I for just adults. Kept scrolling down okay, so carelessness down. and lack of attention to detail. Not necessarily. I pay attention to things that I'm concentrating on. Yeah, I'm, I'm very detail oriented with actually things I'm trying to do. But well. I think that's the flip side. Like I was listening to Brian Koppelman's podcast. He was because he has. He was talking about how ADD can be like a fucking superpower because you're so, sometimes you're so locked in. And he was talking about how like when he was writing his, you know, like this first script, it was like 
he wanted to do it so bad. And sometimes I feel that way too, where I'm in the fucking zone. Right. You know? When I really want to get something done, where I'm writing a you know a script like a script I really care about, or I'm working on a joke that's I really want to get done. And I feel like I could, like if when I'm in that zone, I'm like I'm the fucking smartest man alive. I feel like I'm on limitless. Here's the question: Is this really a disease or? Is it a problem only because human beings are trying to interface with a complex modern society that doesn't match their genetics? Yeah, maybe. Like, what, what is it? I mean, there's got to be some benefit to being locked into some things and being distracted by shit you don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Then you, if you were a hunter, that would help you because you would concentrate only on the thing you're trying to do. And you would ignore a bunch of other shit that's probably important, but in your mind, not as interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, but I also think... I also think some people just don't have that though, where they can just pay attention to their surroundings. Right. Some people are just and scattered. Just like, and yeah, just being scattered. And ultimately, it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, what am I going to do now? I'm fucking 33. I'm not like, you know. Yeah, but it's helping you with comedy, is my point. Probably, yeah. Yeah, 100%, dude. Listen, yeah. that's the well, thing. Well, that's why it's I like... think a lot of people who end up in comedy or certain artistic fields or something do have that. Cause but, it's but, like... what, but that's the thing. Is that really a disease then? Because that's got a great benefit to it. It just yeah. seems like a manageable asset. Well, it's like, you know, Boban Marjanovic has got gigantism or whatever, but it is a disease, but it still makes him a good center. Andre the Giant. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it is, but it also could help you out. You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's like. Well, that's a, that's a different thing, right? Because I think ADD is like super fucking common. Yeah, probably. But, but, but is it real? Is, it's more is of a personality a, problem. But is there d any debate as to whether or not ADD is actually a disease? I mean, do, are there people out there that say, no, this is like a natural function of the way some people's brains work? And that some yeah. people's brains are not designed to focus on tasks they're not interested in. I guess but if they focus on something they are interested in, right. they can get really good at it. But sometimes you don't even do that. Yeah, but there's a fucking spectrum yeah. of dummies <laughs> yeah, yeah. and intelligent people that we have <laughs> to true. acknowledge. We That's have to, a good point. We don't have to set standards for every fucking human being regardless of how low their IQ is. Right, I'm just saying right, for, right. for average human beings, well, isn't it possible me, that that's an asset? Yeah. Is there a debate on that? There probably is. Yeah, let's see what they say. The ADHD community. Are, so, are some people thinking that ADD is not actually a disease? Yes. I'm sure plenty. Yeah. And that's what I wonder I, who's right. I mean, but sometimes I'll take a fucking I'll take a fucking Adderall or whatever just to if I have some shit to do, and I'm like, oh, this rocks. Yeah, I'm but that's amphetamines. Of course it rocks. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a reason why it's so goddamn addictive. That's hilarious. Yeah, dude. I'll like, just, it's addictive. I'll it's, clean. It rocks. It's not addictive because it sucks. You're right. That's a good point. All, that stuff, yeah. all that stuff yeah. that's addictive is awesome. Yeah. Except maybe gambling. Yeah. But if you win, but when it's you awesome. win, that's yeah. a fucking nice one. All of it's awesome. There's a reason why people get addicted to things. Yeah. They're, they're addicted to things that give them that crazy dopamine rush. I Whatever never, the fuck it is. I never got into gambling because I, I think I, I got out of it at a young age. Because, like, we gambled in Greek town. I grew up in Baltimore. I grew up in Greek town. It was like, I think two of my friends growing up just happened to be like compulsive gamblers. Like, we had a bookie when we were like 14. Oh, my <laughs> he, God. He would like call in football games. You ever talk to Diaz about it? No, no. Oh, my. Diaz was a bookie. Whoa, really? Yeah. Diaz, Diaz used to answer phones, used to place calls he, yeah he looks like he could oh he's yeah a, he's a bookie <laughs> yeah. yeah he knew bookies he worked in offices yeah yeah he's he's the real deal no so but, i i got out of that good uh, for you uh, man because that's a scary one i've seen people lose their lives to gambling it's yeah. it's wild to see that's a tough it's one. wild to see people who can't stop going to the casino it's wild to see people who can't stop going betting on cards or horses yeah. or I, when I moved to New York in like 92, 91, 92, 
whenever it was, um, I started hanging out at this pool hall, uh-huh. and this pool hall was filled with degenerate gamblers. Everybody I was never around. around those kind of people yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was younger. Totally. And all of a sudden, as like a 23-year-old, I'm hanging around with these fucking animals <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, just yeah, yeah, all yeah. would lie to each other, and they were all stealing <laughs> money, and they were all gambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of guys had just gotten out of jail. Oh, it was fuck. the wildest place to hang out. Yeah. Because I got to be exposed to this group. It was mostly like bachelor men who didn't have kids, who didn't fit in with regular society. And they were at this place where they all just hung out together with other men. They smoked cigarettes and talked shit and gambled. The place was open until 2 o'clock in the morning. It was a wild experience for me as like a pretty fucking naive 23-year-old. Because you're just coming out of like, you know, Fucking college or whatever. The Not even for me. I, no. I was martial arts. I was oh, fighting. Oh shit! Holy so fuck! So I went from that Damn, to that, you were starting to do stand up. Yeah. Damn. So to starting to do stand up when I was twenty one, and then so all of a like sudden a, I was around these fucking people. That's that, a world of discipline. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go to like fucking degenerates. Just full degenerates. I couldn't <laughs> believe. I I had never been around people that were addicted <laughs> to gambling. Awesome. It was wild. There were so many of them. Yeah. They're they, betting on coin flips. They and were shit. always losing and winning and losing and winning and fucking. Dang! I almost fucking had in that yeah, cocksucker. Yeah, yeah, I missed a fucking nine ball. <laughs> yeah. you know, that table's not level. They, they, all these arguments. The and cheating. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It was crazy. It was just, but these people were renegades. They were like this part of society that I didn't know existed. People that never felt like they fit in anywhere. Right. And they found this one thing and they hung out there together. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I, I could definitely see that. I mean, the Greek town, there's like a bunch of like these, the coffee houses that like old Greek guys yeah. just hang out and they're Drink coffee, talk shit, talk throw shit. dice. Yeah, just yeah, avoid their families. Yep. You know what I mean? Like just fucking, yeah. just fucking hang out. Well, there was thousands of those places in New York City at the turn of the century. At the turn of the century in New York City, I think there was close to a thousand pool halls. Damn. That was wild. where men, bachelor men used to go. And you this keep, was like after the war. You know, like the way you're describing it sounds a hundred percent like they're sucking each other off. Probably <laughs> like, were yeah. these bachelor the men. Romans did <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think probably. to clear your mind for, for before doing some philosophy. Well, there was this the pool was invented. The word pool uh, is it refers to money. Pool your money together. Oh, billiards is the game. The game is billiards or pocket billiards. You know, yeah, the original yeah, game yeah, was three yeah. cushion billiards, and then they developed pocket billiards mostly in America. Damn. And when you watch them do when you play in pool, they're they're playing it for money. Yeah. So all those guys back in the day, like they were just these gambling addicts that lived in this time where they felt like they were outcasts of society, and they were all over New York City. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fucking. You it's know. a. It was a wild culture to get exposed to as a, a young. Did you comic. ever lose money? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't good. I, but you I did became gamble. pretty good. I became pretty good, but I became what's called like a B player. There was okay. a, most good players can beat me. So what? What? What was the like compulsion to be going there? Just just hanging the out? game was so exciting. Interesting. And to play for money when you're when you're down on a ball and if you make it you win and if you you miss it you lose. Damn. And that that feeling of the nerves and the excitement yeah, yeah, and the yeah, when yeah. you make it and you win and tournaments we played a lot of tournaments. That's fun. Those are really fun because you get to match up. Like you could get a, a, a tournament and all of a sudden you're matched up with a, a world champion. Damn. Because they would play in like regular tournaments. Just to keep the fucking knives sharp. They always play. Like yeah. you can play. And so they would make them handicap. Like they would have to give you extra balls on the wire or extra games on the wire rather or extra balls in the game. But you would be able to play sometimes like straight up with a guy like Efren Reyes, the greatest pool player of all time. Damn. There's no time where you ever could play pickup basketball against Michael <laughs> right, Jordan. Right, right, right. But if right. you're a pool player, you could enter into like a local professional tournament and, and you could play Buddy Hall or Steve Miserak. Damn. 
crazy. Johnny Archer. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, you could uh, – there was this place called Hard Times that I used to go to when I first moved to L.A., and they had a Sunday tournament. And the Sunday tournament was all the top players in the world – these guys from the Philippines, like Francisco Damn. Bustamante, and <laughs> Dennis like Arcolo. Uh, these names all sound fake, but I oh, love it. Oh, man. They were, they were <laughs> the Dennis best. Bustamante. The Filipinos, man. There's a Filipino invasion where they came over here and just fucked everybody up. That's awesome. Filipinos are some of the greatest pool players of all time. Good for them. It's crazy. Like, the, the GIs brought pool to the Philippines oh, in the wow. 1950s, and then and the, master, Filipinos the Filipinos mastered, mastered that it. shit. Fuck, also yeah. because they're playing outside yeah. so they have like all this all this moisture on the table yeah, and then they dude. have fucked up tables that are out of balance so they just developed the best strokes that's they just sick. they know how to like really stroke through the ball best position play that's great dude take that gi's they came over here and changed the game efren reyes he came over here under a fake name Fuck he came yeah, over dude. here under named caesar morales <laughs> and started robbing everybody <laughs> Came over from the Philippines, <laughs> unknown, with a fake name. That rocks, dude. And just was robbing everybody. Just making a fortune, just hustling people. People just couldn't believe how good he was. Yeah. So this, this this dude, they call him the magician. And how long did you, are you do you still play pool? Or oh, yeah, you, I have two oh, tables still, here. Oh, I'll show wow. you afterwards. Fuck I have two yeah. tables here. I play Damn. all the time. How'd you get started? Yeah. Was it just It just got started because I walked into that pool hall that one day. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, I'd played a couple times with my friends, and I had this uh, ex-girlfriend that liked to play pool. And we played a couple of times, but we were terrible. We didn't yeah. know what we were doing. And then I walked in this pool hall, and I watched guys play for money. Nice. And I was like, this is wild. People are cheering and yeah, hollering, yeah. and yeah. They're, they're trying to gamble more. Yeah. It's, it, was, it was a crazy environment of, like, guys getting to do what they really enjoyed doing. You know, so, just I mean, just having fun, talking shit with each other, not hindered by jobs that make you dress a certain way, right. or, you know, offices that make you talk a certain way. These are just wild folk who People didn't fit fucking- in. Yeah, blowing some steam. But off. unfortunately, a lot of them were gambling. Addicts. <laughs> yeah, 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 a yeah. Lot yeah. Of them a lot of those guys had their shins broken. <laughs> a lot of them were drug addicts. A lot of them were. I, I was yeah. exposed to the world of like guys who use heroin and coke. Damn. Like everybody did something. Everybody was doing pills. Yeah. Everybody was doing something. They were all doing drugs. Yeah, the color of money is my my only like you know. That's all. Kind I know of. About. There's there's moments in that movie where it's kind of maybe a little bit accurate. Not it's totally. just a great movie, but yeah. it's like, but it's like sometimes they don't get the, they don't nail the verisimilitude. Well, they nailed it with. Do you ever see when Tom Cruise pull up the scene? Tom Cruise plays Grady Stevens in The Color of Money. Oh hell yeah! I don't remember that one off the top. This of my head, is why yeah. this is important. Okay, the guy he's playing is really the best player in the world at the time. That's the it. guy he's playing is Keith McCready. They call him the Earthquake. Fuck yeah, dude. Keith McCready, whoo. When he was young, dude, he w- he made people quit pool. <laughs> guys would just lose $50,000, $100,000 to him. He was a, an assassin. God damn. Just an assassin out of California. Damn. And he played out of hard times billiards. And this motherfucker was like legendary through the whole country for gambling. Like, and the way he played, he played with a sidearm stroke because hmm. he learned how to play pool when he was so small he couldn't reach the table. <laughs> so he couldn't dangle his cue in a normal way. He had to do and a sidearm. And he side just kept arm, it going his whole life. he kept life. it that way his whole career. Damn. See if you can find that scene. Tom Cruise plays Grady Stevens. So he plays this character in this movie who's the number one pool player in the world. Okay. What's interesting about it is he, like, he legitimately was. So when you watch him shoot the ball and move the ball around, that's what like an elite top of the food chain assassin. 
assassin for money pool player looks like. That's sick. Because that's what Keith McCready was. He was yeah. a, a, an assassin for money. Like guys would bet like shit tons of money and he'd be talking shit to you while screwing his cue together. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. the stuff that he said in the movie was like stuff that he really would say to guys. Do those There's guys videos get stiffed and shit? Like, do I, I mean, like, because if yeah. you're a good pool player, you're not necessarily going to kick someone's ass. People yeah, show yeah, up yeah. with guns. It <laughs> yeah, happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, that's Keith McCready. Oh, wow. That's the earthquake. So this that's is awesome. him. Give me some volume on this. So when you watch him play, that's how a, a really, truly elite pool player looks. Like the difference Just between the, the control, table. but it's also the control that he has of the cue ball is like he can put that ball within a couple of inches anywhere he wants all yeah. over the table. He was a, a wizard. And so when you're watching him do this in this movie, it's 100% like he, it would be if he was really playing you. Just fucking shitting on him. Just Look talking shit. You and get your ass fucked. The There's idea nothing you can do about it. Is that Tom Cruise has to play badly because he's playing Grady Stevens, so he has to lose so that the odds on him will be very low when he goes to a tournament because the word will get out that Grady robbed him. Right. So he's right, gonna dump right, this money right. to Grady, which is all the shit that people really did. Yeah, yeah. But, but then it's he gets killing mad. him. It's killing him inside. Yeah. Because Grady's talking too much shit. Yeah. And oh, so eventually love. Tom Cruise decides that he's gonna talk shit back. Yeah, I mean what I love about it. Okay, this is a difference. This is when they're at the big tournament. What I love about this movie, too, is, like, I had no idea about all the fucking actual pool shit, but it's, like, it's such an interesting movie from just a fucking film perspective because it's, like... Scorsese. Scorsese, when he's just, like, fuck it, I'll be a hired gun. Like, that wasn't his passion project. He was just, like, I'm gonna make a fucking sick movie. Yeah. And then you have fucking Tom... You have Tom Cruise. You have fucking, um... Fuck. Um, Paul Newman. Paul Newman. And it's, like, this beautiful, like... Almost like passing of the torch. Yes. Like there, I love anytime like a career, the the guys in the movies. It really mirrors the characters. There's something yes. so fucking awesome and poetic about right, that. Right. The same where points it's like in their Paul lives. Paul Newman yes. is the fucking old piece of ass. Yeah. Fucking star, and he's he's literally teaching as Tom Cruise is about to ascend. Yes. It's this fuck, and then you know Paul Newman would go on to have the whole his the later you know part where he plays great you know great roles, the fucking verdict rules. I don't remember if it was before or after this, but just like. I love that shit, dude. And yeah. it was like Tom, and just to see those guys just against each other for real as actors, mm. in, in the same way that their characters are going, and it's like all of that directed by Scorsese. It's just and it like, was all written by Walter Tevis, who was the same guy who wrote The Queen's Gambit. Oh wow! Holy fuck! Yeah, he also wrote the The Hustler, oh, the original yeah, Paul Newman, great, Jackie Cleason. Great yeah. fucking movie. He wrote that, and he wrote The Color Money, and he wrote The Queen's Gambit. Yeah, that's sick. Which is amazing. And yeah, it had another thing that I really like, which is like a weird unofficial sequel thing where it's like it is a sequel, but it's like no one except Paul Newman. Yeah, is, like I love when they just yeah. they extend a story and it's done because mm -hmm. like the odds of that working are so fucking low. Right, especially like, with a star, you got to bring in a star like Tom Cruise. Yeah, dude, it's fun. and and they had to teach him how to play pool. Yeah, so they yeah. brought in Mike Siegel to teach him how to play pools. One oh. of the greatest pool players of all time, and he's also left-handed the way Tom Cruise is, which is like really benefited him. Huh. But he taught him how to play pool like. I mean, a version, sure. not as good, of course, as Mike Siegel, but a version of the way Mike plays. Interesting. You can watch, like, Mike stroke, the way Mike moves balls around. And what's cool about, like, I guess we didn't know that, or I wasn't lying, but it's like, you didn't know that it, it wasn't clear about Tom Cruise at the time, where it's like, wow, that's really impressive that he would learn how to play pool. And now the motherfucker's, like, 
jumping out of fucking jets. I know. <laughs> like he's just he's a fucking lunatic. Dude, it's you don't awesome. know how hard it is to look like you can play pool. Yeah. He looked like he could play pool. For sure. I mean, it really you believed it. He, he hit a couple shots in the yes. movie where it's like, that's fucking impressive. He figured out how to play pool like pretty quickly, which yeah. is kind of amazing. Fascinating guy. Yeah, truly, Dude, truly a fascinating what, guy. Believing in Scientology seems to work for <laughs> yeah. him. I'm not saying it's for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's something about the way it worked for him. For him, dude. And just how smart it was to go to do the Mission Impossible movies to kind of like his career kind of went to the next level in a strange way. Yeah, like look at that shot. That's that's beautiful. Look at that shot. He really did that shit. He really did that shit. That's awesome. You saw it. You saw it from the beginning to the end. And he ran the table on certain racks. They what they did is basically they set balls up for him and they they let him like have like fairly simple what you call connect the dots out. But he did it. Still did it. It's not fucking easy to do, man. Yeah. That guy flies jets. He jumps off buildings. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, Scientology seems to work for him. And my favorite one of his is Collateral, too. Cause it's oh, like, my God. I just watched that the other be, day. Dude, it's the fucking best. It was amazing. He, and it's like, because it's like, there is a darkness to him that he keeps buttoned up. Yeah. And he gets when he gets to play the fucking assassin, the real evil guy, it's like, whoa, this is working. In or a way. Lestat from Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That that one's fucking. Yeah. But that, collateral. This, Lestat is awesome, but it's so that movie is so like campy in yes. certain ways where it's like you see flashes of the villain, but this shit is like he is. It's Michael Mann who's the fucking yeah. best. He's a fucking hitman. Dude. And, and you 100% believe you it. You believe it. You 100%. fully fucking believe it. It doesn't matter if that's that dude from The Outsiders. That is him. Dude, it's fucking him. And just the way he behaves. And I mean, he's a bad motherfucker, man. Yo, homie, is that my briefcase? <laughs> and then he's a pew, pew, just yeah. when he fucking two pieces those guys. Dude, it's in the way he does it, too, man. That was super smooth. Like, yeah. you have to really practice to be able to draw and get off those shots yeah. in close range the way he did it look completely believable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that didn't look like, you know, there's scenes in a movie where a guy pulls a gun and he shoots the other guy and you're like, okay. Sure. I'll, no, this I'll was suspend disbelief. This was John Wick before John Wick. Exactly. You know, it was exactly. like, I mean, Michael Mann did that shit too with Heat. It's like, they yes. were fucking, they yes. were shooting machine guns, bro. You know, Heat yes, was based. Dude. dude, this is the uh, scene right here. Fuck. I love this scene. Is that my briefcase? Is your briefcase? Yeah, it is. Why? You want it back? I want your wallet. Oh my god, this rock. What else you got for me? Huh? <laughs> Bro. Ah, Jamie Foxx like 100% fuck. believable. It uh, did look like he was like I'm free. Uh this guy's going to die, but at least I'll get to just call the cops. Dude, 100% believable those movements. Yeah. The way he did it, knocked the guy's hand away with the gun while drawing one more time. Bam, boom bop, boom bop, boom bop, boom bop. boom. God damn. He knocks it away at the same time draws. Look right. at how he does this. This is fucking wild shit, man. And he's also got his gun on his hip. So Fuck it's not it. even the quickest place to draw from. Bam. And he shoots from the waist. Boom. Boom, boom. Oh. While this other guy's drawn. Boom so to sick. the head. Come on, son. So fucking sick. Tactical. Jamie Foxx. The, yeah, like Scientology works for him. For him, it does. It seems to work really well for yeah, him. Yeah. Whatever his belief system is, one hundred percent. That guy does he races motorcycles in his movies. No, nah, he actually does his own stunts. They do a great job of certain high level talent. They can really take you to the next level. But he, they let him ride motorcycles in a movie. Yeah, dude. He no, does I mean, stunts with cars and shit. He flew the jets. Dude. Fucking Top Gun. This is dangerous <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they let him do it. 
No, I, I, yeah, I would just love to see him because he's proven that he's a fucking action star. Proven yes. that a very unlikely action star, um, but like earned it, right? Like not, not like how, like, look, I love taking, I love the Liam Neeson turned action, but it's like that's all gravitas. That's all he's being not a great doing actor. That. He's not doing he's that. He's doing it. He's earned it in the way right. that it's like with with practical effects and stunts. So what and is shit. he doing there? He's drop, jumping a motorcycle off a cliff, and then he's gonna parachute. Yeah. Is that real? Oh, oh my god. That's him. That's what the him. fuck, dude? Bro, and so, stop it. Who's like that? Who's like that in all of history? He's Buster a fucking Keaton. lunatic, truly. Buster yeah, Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really that's so interesting. He's a Tom modern Cruise Buster, Buster Keaton. Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> Buster Keaton was a fucking animal. <laughs> this is a fucking yeah, dude. Special effects were non existent yeah, back then. There's no CGI. He's the fucking man for Buster sure. Buster Keaton risked his life every time he did a movie. Yeah. No, Every that guy rocks. That guy fucking rules. Bro, you watch those old Buster Keaton highlights, you can't even believe that guy really did that. Look at this. He jumps from one fucking building to another. Look at this. Watch this shit. What the fuck? A full flight of stairs. And the then back. goes through the, the railings oh God, and dude. catches himself. Planned it. Planned so, all that. So fucking Bro, sick. he planned that. I mean, that's incredible. He went through those fucking things. <laughs> That's he's like that'll stop my fall, and then I'll catch myself on the way down. And he did it. I mean, that's what James Bond pretends to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and look at that. He got he really did get yanked away by that car. Like this is actually happening. He really did grab that car and get yanked away. <laughs> just great choreography. He would grab a hold of these things and just hang on. Well, dude, that's the other thing. It's like, and that's why it's so. Look at this. I mean, what is that? That's awesome. They didn't fucking string him up or anything with that shit. How the fuck could he do that? No, you're right. What kind of strength did he have to do that? I Just mean, to be was, able to hold on to that thing a with one unit. arm. I mean, he must have been a super unit. Yeah. That He's movement like right there where he had to do, where hang on to the back of that train like that. Yeah. How much strength is involved in that? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, like, that's like Cirque du Soleil strength. I, lo I do love watching, like, old, old-ass movies because... We have gotten so, like, used to, like, you know, CGI and all that shit, and it's helpful for certain things, but it's, like, what you think is possible, you're, like, oh, we are fucking lazy. Or even just, like, even just, like, like the, you know, how fast they would, like, build, they would make buildings and shit, and, um, but you just look at, yeah, what has he got, what has he got going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's oh, just slowly. He's just but riding like, on the front of a train. But, but even when you then, watch, man, you when, fall, you die. When and you, you got those wooden, stupid shoes on. Oh yeah. my God! What is he about to do here? What is going to happen here? Oh, oh that's Jesus sick, Christ! But but like you see a movie from the fucking thirties, and you you see the like the fucking one of my favorite movies to just throw on sometimes is the old Robin Hood from the thirties. It's this fucking spectacle, dude, where they just have thousands of fucking extras, and it's I like seen none it. of that, dude. It's fucking forever. Good. Robin Hood from the thirties. It's like from the yeah yeah yeah. It's Errol Flynn. Oh um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I saw it when I was a kid. But it's just like this thing where you're like, your mind is like, bro. When they have these giant scenes where it's like, you know, a king and, a, and it's a jousting tournament, and they have like fucking hundreds of people in the stands. Today, that's eight guys, and they CGI it. And and you fucking watch it. You watch. I mean, the fight scenes or whatever. Don't get me wrong. But like the big spectacles of them, and like these huge sets, and like when it's um when it's like the the thing that really fucking shocked me was the like I think it was the jousting to, or maybe the archery competition. Is this colorized? It is colorized. Yeah. Because so the original was black and white, right? I would assume so, but I, I'm not sure. Thirty-eight. Like, just like look at how fucking many. It's just like such a spectacle that you don't fucking get today. The same thing with fucking um. 
fuck, what's the Kurosawa Macbeth uh, Throne of Blood? That shit, the, yeah, I mean, that's another one where you're like, God damn, dude, they were doing this shit. And, like, now filmmaking is so, everything's on a green screen, and you're just mm. like, the artistry is, like, that's what I'm saying. When you're penned in, when you have, like, limitations, you figure out how to fucking really do it. And you come with, like, real, I mean, they were, look at Buster Keaton, dude. It's like he, I would rather watch a Buster Keaton highlight reel than the whatever the Marvel movie that just came out is. You know what I mean? I'm like, with you up until we talk about Avatar. <laughs> yeah, I'm Avatar, Avatar was so good. I'm like, do your CGI, do <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. you gotta do. But that's but that's a great example though, because James Cameron, whatever you know, he is a fucking, he pushes everything to the limit. Yeah, like if he's doing CGI, it's gonna take him 15 years, and he's gonna get every ounce and it's of gonna like be incredible. spectacle out of it. Although it's gonna be incredible. I can't wait for that. I'm me and my we have my brothers we're, uh, and a couple like my closest friends. Uh, well, not not all my. Anyway, we have like a. What is your relationship with these people? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Me and four guys I, I found outside. Who I call my brothers. We have a. We're, we're bonded in certain ways. <laughs> my brothers and like my best friends. We we uh. It's a rotating cast, right? But we we like to fucking get fucked up on Christmas. Like a we do like a bros Christmas and you know, on top of the family stuff, kind of right. like the Friendsgiving version of Christmas, where we'll just take a psychedelic and watch some out of control, like you know Star Star Wars. I've never seen the new Star Wars is not on acid or mushrooms. Ah. And dude, I love every. I don't have any idea what happens in them. My boy Babu Frick. I don't remember what which one he's in. I was laughing like a fucking lunatic because I was just on acid and it's just a little fucking cute puppet. I'm like. <laughs> Like a little fucking kid. Um, we get fucked up and we just watch fucking... Yeah, there's my that boy, guy? dude. <laughs> See, I'm not even aware of him. Dude, I'm so far behind. Imagine being on an eighth of mushrooms. Oh my God, I can't. And this guy pops up in a crowded theater. <laughs> You're like, oh, I love him. He's my favorite. Um, anyway, oh my God. We, we do, we've done mostly Star Wars. We watched Tenet. One year when it was like the oh, pandemic, Jesus. and you, I mean, how I can you follow that around when you're sober, dude? I don't. That's hard to. Ten is hard to. I have no idea what happened, but I was having a great. It's pretty time. dope. Uh, we were all, we were just on it's acid, a dope movie, watching it in my living room because it was the pandemic, and um, and uh, but this year we're doing Avatar way fucking way of the water. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait for that to come out. I mean, James Cameron can say all his crazy shit, but is this the? He's the man. This the trailer on their uh, YouTube channel like four hours ago. Just oh wow! It. It's got some clips. They're talking in between it. It's the CGI. It still looks like the old Avatar. I bet you're just going to look fucking sick in the theater. But, I mean, there's still that uncanny valley. Oh, for sure, for sure. Isn't it interesting that they, they haven't quite passed that yet? We'll never pass. I mean... Look, I mean, they're close, man. They're kind of close. I don't know. But it's still... I mean, the, the original Avatar was how many years ago? <sighs> yeah, a long okay. time. It's a long college. time ago. So if you think about it, it's kind of crazy how close it is to the original one in terms of, like... Maybe we're just looking at, a, a, like, a grainy but, copy but of I it. But I also think, like... What he really focused on was the water. Yeah, and God, I th and I think like compared to other water CGI shit, he crushed it. He also loves water. Like he was deep sea. No, look, it's, it's amazing. Shit. I'm just yeah. saying, I can tell they're not real. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a yeah. weird thing. Like, if you that's a, a a thing that's a debate between special effects guys, mm. like guys like Rick Baker, guys who've done they do like right. makeup and special yeah, yeah, like yeah. American Werewolf in London sure, sure, sure. versus CGI stuff. Right. Which like the, there's something missing always from the CGI stuff. I fully, I fully like the best effects is like I mean the thing yeah. is so sick, all yeah. practical. Yeah, it's just like John Carpenter, John Carpenter, yeah. the man, yeah. the man. Yeah, and, and it's just like they did a CGI version. 
Oh, I'm sure it was dog shit. No, it was pretty good. Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. Interesting. It was good. It was fun. But it was st- it's still that thing. Yeah. Where you know it's... There's just something about those practical this, effects. Uh, I think they even updated the new movie, or the older movie got updated. Oh, recently. interesting. It's in 4K, I know that, so they had to run it through the computer once. I mean, mm. it was one of the oh, most fucking ridiculous movies. movies I've ever seen in my life. It was like, amazing. When me and my brother... Because we like, I have gr- I have gained an appreciation for it over. The- but I remember going into it, and I was just like, I was a little bit of like a film snob because I was in college and I was on like my film snob shit, and it was like, oh, Cameron like Terminator, like he's gonna fu- this is gonna be, and it's got. Remember how hyped it was, right? And it was super fun in like a let's get fucked up and watch an awesome <laughs> action movie way, but it was not like fucking you know Goodfellas it wasn't like a piece of cinema it wasn't casino you know what I mean like and so me and my brother dude the part where we lost it we were having a good time and don't get me wrong the battle scenes fucking sick but when they fucking fuck with their tails (laughs) when they get their fucking little tail cocks linked up I was like what the fuck is this I was like (laughs) it's kind of hilarious but it is like but when you go into it is that any weirder than a dick and a pussy though (sighs) dick and a pussy is pretty weird too pretty weird but uh, you know I'm more familiar with that, I'll say. I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> All right, Stavi, let's wrap this bitch let's up. Let's wrap it Tell up, everybody uh, what's your social media, how they get a hold of you. Yeah, Stavi Baby. Uh, Stavi Baby 2 on Instagram, Stavi Baby on Twitter. What happened to Stavi Baby 1? It was too erotic, bro. I was posting really? too much shit like this. They nuked your account? <laughs> they nuked the first one years no ago. No way. You know what, actually? Ari brought this up years ago. You guys actually looked through my Instagram <laughs> back, <laughs> way back in the day. Um, they nuked my shit, but Stavi Baby 2... Uh, but I had new podcast, Stavi's World. Please subscribe. Uh, the first one with Sam is really funny. The second one we got is coming up soon. Is um, it beautiful? It's yeah. If the the and we have I have a tour. How coming do you up. say your last name? Halkius. Halkius. Uh, by the calendar, I got a tour coming up. I'm all over the place. So they're selling really good. I'm really really proud of that shit. We sold a bunch of the Wilbur. Uh, Look at that. Sold out. Sold out. Lot the of Wilbur's s- the shit. Dude, I'm so excited. Such a good club. Such out, a good theater. We sold out four of those it's like fuckers. A, it's like three comedy clubs stacked on top I, of each I can't, other. Uh, dude, I, the can't, shit. I can't wait. So we got that. But yeah, man, listen to the fuck. Go listen to the podcast. Watch the special. We hit four million views. Uh, follow my little brother. He's an artist. We didn't even get to talk. My boy, my brother George, Art by Judzy on Instagram, and fucking you know, go to Odyssey. Strength Say that again. Art by what? Art by Judzy. D Z O D Z I E. If you want to pull it up, how do you spell it's, anybody uh, to get that? Um, it's tough. You said that word. I'm like, you just gonna throw that out You're there right. to A-R- your brother? Art by D Z O D Z I E. He does this really, okay. this really Imagine. fun. I know, George. It's, it's like Georgie, but Judzy. <laughs> He does this there really fucking wild shit. I don't know if we can even show it. He's got like demons. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's going to go to jail. Put that away. Balenciaga's going to use that for the next ad campaign. <laughs> They're all of age. All right. They're Stop all of it. age demons. Thank you, brother. Thank it was a lot of fun. Brother. I enjoyed Appreciate it very much. Bye, everybody. Time.